What if I told you it's actually tea time? Tea time. Tea time. It's tea time, baby. Tea time, baby. Tea time. It's actually the time for tea. Tea time. Well, beloved. Tea time. Right, right, righty. Alright, here we are. Welcome back to Tea Time. Uh, today I have with me Shane. Hello. Uh, what the, it's Saturday, the 22nd of April, 6.35pm. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We're in Trevor Colborn Hall. Uh, Illegally. Le- wait. Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> well, uh, that's alleged, or I don't know. That's a fi- All the doors were locked, except one was ajar, so let's... One was unlocked, we'll say. Yeah. And we are here. We have President Cartwright's permission to be here. He wants us here. He needs us here. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so yeah, do you so you know about the, like didn't you do a report on the yakuza or you did like a like you know about their tattoos because you wanted a yakuza tattoo? I started. I, well, I mean, so they're not like yakuza tattoos and like the the sense that like it's made for them. It kind of mm. like it started out different, and um, but the association is such that you know mostly gangsters get it now. But I, I already have like I've already started on my back piece, and I'm going back. Or I'm going to Japan this summer to work on it further, but I know, yeah, I've never done like a report on it. I just do a lot of like, I you know, I, at this point, I do a lot of reading and I do a lot of like research into it. I, I think at this point, I have like, it's crazy because like I think I have like a thousand dollars maybe of like worth of reference material of like books and like kind of like you stuff. bought it yeah. just to re- like books to read on like the concepts, um, designs because like for like so what'll happen a lot of times is. Um, the tattoo artists, like especially like come with some of the modern ones, mm-hmm. what they'll do is they'll release books or they'll re- they'll do like photo packages of their clients and their like because it's the thing is is it's a lot of long term work. Mm-hmm. So it's like what when, when you see like Japanese style tattoo artists when they're on their Instagrams, it's a lot of just like updates mm-hmm. on large scale pieces. Mm-hmm. So what they'll like to do, and so realistically, a lot of these guys they never work on more than like maybe max over their lifetime like thirty to fifty like people really right right i mean well it's so some of them will do like what are called one shots which are like american style tattoos which are like just singular ones but if they're like strictly traditional mm-hmm. like like for like for example i have this book by this guy this guy named horikazu from i think it's from uh asakusa in mm-hmm. tokyo and like it shows showcases all of his clients and he's old he's really old and he's been doing it for a long time and he's it's not more than like 30 40 people so this, these have got to be like expensive ass tattoos then if like oh yeah no no, no. 40 like, people are paying for your whole life like right right work. right so so my artist charges 150 dollars an hour mm-hmm. and is that uh, standard like i've never gotten a tattoo 150 so 150 an hour is well it completely depends it's pretty standard so for japanese artists they range between like 150 and then 250 on the higher end mm-hmm. um but for western artists it's completely dependent on like a bunch of like kind of mm. silly factors that i don't really want to get too much into like if you're in la and you're yeah. really and you got to pop an instagram page yeah you can charge like a grand a, uh, an yeah. hour or I some bullshit like, for like a tiny little like rose tattoo and yeah. people will pay that shit or whatever um but no the japanese guys like they so the like the reason why they price the way they do is like they want to make it like so that you like they're making consistent money because they don't have that many clients but also they don't want to make it so that like you like it's like a great because 
they don't want to make it like a big burden financially for you to, um, mm. you know, to, to have these tattoos. Cause like, so it's not exclusionary. Like anybody can get one. So, I mean, cause the, the origin of these tattoos is very, very middle class. Mm-hmm. So like I can go into the origin a little bit, but it's like, yeah. so these like bodysuit type things, like where it's like the full, what's called horimono. Horimono is, it refers to when the tattoo starts on your back and, um, in whatever form wraps around your shoulders to the front. Uh-huh. So it's like, if you have just a back piece. Uh, or if you have just like a sleeve or something in the Japanese style, that's not very traditional. You know what I mean? Uh, so you're supposed to get like your whole body almost? Or not like- necessarily. So what? Uh, so Jeffrey's actually starting soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, for context, Jeffrey's our friend, mutual mm-hmm. friend. But so his horimono is going to be just a what's called a turtle shell back piece. Mm-hmm. So like back, like upper shoulders down to his like almost knees, and then it'll wrap around onto his chest, and then just uh, what are called half sleeves. So it's like it won't it won't go past the elbows. So he's gonna have his ass out for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. With so a like, dude like, yeah, a hundred percent. When I, got, how deep do they get in there? Like deep enough that when you stand and clench your butt, you will not see anything other than tattooed skin. That's like a very. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't start with the butt butt part, right? No, 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 no. You you work your way down. It's fucking. It's it's uh it's painful, but it well, sounds painful. We were getting into let's, let's uh, circle back real quick to mm. like so. The way it started was very middle class. So a lot of fire, like, so the way it started initially was like during uh, Tokugawa period. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know about the Tokugawa period in Japan is that they, so what, so Tokugawa period was like really peaceful. Mm -hmm. There was, there was, it was, it was very peaceful. It was like 250 years or so where there was no war, Mm -hmm. but um, a lot, what what the result of that was, was that you had a very big bureaucratic state Mm -hmm. and they tried to regulate almost like they regulated nearly everything. And so one of the regulations that came about was that like people that weren't, um, in like the upper classes, upper, um, castes of society Mm -hmm. couldn't wear like really brightly colored or like ornamental clothing. Mm -hmm. And so like kind of as a response to that people in the middle class, especially like in dangerous professions, like firefighters, um, would choose to, um, what is it called? Endure their bodies because they can't adorn their clothing. Mm-hmm. And then, so what, so what I'm doing is called a munawari suit, like a munawari uh, short suit. And what that means is like, there's a big, there's a gap in the middle where it's like straight down. Mm-hmm. And the point of that was back in the day, you wanted to be able to wear robes and not have it show through the robes. Cause like, you know, traditional Japanese robe, there's like a big V neck, or even if you have the robes open, yeah. like there would be a big gap in the middle. Um, so like the idea was that you could hide them even when you're wearing clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you ever look at fo- like real old photos of um, people wearing these traditional tattoos, they never extend past like the mid thigh and they never go past like the mid, like uh, halfway past your forearm. Mm-hmm. And, and there's always a big gap in the middle. So, like, and, and the gap is closed over time. So like if you look at really old photos, like so there's a guy um called hori uno i think and he like he's got a lot of there's a lot of old photo like really old pho- photographs of some mm-hmm. of his work and the gaps on like the munawari gaps on on his tattoos are really big like almost like like um like nipple, nipple. like nip, like nipple width you mm-hmm. know what i mean whereas like mine is mostly going to be like probably like an inch or two on each side of my belly button oh okay well, yeah. so so like the munawari has been kept like that that gap has been kept for like mostly just like aesthetic purposes because yeah. it's like oh it's tradition tradition yeah because it's, it's not very useful if it's only an inch wide exa- like, exactly it's... exactly and i've seen even smaller i've seen like half an inch on each side which is kind of mm. like at that point why even bother yeah you know what i mean um and so yeah um so yeah firefighters used to use it and so like the point of that or so like in keeping with that tradition most uh, modern japanese tattoo artists won't charge more than like max 250 is like max that's if they're getting a lot of work and like um 
they kind of need to stem the flow of people like mm-hmm. coming in uh, coming into their shop or whatever so i'm my artist charge is 150 and um it'll total it's hard to say because there's you know there's if you do it the traditional style it's called tebori mm-hmm. you know they use a tebori tool or whatever yeah where they like tap it or something like it's, that. so it's so actually the tapping thing is a polynesian thing mm-hmm. the way they do it is kind of like a scoop like a pick and scoop technique Whoa. so they so they have a straight tool right uh-huh. and there's the needles um um straight onto the tool mm-hmm. and they they'll put it into the skin at an angle pick it up and then pull it out like pick the skin up and pull it out kind of that sounds awful That's it's <laughs> actually from what i understand i haven't gotten it yet uh-huh. so um we'll uh, i'll get back into it but so uh, for context a lot of modern japanese tattoo artists they think that the best way to do it nowadays is to do the outlines with the machine because it's um faster and cleaner mm-hmm. and then they do the shading with the tebori tool because they feel like the color pops better mm-hmm. and it ages better and so i haven't gotten to the tebori section yet because i've just been doing outline on my back mm-hmm. um but from what i understand it's not that bad actually because there's less trauma to the skin because uh, a tattoo machine is doing the same thing just way faster mm-hmm. and so there's an argument to me uh, there's an argument to be made that because it's like the same essentially the same motion mm-hmm. but you know it's like more efficient because you're like spreading the ink inside the skin with the same holes. So it's like, like for example, like if you're trying to insert black ink into one, like one spot, mm-hmm. a temporary tool is like you lift it once or twice and the ink is there. Mm-hmm. Or you, you, you know, insert the tool once or twice, it's there. Whereas like a machine, it goes like, I don't know the actual rates on it, but it's like 100, you know, like however many times, 50 times yeah. a second. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you've inserted 50 times, a needle 50 times into your skin mm-hmm. to create the same like like type of mark mm-hmm. um so it's like that's just way more trauma on the skin yeah you see what i'm saying yeah i see what you're saying for the same coverage okay so are you getting it done by the artist here or so, like so it's like a mix of things so like I, when i first got it when i first started mm-hmm. i went to new york to get it because he's like he, he's like big on new york city like he's got a lot of friends there he goes there frequently and he goes there like two or three times a year so i caught him one time when he was in new york and i got tattooed over there and then so, but I'm also, I'm going to Asia this summer for a while. So I'm going to just see, meet him while he's there because I'm already there. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm going to get some work done there. But then most likely what's going to happen is for the rest of the time that I'm getting tattooed, it's going to be in New York City. But it's always going to be the same guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because I it's, thought you were getting the outline done by one guy and then he's like, all right, head off to Japan and, you know, main no, 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 for no, you. No, and no, 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 no. That, that's, that's, uh, that's bullshit. That's, <laughs> you, you can't, it's, it's, so if you get if you start with one guy because it's like you know they the whole point is to do like this big kind of like uh crescendo piece like where you like um you tell a story in one bodysuit and it's by one guy you know what i mean with one style mm-hmm. and actually jeff was asking me about this because he was like what if i got the bodysuit you know or like the back sh- back piece done by one guy and then because um, he was he was thinking about what's called the sa- uh, sakura fubuki which mm-hmm. is like basically um like sleeves where it's just um cherry blossom uh, flowers mm-hmm. and wind bars so there's like no subject like wind matter bars? wind bars are like it's kind of hard to explain but it's like there are different types of background mm-hmm. art so like there's the background there's the midground, and, and then there's the foreground you know mm-hmm. what i mean in japanese art the background is like what is mostly in black and that kind of sets the scene so you can have wind bars finger waves rocks like these kind of things that like demonstrate where mm-hmm. like the, the the setting of the like you know the tattoo mm-hmm. and then and then you have like the midground, which is like you can have flowers or leaves or like vines or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the foreground is like the subject matter. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for example, um, like if you had, um, do you know what a, um, 
Actually, okay, let's just use, um, as an example, let's use like a tiger, right? Uh -huh. So like the background of a tiger, because it's, obviously the tiger is a, is a land animal, you can't have wind bar, or you can have wind bars, but it's got to make sense. Mm -hmm. So the wind bars above the tiger, and then below it will be rocks. You can't have a flying tiger. No, you can't. I mean, with, with certain exceptions, but it's like... Um, you can't have like finger waves because it doesn't make sense for there to be water where the tiger is. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then there'll be like maple leaves, and that'll like accentuate the tiger. That'll be like hanging off, either falling through the air or hanging off the the rocks or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or a better example is like if if you have a koi fish um, swimming. I think I forget what the orientation is, but it's like if you have a koi fish and it's swimming down. I think like down your body that indicates that it's fall. So you can't, so you have to use water, you know, finger waves or the water mm. and you can't use uh, cherry blossoms because cherry blossoms fall in spring huh. and maple leaves fall in, in fall. So if you mix them, then it's like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's so interesting because I would think like, I mean, in a, in my Western mind, it's like, who gives a shit? Like whatever, yeah, you, yeah. you know, but that's like, you know, just write whatever you want rather than it being like a traditional like scene that's supposed right. to be cohesive. Right. So it's like, the thing is, is like you can, there are a lot, plenty of Japanese style tattoo artists that will like, um, if you want to like mix them or whatever, they'll just, they, yeah, it's like fine. I mean, it's a lot of yeah. low stakes stuff. They don't care that much, but some of the people, like uh, some of the artists that are like really, really traditional, mm -hmm. they do care and they won't do that. They'll mm -hmm. like, that's not a, it's not even like, oh, we won't do it because we just don't want to, or we care about tradition. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? You <laughs> know what I mean? Like that looks stupid uh -huh. kind of thing. But, um, so back to what I was saying about Jeffrey. So he wants to get a Sakura Fubuki, which is like, um, like it's like a, it's like a, um, basically wind bars and sakura leaves and no foreground mm -hmm. which seems strange but it actually like i think it looks looks pretty good it's not my cup of tea but i think it looks pretty good especially in the configuration that he wants it so he was saying like what if i did a back piece and then i just i from one guy and then i did um you know the, the chest and the arms by someone else and i was like like come from a traditional perspective that's kind of weird that's really weird mm -hmm. um usually you usually stick like with the same artist until he either dies or something happens to him where he can't tattoo anymore <laughs> yeah and then you would then you would go to someone else within his family so they have tattooed like they have like yeah. hierarchical families right you would go to someone else in his family first and ask them if they if they can continue the work it's kind of like a like a sensei i assume it's yeah like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you have yeah. your one master like you're not going around being like oh yeah i learned from him and he's my no, master no, 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 sometimes no, yeah that's not how it works you have one master you tattoo his designs mm -hmm. largely you like take a lot of inspiration from his past work and they kind of build this like um like a like a family repertoire and stuff mm -hmm. like that and it's it's it uh the u.s has like a similar kind of system where it's like tattooing in in america traditionally is like you learn as an apprentice mm -hmm. but the apprenticeships look very different mm -hmm. um or and they they come from like a different place because here if you're an apprentice to a to um to a tattooer the 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 perception is not that like like basically in america like if you if you're an apprentice you learn how to tattoo from him but not necessarily like you don't like pick up after him or I mean you do pick up after him but you're not supposed to like oh now I'm tattooing in his style and I'm like carrying on his name and like this type of thing but the apprenticeships in Japan are way more like um, like long lasting and they're way more like they're more, way more involved. So an apprenticeship in, in the U.S. will last like a year or two or something. And it's basically mm -hmm. like once you know how to make a tattoo, mm -hmm. now you're, you're free to like spread your wings and go do your own thing. Mm -hmm. Whereas like apprenticeships in, in Japan can take like 10 years and you're living with your master and you're like, you know, you, like you're cleaning together and you're eating together and you're meeting his family, like that kind of thing. It's way more intimate. And it's like you're taking after him almost like you're his son mm -hmm. in a way. You know what I mean? 
So that's why like like they tattoo like the master's designs, they repeat his designs over and over again. And even when like, so Jeffrey was like, you know, oh, this guy that I'm, I'm going to go see, he's like an apprentice. Like, should I be worried about that? I was like, even though he's an apprentice, he probably has like, three, four, five years of, like, mm-hmm. you know, experience under his belt, probably. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so I think he should be fine. And so, uh, yeah, so, like, because you also have to understand, it's, like, even though there's, like, a similar subject matter, like, the way people will do it looks very different. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, like if two people have, like, a, a cherry blossom, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my tattoo artist will, cher- will tattoo cherry blossoms in a way that's in, like, an ombre way, where, like, the color, like, comes from white in the center and fades mm. to like pink or red mm. and near the end um or like progressively as it gets to the end yeah whereas a lot of people will just do like solid pink red and there's no right way right way to do it but they do it differently so it's gonna look different you know yeah, you see what style. I'm yeah. right so like so i was telling him i was like you're gonna be it's gonna be noticeable like the difference between like your back piece and then the frontal uh, mm. areas you know? yeah i get that so i, I advised him mm. against that so what, like, how did you get into like just having tattoos? Like, I, I don't have any tattoos. I'm interested, but I I would at this point I'm like I'm not gonna commit to like getting a star tattooed on my elbow or right, some right, shit like that. Right. So like, how did you go from like, oh I kind of like tattoos are cool to I'm gonna get an artist who's like gonna do it right kind of shit. So it's like it's a long process. Like so there's there's two ways to or two things to talk about on that because like. What got me started and then, like, the journey mm-hmm. are, like, two kind of separate things. Mm-hmm. So, since I was, like, the first encounter I had with tattoos was when I was at um, a spring, you know, with my, and I was, like, a kid. Mm-hmm. And I saw this guy that was, like, absolutely covered in tattoos and I was, like, really fascinated with that. And it made a lot of, it made, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know how to explain this, but it made sense to me. Like, I was, like, that's, like, kind of what I should look like. Huh. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Like, like when no. I, like, <laughs> when I envision myself, mm-hmm. like my, you know, when you have this idea of yourself, like what ideal, yeah, Eric, like peak, yeah, yeah, peak, yeah, Eric peak looks like, like peak Shane has like a full body suit, basically. Holy shit! Okay, right, right, right. So that's like that incident is what like just seeing him and being like blown away by like oh my god this like um uh what is it called this guy has got some weird shit on his body because I'd never seen it before. I'd never seen I'd seen like tattoos before and not. It was. I was really young. I was like nine, ten. Mm. I'd seen tattoos before, but I'd never seen like such large scale coverage. It was like neck to feet type thing. Oh, and so and so to start that kind of journey off, like when I was a kid, and I was like, I had this fascination, but I didn't like, I hadn't realized what it was for yet. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to write on my arms a lot when I was a kid. Like you know, I was in um, elementary school. I used to write down like my homework and like like the things I needed to do all mm. over my arms. I just my arms would be covered in ink. Yeah, and like so, I I had a fixation on this. Even before I even understood what it meant to have a fixation or meant to, you know, meant to be tattooed or what tattoos were. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so, so I, I basically went like that, um, just kind of like feeling like, like, you know, there should be something there, but not fully grasping that. Yeah. And then the first tattoo I got, and this is like kind of like the reckless side of, of tattoos mm-hmm. is like, I kinda, I didn't have a lot of guidance on like, like, oh, you shouldn't commit to something until because they give you a lot of token they give you a lot of token advice on like tattoos where it's like oh mean? like don't get it it's like permanent you gotta be like you know you gotta think about it yeah, but it's what's like the when meaning what's when, the when you're like 18 like you don't give a shit about what other people are saying <laughs> hey, so when i was like hey, hey. i think i just turned 18 i was in nassau like the bahamas mm. and i went to a back alley. it was crazy i went to like this back alley shop right and were like, you with your parents like where no, no 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 i was with a couple of my boys we were like 
like you know we were turned we just turned 18 so we had that like adult the fake adult swagger so we were walking around smoking cigars and drinking daiquiris (laughs) in Nassau (laughs) and so like I asked them I I asked these dudes by the dock like down you know down the dock or whatever I was like where is there a tattoo shop nearby and they're like yeah go down this street and that street and that street and then talk to this lady and she'll take you there so I, we did that. We walked down these streets or whatever. What a back ass I, I swear to God, it was like a really back alley type thing. And I, I found this woman sitting on a stoop. I asked her if there's a tattoo shop. She sent me with this little ass kid, like six, seven years old. And he took me to the shop. Or took me and my friends to the shop. And it was like a combination like, uh, what is it called? Tattoo shop and uh, was a barber shop. And I got, some bull- <laughs> I got some bullshit on my fingers that came off. Like you can see them right here. Like. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, they're not there anymore. First move was finger tats. Yes, yeah, because that's dumb. That's it, like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, my my thinking was like I could hide it because like the because my hands like I could just go like this and it was it wasn't yeah. How bad. often are you looking at people's fingers Ex- like that? Exactly, exactly. It was like a hiding in plain sight thing, and it worked because no one ever noticed. Mm-hmm. And then until like I think my sister noticed one time because I had my fingers splayed out on something, uh-huh. but like no one ever noticed actually. Yeah. And then they faded before they know hey. <laughs> before anyone even really knew I had them. What did it, did it say something on there? It said Mullen Levey. Like some gay shit I thought about on the second, on the, uh, you know what I mean? Am I allowed to swear, by the way? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. we don't give a fuck. Yeah, it was just like some stupid shit. I was like, oh, I heard, I was reading about the Greeks or something, and Mullen Levey seems cool. What does that mean? It means, it's, so it's a Spartan phrase. It means come and get it. Mm. It was like, so, real quick, like Thermopylae. Like, if you've ever seen... Real quick, Thermopylae. Let's get into it. <laughs> but it's like when, when the Persians were like invading or whatever, uh-huh. uh, they were like, lay down your arms. Uh, or give it, to, give us our arms, or something like that. Yeah. And, and the Spartan said, you know, Mullen Levey, come and get, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then where was it going? With that? Yeah. So um, back to the tattoos or whatever. So it's like, and then the fir- the second tattoo I got was this big um, Grim Reaper piece on my thigh, mm-hmm. and that was so uh, that was like started a kind of sp- like I was really into American traditional tattoos. But part of the reason why I was really into American traditional tattoos at the time was because that was like most of what I was exposed to. Mm-hmm. So like. At, like you know i started getting a lot of traditional tattoos like on my thigh and i was like my idea was like i would start on my thigh work my way down until i covered my leg and then go from there mm-hmm. but as i started to do a lot more research on on designs and tattoos and like also the history surrounding them i started reading about like some of the old tattooers like um you know going down the line like don ed hardy and then like uh, sailor jerry and a lot of their inspiration came from japan mm-hmm. and their traditional tattoos and then i started you know reading into that stuff and then seeing these designs and I was like and I I started thinking about my you know about my prime self again and I'm like prime self has a very you know put together set of tattoos you know what I mean it's not just a bunch of like and and, and and little bits of like bullshit right right and don't get me wrong there's there's a an aesthetic appeal to that as well like yeah the, having the like the rapper look the pa- not necessarily the rapper look but the patchwork look yeah where it's like a bunch of random stuff that doesn't necessarily correlate with each you other look like a school but, desk right right well i mean <laughs> i mean i like the aesthetic but it yeah, is, it's got that like yeah 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 it, it's got it's not it's got like a, a sense of like uh mr like cohesive chaos kind yeah of thing. yeah like and i kind of like that for a while and like a directionlessness mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i liked that for a while but then i kind of realized that i liked things that were like organized like i like the rules and i like the rigidity rigidity of mm. japanese tattooing and i was i started to realize like and, and but also like i liked japanese tattoos and i realized that a lot of the american tra- traditional style tattoos i'd liked were also inspired by japanese tattoos mm-hmm. but i so i basically i was like that's not gonna happen just because it requires so much of like a like a skin commitment 
that I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm just not going to like think about that. I'm just not going to do it. So you didn't want something huge? Not, not necessarily. I was like, I was like, I don't know if I could, I, if I could do a bodysuit like that. Cause your thigh one's pretty big. If I remember correctly, like, I, it's like I, well, my thigh is most my, the front of my thigh is mostly covered. So like I was like I was already my the front of my thigh was already mostly covered when I started uh, really getting the Japanese and the reason why I kept getting stuff on my thigh and then eventually like stuff I have one more on my side and then one more on my arm mm-hmm. and, and the reason why I kept doing that was because I was like well it's never gonna happen anyway you know what I mean because mm-hmm. even though I like kind of recognized that like Japanese is my favorite style mm-hmm. I was like it requires so much of a skin commitment that I've already given away mm-hmm. that I can't like do it but then eventually it got to a point where I'm like. It, the style is like I can't escape it you know what I mean like I, I kept buying books on it and like w- like looking at um, yeah. pictures and like you know all this stuff and I was like I just can't like I'll fucking laser it fine it's who you are yeah, yeah. and I, I just have to like you know that's that was like the culmination of that like discovery process so you, know you know? are gonna laser off some to get some skin back I will I have to laser off all of them basically because almost even the thigh ones even the because th- because the way this the short suit works mm. is I, it's not full so it's it'll stop above my knee mm-hmm. and it'll end halfway through my um I, I'll forearm. get yeah halfway through my forearm. Those are called uh, three quarter sleeves. Even with that, like that kind of coverage, it's still like all my tattoos are within that area. Mm. So I won't get them completely lasered off. What I'll do is I'll get them lasered off light enough that to which I can cover them. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, do you feel like because I know a lot of people they almost like take pride in the bad tattoos or they have like their their tattoo journey, if you mm-hmm. will, and so you can kind of keep a record of like. Here's when I was a dumbass. Here's when yeah. I kind of got it together. And then this is when I studied and yeah. got my Japanese one that was done correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you're just going to kind of like remove the back parts to give make room for the whole piece. Right, because here's why. Because it's like I, I do subscribe to that philosophy a little bit too. Like I love the tattoos I have currently. Like mm-hmm. it's not that I don't like them. It's just that like I like this a, a little bit better. Yeah, it's worth the trade. It's worth the trade because also like – because my artist was asking me if I wanted to incorporate mm-hmm. the, the tattoos I already have into the bodysuit. And the problem with that is, like, then you lose the whole cohesive appeal mm-hmm. that I, that you know, that's what appealed to me from the first place was, like, the cohesiveness and the, like, the, the idea that, like, this one piece is telling a story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, like, if you have, if you, like, if I, like, for example, I have a, a piece on my side, right? Mm-hmm. That piece on my side makes it so that basically one entire panel of my body is like i can't do anything with it yeah because it's like in such a central location that i can't have like like what am i going to put up like because well a lot of times what they'll do with the munawari is they'll put like two opposing but similar concepts Mm -hmm. so it's like if you'll get if you get like two tigers one's going up one's going down Mm -hmm. or like something like that you know what i mean and it's like if i get if i already have something there Mm -hmm. i can't do something that's like mirrored on the other side or like it it, it, yeah. just, it it has a weird kind of look to it. It makes it lopsided all. Exactly. It makes it lopsided. And I, I don't want to do that. So I was like, I want to, I like the whole put together intentional idea. Mm. I'll just have to laser. I'll just have to take the L on that. I mean, okay. So having never gotten tattoos, to me, the first thing is like, oh, that's going to hurt. Like mm-hmm. getting that much tattoo put into you. Like what? So did it hurt the first time you got a tattoo? Like I heard the finger is one of the worst places to get it. Like fingers fingers really it hurts a lot because it's straight on the bone basically but it's also really short so it didn't really like like it was painful but not like i i think what's what's the thing about pain in general is sustained pain is way worse than like 
temporary sharp pain. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, so my back was a lot worse than my finger, not necessarily because the magnitude of the sensation was larger, mm-hmm. but because it was like sustained over hours. And like mm-hmm. near the end, I was like physically weak and like, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of not like mentally, bro- close to like mentally broken. Yeah. In a way. Just like, oh, I'm like exhausted. Like, and I'm like, I don't I'm like, fuck, this is like yeah. hard mentally to get through. Yeah. Whereas like the fingers, it's like, I can, I can put it through pain for five sec, five minutes. You know, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Okay. How it like? How's your experience been with that? Like, have you built up a tolerance? Would you? Because like, for me, I was like, all right, if I'm gonna get a tattoo, maybe I should just go, just fuck it and get like a big one. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, I don't want to get halfway through and be like, I can't. Like, I'm sorry, I gotta tap out. It's like, first of all, don't feel any shame about tapping out because it's, it's fucking like at the end of the day, it's a lot of pain. It mm-hmm. is a lot to deal with, especially depending on where you get it. But in terms of like, have it built up a tolerance? I de- I haven't built up a tolerance. I think your, your uh, ability to take pain goes away as you age. Mm. But what I think like the techniques or my like apprehension about the pain has gone away, if that mm. makes any sense. So like before I went into like, I, I think a lot of people like are like, oh, it's going to hurt so much. And they like build up this kind of anxiety about it. Mm-hmm. And then, then when they actually get it, it's like not that bad. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of had a similar thing where I'm like, I had this idea. Where it's like, oh, it's going to fucking hurt. And then I got it and I'm like, it's it hurts, but it's just pain. Like it's manageable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not going to die. It's, you know, it, it's, yeah. it is what it is. I'm going to have two weeks to heal and then it'll be fine. You're you know I mean? used to it. you like, you yeah. know what you're getting into and you're just like, yeah, I've seen this movie before. It hurts. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also like, there's something to be said about like barrier to entry and like why, like why that makes tattoos cool. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's like, like part of what makes tattoos cool is that like not many people are like going to commit to doing something like this. Mm-hmm. And then, and part of what prevents people from doing like stuff like this is the pain aspect. Mm-hmm. Like if you could just laser, like if you could just boop, boop, and like print a tattoo on someone's skin yeah it wouldn't be cool because it's like you didn't like there's no pain that went into it there's no like yeah. like um there's and, a respect i've seen that like if you have a big piece people are like whoa like, like yeah. you you earned you, it because you sat there, like for example like my back piece like even just the outline i on the first day i sat for four hours second day i sat for eight hours so it's like and when i tell people it's like yeah like well i sat through sustained pain for eight hours to get this piece and it's like there's something like cool and almost like weirdly like spiritual about it where it's like because i don't yeah. like when i when i when i get tattooed i don't listen to music i don't look at anything i just sit there and like in the pain holy shit okay yeah, 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 you yeah, want yeah. it like you kind of like kind, well it's not that i want it it's just that like i just sit i don't know how to explain it like it feels like i don't want to like distract myself too much yeah i just like sit there it's like um i don't know i assume you've seen fight club but i don't know how recently you've seen fight club i've seen fight club several times okay but. you know you know the moment where um what's his uh durden puts like he kisses at Norton's hand, and he's like, don't, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like, don't, don't, you know, don't try and hide it, don't try and ignore the pain. Like this is life. Like yeah. sit feel and feel yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. There's, there is, there, it's not like intention. Like I don't. It's just kind of uncomfortable for me to like, like if I have like listening implements or I'm holding my phone or doing, like it feels like kind of like, I can't just like sit there and like f- focus on the pain because also part of reducing the pain is focusing on it. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is like, um, like so for my back especially, like when my, uh, um, like when he like. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like when he's about to touch you, your like back will like constrict and your like your muscles will get tight like, yeah. like unintentionally because he's just he's introducing pain, obviously. So yeah. something's going to happen. And to like avoid that, you have to focus and like actively relax your skin yeah. so that he can, you know, carve carve the ink into it or whatever. And if I have like some bullshit in my hand or I'm like listening to music and not really focusing on my body, mm-hmm. then he's working with the, like uh, a canvas that's not cooperating. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I have to like make an active conscious 
like choice to like relax my body mm-hmm. and it's like it works and it, it's kind of meditative in that way mm-hmm. where it's like i have to tell myself like i need to accept this pain and like relax mm-hmm. and just and take it you know Damn. what i mean because otherwise like like uh, if you don't do that like your skin will jump all over the place because it's like antsy at the idea yeah, it's like half the time you're gonna be flexed half the time you're gonna be relaxed and it's like skewing. right 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 and and so you can be both so like sometimes i'll flex and i'll hold it for like several minutes so that he can get a solid mm-hmm. like amount and then he'll pull away and then i'll relax and then i'll try to keep that mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying damn okay so like so so i'll say i'll sum that up with like over time you get like used to the pain and you develop techniques to deal with the pain mm-hmm. so it's like even though the pain itself is getting worse over time mm-hmm. like you you're better at dealing with it well it's just interesting though that it is a um it's kind of like a marathon or not even like you know similar to a marathon but it's one of those things and i, and I don't exactly know like a good comparison but it's like it's a rite of passage but you can do it multiple times where it's like you know they send the man out to the woods and you have to go and like live yeah, on, yeah, you know yeah. and fucking eat berries for a day or some shit away from the tribe it's like you're going out and doing that like all right i'm gonna go do my berry session real quick and like go and like just suffer this pain or like yeah. a boot camp yeah, again yeah, yeah. but you can do it multiple times and it is like while you're not gonna you know you're not becoming part of the tribe sort of shit but like it is a similar of like I am earning this thing, right? Right, because because ultimately, like, like things are more like all things are more impactful when there's a barrier entry. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like part of the like you know me and you, we went to school, got a degree, and now we're we have jobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the the reason why we get paid the amount that we do, or like the or why the jobs are like we're is because there's a barrier of entry, mm-hmm. and the barrier of entry for our jobs is quite high. Yeah, and, and that's how it is. That, that that's the case for anything. You know what I mean? Like, you think about, so, like, you know, if you think, like, hazing. Mm -hmm. So, they've actually done, like, psychological studies on this where it's, like, the, like, uh, like, groups that go through hazing, Mm -hmm. they're, obviously, their bonds are much tighter afterward. And the reason why is because, like, when, um, and it's reflected in in everything, like, in war, especially, where it's, like, when you go through, like, some brutal shit Mm -hmm. with someone, uh, you create a closer, more tight-knit bond with them. Yeah. But sometimes to achieve that effect, it's prom- like you you have like an art of like you pr- you introduce that artificially so like your example with the hunter gatherer thing it's like the oh you got to collect the berries and <laughs> yeah. fight the wolves or whatever it's like that's a way of like like you can't just wait till the wolves come or till the enemy tribe comes to your door to like get like to oh now now we trust each other enough mm-hmm. to fight together it's like you have to introduce that like art that barrier to entry that sort of like hazing element mm-hmm. to bring you guys together ahead of time mm-hmm. And uh, that way, you already have that kind of concept, that kind of thing locked out. It's like a Spartan thing. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. they would fuck with the kids since they were children. And then once they're warriors, it's like, no, they've been it's, going It's, it's not a big deal. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's what I said. Like, um, like, you earn the tattoos. It's like, like, when you have, like, a full body tattoo, it's like, yeah, like, you sat through hours of sustained pain. Mm-hmm. And you got this end result. And it was, like, important to you. There's no actual, like, it's also, too, it's like, there's no, like, financial benefit. There's no, like lifestyle but like life yeah. benefit so it's like this is like you just it's frivolous but it's not frivolous because mm-hmm. it's like it's something that matters to you obviously mm-hmm. so you're willing to sit through so much pain that's something that's important to you but not immediately beneficial mm-hmm. it's like that says a lot about that the kind of person you are you know what i mean how have you been with the whole like uh like you regretting the tattoo or like picking out the tattoo and being like is this the right one because that's to me it's a big commitment and like you know, I don't want to go into it in a foolhardy way of like, right. fuck it. Like, I like, I like my one buddy, 
um, you know, he's a good guy, but he, he got a flower on his forearm. Yeah. And they were like, why, you know, why did you get this tattoo? He's like, because I like flowers. I don't know. He's like, he just wanted it. And yeah, he got yeah, it. Yeah. And like, I'm sure he enjoys it, but like, I don't necessarily want to do that and be like, well, that was fucking stupid. And now I yeah. have this thing on me forever. Like, how do you, what is your thought process? So, I mean, like, uh, like I was kind of saying earlier, but like I, I, my thought process initially was kind of like, oh, just get whatever you want. Whatever looks cool. Like I, even today, like I, I don't attach any meaning to my tattoos i used you know it's funny when i first started getting tattoos i used to like retroactively attach a meaning and a lot of people do this where they'll retroactively attach a meaning to their tattoos where it's like you justify it after yeah yeah like like i remember because i have an elephant tattoo and someone saw it and they're like oh that's cool is that like a like a cultural thing because i like you know for context i'm indian yeah but it's like and i was like nah it's just a fucking cool elephant (laughs) (laughs) but now are you like it's my hair like subconsciously i had my heritage like put on my body no i used to think like that now it's like i'm like purely it's aesthetic purposes i like i i'm more wow. honest with myself to where it's like no like i all about aesthetics so that's all i care about like it just looks cool that ultimately it looks cool so, so you're like past like I, i've seen this with other stuff but for like I, I can't think of it right now but it's like you know there's the first stages of like like i'm gonna get it because i like it and it's just dumb Mm -hmm. you know and then there's the middle stage where you kind of like have like a little bit of pride you're like oh this means something to me i'm not like those idiots who just get something (laughs) and you're like and you're now at this third stage of like it's shit tattooed on your body it's not a big deal like i like it i want it yeah yeah, you're not even like you're above the meaning but then you've kind of regressed back to just like i like it so i got it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's kind of interesting i think of it's, it's similar like um uh, it's like morality. Like, have you heard of the post-conventional, pre-conventional morality? No. Like, so there's there's pre-conventional morality, which is like, I want it, I take it. You know, right, like right, I right. steal shit because I want it. I right, don't give like a that fuck. tribal shit. Yeah. 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 Well, no, no, it's just like like you know how you operate. Like stupid thieves are like, I want this, I take this. Oh. Okay, you know, yeah, like because yeah, yeah. I like candy bar, I take candy bar. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the people in the middle who are like, the law says I don't take the candy bar, so I'm not going to take the candy bar. Like, there's a law. Obviously, it's intelligent. Oh, I see what I'm going to do it. And then the upper and level is like, I'm not going to take the candy yeah. bar because there's like, like, because I shouldn't. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, yeah. You're not even like worried about the law. Or like, it's, it's better with a stop sign because it's like, people will run the stop sign because I don't want to stop. Go fuck yourself. Then there's the people in the middle who are like, it says stop, so I'm going to stop and you stop, you know, yeah. every time. And then there's the people who are like, it's 3 a.m. There's not another fucking car out here. Why am I stopping for literally no reason except there's a sign that tells me to? Exactly. So I, yeah. there are certain times when you can break the law and certain times where you don't, which mm-hmm. it's not exactly the same, but it's like, yeah, like mm-hmm. you can get what you want. Like, you know, it, you don't have to follow it. Like it has to have a meaning or you're not allowed to get it. Yeah. It's like, no. Like, yeah. No, I, I yeah. I'm kind of, so right now I'm focused entirely on the aesthetics, right? Mm-hmm. And so the way that like manifests is like, so in the so I don't necessarily regret the tattoos that I've gotten so far, but I I sound like a lot of cope. Like, <laughs> like in, in the sense that like I like them, I still like them, but I wouldn't do them now. I wouldn't still do them, which I mean, okay, that's basically. Regret, yeah. okay, sure. <laughs> but it's like I, in that sense, I do regret them because it's like, um, like I would do stuff differently, like mm-hmm. looking at it now. But the way I like do, cope with it moving forward is so in in traditional Japanese tattooing. Um, you know, you rely, you, you basically like let the artist do what they want. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I will spend forever like looking at designs being like, oh my God, like, is this going to fit with that? Is this going to fit with that? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then it's just like, I just leave it in my artist's hand. He figures it out for mm-hmm. me kind of thing. And it's like, that's kind of, that's stress off me. Cause then it's like, I don't have to worry about what fits with what mm-hmm. I give him like a general idea and theme. And he's like, and he'll give me suggestions and that kind of thing. You know what mm. I mean? So it's like, and then also like, once it's like, once the ball is rolling, 
I stopped worrying. So like when I when I was like deciding on the um, design for my back piece, I think I switched like three times or something. I I, can't, I was like looking at so many designs and I'm like, oh, like this doesn't look right. This is like a little too empty. This is a little too busy. Da, 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 da. Mm. And then I picked out one design. And then even like up until like I was like laying down, like you know, fucking machine in his hand, mm. shit was buzzing. He was like, I was still like, damn, like I don't know if this is like the right design to choose yeah. and then he put it in and I'm like, well, it's too late now. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like at, at, at that point, like all my anxiety around it, like completely evaporated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now it's, like, now it's on my back. The best thing I can do is just like make it as cool as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting like kind of putting putting it into the artist's hands of like if you have absolute control over it, you can like go in your mind over and over and over again of like oh maybe i could have done this exactly perfect like i need to do this exactly this way it needs to be it needs to be perfect right whereas you can kind of like you make it to where it's like something that happened to you sort of yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. it's like you know you can't you know scars are better because they just kind of choose you kind of shit where yeah, you're yeah. like <laughs> you're like you let them you kind of pick the artist so you have some control but then after a certain point you're like all right i trust this guy to just do it to me and then it's like this was meant to be not because I chose it to be right. exactly perfect. So, it's like it happened. Yeah. This way. So like part of the reason why I chose my artist was I liked the way he used color in a lot of his tattoos. And I was mm -hmm. like, I think he can figure it out how to, how to use color really well in my tattoo. Mm -hmm. And, um, where were we? Oh, fuck. I, I <laughs> lost my shirt. I thought you're picking your artist. You had the, like talking about like it happens to you. Like you were worried about, like, oh, right, 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 right. So, um, the, the thing about that too, is that, um, um, a lot of people they like misunderstand I, I, I so they don't understand tattoos as like an art form are separate from just like pen and paper type mm -hmm. shit so like the part of the reason why I tell my artist specifically like or why I trust him to come up with the designs is twofold one of them is so he has a better understanding of like Japanese mythology mm -hmm. like everything that's all the rules involved with mm -hmm. Japanese tattooing in general mm -hmm. so he's gonna offer uh, suggestions that work better mm -hmm. you know what I mean if I'm like like so he he is the type of person like he would be the one that would tell me like oh this doesn't work with that like you're better off doing this yeah. you know what I mean and so I'll take a suggestion but then also a lot of the, the people that uh, a thing that people don't really understand is that like your skin is like living and breathing and it's a canvas that's different from just a piece of paper. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of people like have this idea and have this idea that they get in their head and they get like some sort of like concept for a tattoo and they're like, I want this and that and this and that. Mm. And then they send it to the artist and they're like, can you do this? And then he he or she will come up with some design and they're like, ah, it's not exactly what I wanted. But it's like, you kind of have to like, you kind of have to get that out of your mind because because you can't transfer like it can't it doesn't go from paper to, to skin one on one mm -hmm. especially if you get something really complicated it's like you get to a certain point where it's like that's not a good idea because then the lines will blow out mm -hmm. and then it'll be illegible or something like that you yeah know what I mean? and so and tattoo artists are their job is to translate an idea or concept into something that fits into your skin mm -hmm. you know what i mean like the what you would like like something like here's a better way to put it something might be good art mm -hmm. but it might not be a good tattoo yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's it's like kind of relating that to like engineering. I think it's like you can design something, but then when you're actually making it, it's you know there are certain points where it's like, oh, this building like you're not gonna level the whole fucking hill. Like you got to build it into the hill. So yeah, like yeah, parts exactly. of it you're gonna have to change around, or like physics don't work that way. You can't just make a building that looks this way. Exactly. Or like yeah, yeah, if yeah. somebody's gonna work on the car, it's like oh you're gonna have to make them like you know stick their like two inch wide arm through this like nine inch hole to somehow undo this bolt. It's like it's not you know that's you, not you, how can, it works. you yeah. can do it but it's not feasible yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. so you have to like work with 
it's going from, from the theoretical to reality. Exactly. And that, that adds another level of complexity. Yeah. So like I had, um, I forget who I was talking to, but someone told me like they were like excited to show me like their tattoo design and it, or, like that they were thinking about asking someone to do. And it was like bright blue. And this person had like dark skin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, that's not going to like work, right? Mm. Like it's not going to like, cause, cause the thing about like tattoo ink is it goes under, it goes like in between the layers of your skin. It's like the fifth and the sixth layer of your dermis or something. I'm not a fucking mm-hmm. biology guy, so I don't know fully, uh-huh. but it's like something like that. And it's and the way I understand it is it's almost like if you take your skin color and apply a filter over whatever tattoo you're getting, like that, your skin color filter, mm-hmm. it's like that's what the tattoo is going to look like because mm-hmm. it sits under your skin. Um, so it's like if you get something, like if you're a dark skin, like I'm relatively dark skin, but not like by that much, like especially yeah. the areas I'm getting tattooed is quite light mm-hmm. and it'll take color decently well. But if you're like, for example, if you're like black, and you want to get something that's like bright blue or green or something mm-hmm. or purple, like the color is just all right, well, purple is not as bad actually, but like like yellow for example. Yeah, yellow is not going to come across. Like those colors are not going to come across the way you think they are because mm-hmm. like they're going to pass through a, a dark brown filter. Mm-hmm. Like blue passing through a dark brown filter is just not going to look good. It's just brown again. It's just brown again. It's or like or just like a muddy looking kind of blue. Yeah, and it's like that's what I mean by like people need to like people need to understand um, art and tattoos as not art I, I should say like drawings and tattoos as like separate concepts or things and like they yeah. have different rules that apply to them you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. hmm. so like when you when you go and you pick a tattoo like have you had tattoos where you're like okay i want this i want this and you go to your artist and he's like this is this is really stupid like don't do this or like will most people that you've had like just be like all right like I'll, I'll do whatever. So I've uh, I've always been conscious of that of that kind of divide from the beginning. So I've never had a scenario where I bring an idea to someone and they're like, uh, "This is not a smart idea. This is not a, it, this won't look good." Mm-hmm. Because I said, like I said from the beginning, like um, I was like from like from the beginning, I was really into American traditional. And American traditional is a design style that comes from tattooing itself. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Uh, all the design, all the tattoos that I have essentially up until now are very like traditionally focused. So what do you mean like comes from tattooing? Basically, like um, like so a lot of modern custom tattoos they were art first, and then they were like we're gonna tr- like translate this into the skin. Yeah. Whereas like traditional tattooing or a lot of the traditional tattoos were like they were in the skin first. If that makes any sense, like like is it because. It- like when I think traditional American, I always just think like sailor shit. Like a yeah, anchor. so like sailor shit is a good example. Like the reason why, like so, a lot, like traditionally speaking, a lot of sailor shit um, had, <laughs> had had black outlines. Mm-hmm. They used three colors. It was like um, what was it like blue, like green, black, yellow, and red. I think something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a lot of skin breaks. And these design elements were there because they needed to be because they needed to be in skin mm-hmm. like they does like the the rules are are the the way the what sets this design style apart is what's needed for it to be in the skin better if that makes any do you see what i'm saying i mean like so when i think sailor stuff i just think of anchors i think of the heart that says mom on it and then right. i think of like dolphins but like how is that besides bold lines and then like you're saying but, a lot but of bold lines is like part of it Mm-hmm. Bold lines is really characteristic of traditional tattooing in general, but it's like the color use and then also skin breaks, which means like you leave room for the because because in tattoos over time the lines will slowly expand by a little bit, mm-hmm. and so if so if you have like a tattoo where it's like there's a lot of lines really close to each other, mm-hmm. um, over time they'll expand by a little bit and then they'll overlap each other, mm-hmm. and so if you're if the legibility of your design relies on a lot of little lines that are really close to each other, yeah. over time they'll overlap and you'll lose the legibility of the design. 
So like the sailors, this like the what is it called? The anchor and the mom tattoos. Like mm. those are designed those ways, be, like to take into account those concepts of aging hmm. and and also like like you don't want to put like a teal or something in someone's skin because it won't come across properly yeah so that's why they kept it simple with like the black and the yellow and the red and you, you see what i'm saying do you think about that a lot when you're getting a tattoo is like the aging of it or like oh yeah uh, uh, yeah I, I definitely well yes and no so i don't think about like specifically how this tattoo is going to age but i basically only consider tattoos that i know will probably age really well mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying I mean, so that's what that's what I'm saying is like all my designs are all the tattoos I've gotten so far are mostly traditional because I don't even really consider tattoos that won't age particularly well. Like you don't want ones that are like a bunch of just little fine line work. You're like right, the, the, the only harsh. exception I made to that was my arm tattoo because it's like kind of like, so there's a lot yeah. of little lines. There's a lot of shading in there too. Yeah, so that's like a lot of like especially like her eyes and her yeah. bangs. Well, I'm thinking the flowers. Like you, I see like the little lines of the flower. Like that. that so that'll be still be legible because there's there are big gaps in the lines of the flowers, mm-hmm. and they're not that. See, like that's fine. But mm-hmm. in her bangs, like mm-hmm. you're, that's just gonna meld into one big black square. And, yeah. Like, her eyes too, where the she's got even now. Like, they're, they're supposed to be separate eyelashes. This tattoo is only, like, a year old. Mm. And, like, already, like, her eyelashes are just, like, one big eyelash. You know mm. what I mean? So, uh, are you, like, all right, not going to do that again? It's kind of? Or well, like, I, mean, I mean, now I'm getting Japanese, you're, so. You're like, going to get it lasered off, too. Yeah, I'm going to get it lasered off, so uh, it's like, <laughs> fuck it. <They're> like, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't, because there's certain that yeah, it is, like, on paper, it looks so good. You're like, oh, I want this, but then they're like, I can't on you like or you could get it put on you but then it's gonna look like shit in a year right right but also but also the prop like so the thing is is like if you because i've the way i've always approached going to a tattoo artist is i look at their style and if the style matches up with what i had in mind Mm. then i'll go to them i'll never just go to a random tattoo artist and be like this is what i want can you do this Mm. you know you see what i'm saying and the problem with approaching it in that way is that if you go to someone who does a lot of like fine line work like the like kind of like kind of like what i have on my arm mm-hmm. they're not going to tell you like oh this might not be a good idea this might not heal because mm-hmm. that's their bread and butter yeah like why would like my artist the artist that did it on my arm why would she tell me that it's not going to look great in five years you yeah because I mean? that's her that's all she does uh, yeah it's kind of saying like my work's actually not that good like yeah <laughs> i mean her work is fantastic and that's mm-hmm. the that's the fucking problem with this is it's like <laughs> you look at like a lot of their art like um uh I don't know if I want to shout her out because I because I'm being positive but also being kind of negative at the same time. I mean, uh, it, it, like she does good work, but it's just the the nature of the beast. I think like you know it's not yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. her fault. Like it is just fine line work yeah, in general. Her, her, her name is uh, Suzani on Instagram. She's a South Korean artist. I actually mm. got the tattoo when I was in in Seoul, mm. and so. But no, it's like her stuff is fucking amazing. It's like I love her stuff and I love her art style. It's very, it's like very up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's up my alley in like the art that I like visually. Like I like a lot of varied art, but it's not exactly what I would put on my body, like mm-hmm. retrospectively. You know what I mean? What like you wouldn't put that on your body now? Like looking back? Well, obviously or? I wouldn't, knowing that I'm I'm going the Japanese route. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I like visually, like, looking back on it, a lot of her art is very, like, very colorful, very, like, fine line, and I don't know if I would, um, if that would be a good idea, mm. like, going, e- even if I wasn't necessarily, um, like, going with the Japanese, I, I, don't, I don't know if I would ever get um, one of her, like, especially one of her more extravagant looking pieces, like, some of the better looking ones, mm-hmm. like, I think, like, um, this one is not that bad, actually, because it's mostly just black, and, like, there's actually a lot of, like, 
Like this will still look like what it's supposed to look like mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 years from now. Just okay. some of the minor details like will kind of meld together. Mm-hmm. So like actually like getting another, like if I wasn't going Japanese, I could probably see myself getting something similar to this mm-hmm. again. But she's got a lot of like really colorful stuff, really like dainty looking stuff. And it's like, I don't know if that would hold it. Cause like, you also have to think about yourself. Like, like when you think about age tattoos, I think a lot of people are like, oh, my tattoo is three years old. And that's that's aged, right? And it's like no, like you, your your yeah. tattoo isn't aged until it's like ten. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I like my um, Grim Reaper tattoo is like five, six years old at this point, mm-hmm. and I don't, I still don't consider it like an old tattoo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to think about like what you would look at like fifty, fifty five. Yeah, you see, because you, you yeah, I my um I had relatives who are like they were like old sailors, mm-hmm. and so they have like literally like from the fifties type mm-hmm. shit, and like. It's all gone green, and it's all kind of started to morph together into, like, you can see the outline of it, but the details are, like, words are not, you know, right, you right, right. At all. And, and it's, like, a lot of the traditional stuff, even though, like, when you get to, like, 85, 90 years mm-hmm. old, it kind of doesn't matter because you just look like a wrinkly bag anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, like, when you're, like, 60, like, that stuff is, like, it'll, like, if it's traditional, it'll still be legible. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I know 60-year-olds that have traditional tattoos, and they still look pretty good. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, if you look at a lot of, like, the old Yakuza guys that are in prison mm-hmm. right now because of some shit they pulled off, like, like 60 years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. like, they, their tattoos are still legible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so, for, like, they, for example, they caught this one Yakuza guy in Thailand because he was in, like, he was in, like, some, like, sub, like, some, like, village outside of Bangkok, like, mm-hmm. just playing gambling with some other old dudes. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that he'd murdered some guy in Tokyo, like, I think I might be fucking with this story. Actually, I don't. I don't want to like say too much about the details because uh-huh. I don't remember it too well. But it's like basically he got caught, uh, or he he was on the run because he did some crime in, in Japan like a long time ago, like back when he was like in his thirties or something. And so he was on the run in Thailand for the entire time. He's like eighty now, mm-hmm. and his tattoos are still legible. And they caught him because um, they what is it called? They took uh, someone caught him on video it was, and, and put it on Instagram that he was like gambling because he was shirtless in the street mm-hmm. gambling with some old, other old dudes and they were like like we recognize these tattoos because they take you know database like when they arrest people in Japan yeah. they have like um, like they take like photos of yeah I mean they do this in the US yeah, too, they yeah. take photos of your tattoos, tattoos yeah. and it's like I actually like it's funny because like in my like 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 Pinterest style like inspo album of like mm-hmm. fo- like photographs of like Japanese tattoos I have a couple like Yakuza mugshot tattoos <laughs> of like, like naked yeah, like uh, gangsters just like covering their dick and uh-huh. just like having photos of their tattoos and stuff yeah <laughs> so you ever worry about like oh no like better not commit any crimes or like to me I'm like oh yeah like I'll never if I get a tattoo I can't you know get buried in a Jewish uh, cemetery but then I'm like what like why does that that's not a very good reason are like, you jewish yeah no i'm not jewish oh. at all it's just like in case i convert for like my wife or something like i can't get buried next to her but it's like who gives a shit, who gives like, a shit. Yeah, yeah yeah like it's not like a it's like oh yeah that's it, really it, important uh, uh, so jewish cemeteries i think will just rip your skin off and then bury you anyway oh really yeah so they're like well i don't know if they do it at all that's places <laughs> I, i've heard that some jewish cemeteries will offer a service where like if you want to get buried they'll cut the the tattooed skin off mm-hmm. and then then you can get buried in jewish cemetery because so, i thought it was just the fact that you did it it's not necessarily just it no 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 no. it was like i i mean i don't i mean maybe i'm getting this wrong Mm. but i think it is just like the presence of the tattoo is like like you know like destroying the sanctity of your body that yahweh gave or i don't fully understand yeah but yeah i know that services like that do exist but i've not no i've never been afraid about like um because like bro i'm american like people have tattoos here like america is one of the most tattooed places on the planet i'm not worried about majority almost now like yeah i'm not worried about like being heavily tattooed and if i like it like so 
I'm, I'm studying Japanese right now and I might end up doing business in Japan mm -hmm. just because of like my line of work is becoming like a, Japan's a big market for that mm -hmm. right now um, and will be in the future. So I'm like, oh, this might, this is like an actually solid business move. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I'll just wear a suit because they all wear suits over there. So it's yeah. like no big deal. The only thing I wouldn't do is like, like, um, is like get like something like a face tattoo. Cause like here mm -hmm. in, in Orlando, it's kind of common actually. In, in Central Florida, it's kind of yeah. common. Like I don't bat an eye. I, I train with dudes that have face tattoos. Mm -hmm. And when I work at my dad's store, dudes come in all the time, dudes and women like come in all the time with face tattoos. Yeah. Like it, I, it, I've desensitized to it and mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me at all. But it definitely is like, like not the case everywhere else, even out like directly outside of Florida. Mm. Like it's like kind of a big deal. I mean, it yeah, is, I was it, surprised the first time I saw because I he was like working on like a smoke shop, mm -hmm. and I just walked in and like I don't I didn't know didn't think he was a rapper. But yeah. it's like you just kind of like what are you doing? Like yeah, unless why, you're a rapper, why? Why do you have stuff on your face? Like you're you you should either be a criminal or a rapper or you're just like ruining your professional career. Right, 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 and and it's like because here's the thing, dude. It's not just like a professional thing. It's also like you don't know how people around the world will take you. You know what I mean? Like mm. in in general, it's like like. I, I don't want to live totally in this bubble where it's like I only live in Florida where it's like kind of acceptable you know what yeah. I mean? and then also I live in or my job is like highfalutin you know what I mean and mm -hmm. I, I don't want to like you know both smoke my own ass or whatever but it's like it's just not acceptable and it's like that's probably the line I wouldn't yeah. cross is like fingers hands and neck and face because yeah. like, you know you don't you don't know where you're going to go and how people are going to perceive you and and maybe they shouldn't perceive you that way, but it doesn't matter. They still are going to perceive you that yeah. way. Yeah, you know I mean that's definitely been something because like yeah, working. I guess we were like in the military industrial complex, if that's mm -hmm. okay to say. But like, there's a lot of like. I mean, especially you just think old general. They're all like, oh, get that shit off of you. You yeah, know, kind yeah. of thing. It's like. Yeah, you can't do. You don't want to, you know, prohibit yourself business wise, especially with old people who don't like. Because like I know my parents and my parents' friends are like, ugh, like I hate that shit. Yeah, and it's like not even like, oh, I don't like it. I would never have it. It's like a visceral like, oh, you An have outward that? disgust. It's yeah. not just like, oh, like it's not just, oh, I wouldn't do that because I don't like it. It's like I don't like it, so you also do, like shouldn't have. Yeah, it. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. they would be active about like. Telling people not to do that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I have no, I have no. I, I'm pretty sure, like, yeah. If we did interviews, especially because, like, like my interview was in Texas or, or not in Texas, but it was with a bunch of Texans, mm -hmm. and it's like, like, uh, I looked up my interviewer ahead of time, and he's like from, like, he he went to like Texas Christian University and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like I can imagine if I had a full like like a Florida face tattoo, yeah. Or whatever, like he'd probably be like, yeah, fuck this guy. Like I'm not doing, I'm not, you know. Yeah, you look like a degenerate. And, and, and honestly, and the thing is too is like that's not unreasonable. Yeah. Like if you're like, cause like what having a face, having a face tattoo is like, what that's saying about you is like, one, I don't care about the consequences and I don't care how I look, mm -hmm. which is like, um, or at least that's what the perception is. It's like reckless. It's reckless in a way. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, you can argue like, oh, like, you know, you're normalizing it by doing that. And that's mm -hmm. fine. And I like kind of agree that that should happen. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, if I'm, you know, if I'm a business owner and like, I'm trying to hire someone to fulfill this role mm -hmm. and I have two people that have pretty similar you know, resumes. And then I see one person is like clean cut, whatever. And then I see the other one is like got face tattoos. I'm going to be like, okay, well like, yeah, it, like e e even being heavily tattooed myself, I'm not going to be like, oh, like, like, oh, he's, he's, he's doing, he's, yeah, like, you know, he's, tribe, he's got, he's got yeah. some sort of cause. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like I, I got a bottom line, a lot, bottom line to keep. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, look like, clean. Don't cause problems. Like, yeah, exactly. Kind of, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. a risk. Like I, I, I understand why like business owners would wouldn't want to take that risk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying no. I would uh, like uh, depending on the business. Like I would discriminate against that. Like, yeah, yeah. like okay, an arm tattoo. Like I don't really care, but it is the face tattoo. It's like 
you know, you can work at my McDonald's, but like, you're not going to handle my finances if yeah, you have a face yeah, tattoo. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I would never go to a bank and there's a guy with a face tattoo. Yeah. Like, right, anything, on. any anything like customer facing, it's like, like even if you're, even if you trust this person totally, mm. it's like you might. Uh, what is it like? Like if you have to deal with old customers or whatever, like they might feel uneasy, like like at a bank or something. If you got a guy with a face tattoo working the teller position, yeah, it's like old ladies are gonna walk in and be like, I don't want to hand you my money. Yeah, you exactly. Know what I'm and it, it's interesting, like the perception, because actually I know a guy. I'm not gonna name names, but it's like I know a guy that got a face tattoo and then got it removed. Mm. And um, if if someone listening is like knows this person, they're gonna know from the description. Mm. But basically, like like. This guy and our, our and I are very similar in the in that we're very like intensely curious, mm-hmm. but he's like a step further where he'll just like I'm gonna try it. <laughs> so it's like I've thought about several times like what it would be like to get like a face. I've done like thought experiments in my own head like oh what it would like how would this type of person react? How would like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how would that affect my life if I had a face tattoo? And he was he's the type of person that just does it and like oh let me test this theory. Yeah, you know what I mean so he got a face and literally. Like, I asked him why he got it, and he was, like, basically, like, yeah, I just wanted to try it and see what it would be like. Like, it's kind of, like, insane. But, and so, so he got Ballsy. this, and he's not, like, a, like, you look at him, and he's not, and I'm just going to say, he's not an intimidating-looking person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't, he's not, a, he's not a violent person at all. Mm-hmm. He's very, like, uh, pretty, like, other than being reckless in that kind of way, he's level-headed. So, yeah. and he's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. And so... But he was saying how when he got the face tattoo and he would walk around and he's also like kind of small. Like he's a bit chubby, but he's like my, around, like only slightly taller than me. Mm-hmm. For context, I'm like 5'4". Mm-hmm. And so like he's not an intimidating looking person, but like he was saying that when he got the face tattoo, when he would walk around, then like people would kind of like get out of the way. And like, you know, they'd be like kind of shoot looks at him and be kind of nervous around him and be scared. And oh. it's like, it's not like, it's not like. When you see someone with a face tattoo, it's like seeing someone with a, like a swastika tattooed on their chest. Yeah. You're not scared of the tattoo itself or the physical imposition of the guy right there. Mm-hmm. What you're scared of is like this guy that has nothing to lose. Yeah. Like the, the, what inspired this level of recklessness? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, like those, those are kind of like, I've ta- like, I've dealt with like, like, especially at my dad's store or whatever. It's like, I've dealt with like skinny ass dudes that like have fucking swastika or, or SS tattoos on their neck. Or like, like you know, mm-hmm. like swastikas on their face or whatever, and it's like you're kind of intimidating. Like I and so gangs do this a lot, where it's like, oh, we they might not be like like totally racist, but it's like an intimidation thing, and mm-hmm. it makes sense because it's like these people aren't really intimidating. Mm-hmm. If I saw them without this stuff, but it's yeah. like what whatever drives them to be this reckless, that's what kind of scares me. Yeah, it's like somebody who's crazy enough because it's like it doesn't matter how big they are, they can still stab you. Mm-hmm. Like like and especially if, like, if you're willing to take. If if you have nothing to lose, yeah. why wouldn't you just stab me to like you know? Yeah. Like I don't know how far this man is willing to take. Like I know that if I like get into a street fight with like a Wall Street banker, mm-hmm. he's not gonna curb stop me because obviously he wants to go back to his cushy house or whatever. Yeah. But it's like if I'm like in a street fight with a guy that's got a, a shaved head and a swastika on his face, yeah. it's like I don't know how far he's willing to go. Yeah. It's like he's been to prison. He'll go back. He doesn't care. Or yeah. like he's just not like he he's not even thinking that far ahead. He's just like rage and just dumb. Yeah. Like, exactly. And, and yeah, at that point, it's almost like a, like a you know like an animal in a way where it's like it's a bear. Like it does. It's gonna fuck you up. It doesn't you're care not gonna if talk it's gonna it get down. Sh- you're yeah. not gonna talk like a hungry bear. You're not gonna talk down. Yeah. Yeah. You just kind of have to mitigate with the circumstances. Yeah. That's yeah. And and. Going to like the SS tattoos, there's a certain level of like not only recklessness, but you, you they're like, no, I know what I'm doing, and I'm willing to throw away any like kind of opportunity because I'm yeah. so committed to this lifestyle. Right. And it's like you know that's definitely because I watched uh, what is it, American History X last night, and yeah. 
like he's got like a giant swastika on I met, his I met, breast. I met a person that had almost the exact same tattoo. Really? And he was nice to me. And it's like, and and the thing is, is like people like I've told people that before, and they like can't fathom it because it's like they can't fathom that this guy may not necessarily even be racist. Mm-hmm. It's just like he just doesn't really have that much to lose. It mm-hmm. like it could be a number of things. It could be that he just he wants an intimidation factor, or he mm-hmm. wants an affiliation with like say he's like part of the Aryan Brotherhood. He doesn't have to be racist to be part of the Aryan Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. He just has like, but he has, but he gets those things to, his, to affiliate himself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's not like I'm trying to defend this guy for having a swastika, <laughs> stuff, but it's like there's like a um, a nuance to it that I think like people don't like get until they encounter these people in real life. Like, like I, I've had people with like SS tattoos be like like really chill to me and it's like maybe maybe if i was oppositional to me they might be calling me slurs they might be like you know stabbing me or getting crazy <laughs> yeah but it's like when i'm giving them what they want i.e blunt rappers it's yeah. like <laughs> like they don't give a shit they're nice and they're friendly or whatever it yeah, is it's like business like it's not like a yeah 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 like you're they, not marrying your daughter yeah exactly <laughs> exactly exactly so it's like like i i understand that there's a little bit of nuance there and it's kind of funny when like i tell people some of the stories i have they're just like they're like it, they, it doesn't compute you know what i mean yeah well, it's kind of funny, like seeing people kind of in a in a bubble, like the characterized version of like, oh, he has a swastika, he must be uber Nazi man, versus like he's still just like a guy, like you know, you can't function being a Nazi a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, it's yeah, like if you're, you still gotta buy blood wraps, like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if, turn if, it if you, if you go down to your the corner store to buy a blunt wrap and there's an Indian guy there, yeah. and you like have a fit. It's like okay, well now you don't have your blunt wrap. Yeah, so it's like you gotta choose one though. And it's like <laughs> where can you go? Like you will explode. You will never get anything yeah, accomplished yeah, yeah. if you're like I refuse to work with anybody who's ethnic at all. You're like. Well, what do you, you know? Right, right. Go so, go on a farm. Like, so that, that's your that's only why, option. like, in, like, the California prison system, I think, like, the Aryan Brotherhood, they trade with the Mexicans. Yeah. But they don't like the Mexican-Americans or the blacks. Yeah. So, it's like, they're cool with the Mexicans. Yeah. But they're not cool <laughs> with the Mexican-Americans. And it's like, like, yeah, because a lot of it is not, like, like, it, a lot of it doesn't have to do, like, it, they, they care more about crime than they do about racism. So, it's like, mm. you know what I mean? It's like. Not to defend the Aryan brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they could be reasonable, you know. You can, <laughs> but like, but like to like the central point being like you you don't know you don't know with the, with someone who has like a face tattoo. It's like you don't know how reckless they are. You don't know. Like I, I don't want to like sit or sit around and assume that everyone with the face tattoo is on this like grand yeah. mission to make people more accepting of like of different I like definitely don't think they've thought like i don't think anyone, the vast yeah. majority of face tattoos are not like i'm trying to just open it up for everybody they're like no like eh, get right, something right, right. stupid shit on and, your face and, and when you're like a rapper or like a famous singer like post malone you can afford yeah. to kind of make those reckless decisions yeah and it won't affect you but it's like when you're not like 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 post malone will never be affected negative i mean actually he did he was affected recently because mm-hmm. uh, he went to uh um, a hotel in sydney or something in australia mm-hmm. and i think it was Aust- uh, sydney australia then he got he got denied access to their hotel restaurant because he had face tattoos and they're like that's not within our dress code or whatever mm. and it's like he's like and they're like they're like oh he's like this like big singer whatever star yeah. and they're like yeah we don't care like <laughs> and that's honestly that's fair like if that's their that's an interesting line though where it's like for most society it's fine like it's almost like oh you're a rock star it's like dressing like crazy like I can't dress like Michael Jackson, but like if I got to Michael Jackson level, people are like, "Yeah, you dress however the fuck you want." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're rich and famous. Like you set the trends. People are gonna start dressing like you. But once you get to a certain level of like richness and pompousness, they're like, "We don't need. We don't need you." Like. Oh, new money, Mister! Like stupid ass with shit on your face. Like yeah. we, no, we're here for real business, like billionaires kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're a chump. 
get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of fun. Like seeing, um, cause like I watch um like Snapchat videos just because like I try not to do like reels or anything, mm-hmm. and they're they're garbage. But like they have one called Bling Life. And so you get to see these people who are rich or quote unquote rich and they're spending their money and they're always like, oh, I love my bags. I love my Louis Vuitton, like blah, blah, blah. And they're just going through their like naming brands and saying, I spent $30,000 on this bag. Yeah. I spent $40,000. I'm like, you, you're just in the system, but just like more. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you think rich people are wasting their money on all this stupid shit. And I mean, some of them are, but it's like, you're wasting a considerable portion of your overall funds on luxury Try, trying to imitate that yeah so like so actually i i, I have something to, uh, to say about that because my sister was telling me about this thing called stealth wealth mm. which is like some sort of like trend on tiktok i, th- I think it's tiktok mm. but uh she was saying that like the trend now is that like like it, it basically the idea, the idea around the concept of stealth wealth is that people that are like somewhat wealthy or like not really wealthy but trying to be like will have these kind of like gaudy like fashion sense where they'll buy like the big name brands like Louis Vuitton and Gucci or whatever Mm -hmm. but the people that are really stealthy like old money or whatever like they like they dress they dress in clothing that's like reserved and kind of like understated but also extremely expensive and so it's like like apparently it's like some big trend on TikTok or whatever to like chase that instead of like as mm. like the more legitimate form of like yeah of like uh, fashion or like I don't even know what to call it like the more legitimate form of like of trying to appear richer than you are yeah I think yeah, it is kind of like the um like you go from like you can't afford anything and so now you can't afford it so you're telling everybody I'm so rich look at me like I can buy all these things to where to them it's almost like an assumed thing of like of course I'm rich. Now I don't want the attention. Like I'm already secure in my richness. I don't yeah. need to let anybody know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and I don't hang out with anybody poor enough that I need to explain myself to. Everybody knows. Like if I'm talking to you, we both have a lot yeah. of money. So it's like, all right, now I just want to just like reserve style or like I, th- I think also what it, what it boils down to too is a, it's also like it's a, it's like the circles that you run in. And so what I mean by that is like when you're really really rich, right? Mm-hmm. Would you rather go to H and M or would you rather so like say you have H and M, right? And then you have a, a store that sells similar style of clothing right Mm -hmm. and there's no big name brand or whatever but they like and everything's marked up like 10 times Mm -hmm. but they cater to you like they like they bring you like don perrier and they're like you know wiping your ass and like calling you and being like we we got your like the new spring collection whatever like you're gonna end up going to those places because you don't want to like rub shoulders with the rubes you know what i mean and like even though like you're getting kind of the same product or maybe it's like higher quality but but you're getting like it can't be that much you know it's not ten thousand times yeah 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 you like 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 if you're getting something that's if you're getting clothes that are 10 times the cost there's no way that it's also 10 times the quality it's probably just like slightly better fabric yeah it's diminishing return yeah 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 but it's like I, I bet it has a lot to do with like the circles that you they run in, and mm-hmm. like we don't want to like go to H and M because then because like because then we have to walk we got to park a car in a parking lot and walk to the mall mm-hmm. and then you know walk to the H and M and go into the store and like and then no one pays attention to us where it's like they could go to the store for rich people yeah. and it's like there's like a like a fucking helicopter pad yeah. and then they walk in and then the, the there's like a tailor for every like so actually I like I walked into a Louis store because mm-hmm. my my dad wanted to get my mom present for like their twentieth wedding anniversary mm-hmm. or whatever and it's like they have like for every individual in the store they like attach a salesperson to you yeah to like talk to you and like answer questions and do all these things and i can imagine that like the rich uh, rich people probably value an experience like that way more than like the price mm-hmm. so they're paying way more for clothing that is essentially the same mm-hmm. but like it's about like the experience yeah you see what i'm saying yeah i definitely get that i mean i also think of it like uh, going back to like oh it's it's low-key but it's super high quality it's like i think of like computers where like 
you know, you once you're going up, like you buy, you know, going from like a regular graphics card to like the Republic of Gamers Asus, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, we put a freaking like angry eye on it and lights and shit and it's blinged out where it's like once you get into the real money level of like Oh, we're going like industrial grade like server NASA shit. Level graphics, yeah, yeah, where it's like it looks like dog shit, but it is the most powerful thing yeah, like yeah, within yeah. a hundred mile radius. Like yeah, you, yeah. this is a billion computers in one kind of shit. It's like mm-hmm. same thing with clothes. It's like I wonder where the real rich people shop because they don't shop at places that are like advertising. Like oh, Louis Vuitton, come by. It's like they shop where it's kind of like you, where you know your artist. It's like oh, you know like the henry's and like their their generation five generations of suit makers where they make it by hand and there's yeah, like yeah, yeah. baby tears to alpaca make it softer skin, like baby alpaca yeah alpaca skin or something it's like the real like oh you 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 know you everybody knows louis vuitton and it's like rich people are like i don't want pores even being yeah. able to walk in you the know, store you know what's funny about like the whole everyone knows louis vuitton mm. and like uh it's funny because like my sister she like she's kind of she used to be i'll say she like character growth she's like not into that kind of like sphere anymore but she mm-hmm. used to really be into that kind of like designer bags designer whatever mm-hmm. and she was saying that like when she was really into that she used to have like a list a running list of like all the bags and like kind of things she wanted mm-hmm. and when she saw like someone that she knew didn't make that much money have one of those things mm-hmm. she would mark it off the list because she's like <laughs> it's no longer legitimate if poor people have it you know? yeah which is such a goofy way to look <laughs> at it and it's like we're not rich like that either so it's like why do you have this like concept of yeah things? but I, I, yeah i mean it is kind of like you know you're still falling for the trick you're just paying more money so you feel like you're rich like it's it is they're selling the ethos of being rich yeah and and, and that in and of itself has become a product and yeah. that's so interesting of people like they just want to buy respect like buy right, right, or like right. i think with tattoos too it's like a lot of people with face tattoos they're trying to buy yeah they want yeah they want the credit and they're just but they don't you know they don't deserve like anybody can go get a tear tattoo because people are like oh it means you murdered somebody but it's like you know they're not gonna ask like were you convicted of murder no no tear for you like yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i'll put that shit on your face oh yeah it's it's interesting too because it's like my um so my sister and i were talking about luxury items and so she like i said she's not into luxury items anymore but i was talking about like watches and um, how expensive because watches can get really expensive like yeah. good ones and she was saying how like she sees the value in watches way more especially like uh, for, like for me because like I'm a man or whatever mm-hmm. and she was like you know watches they, they hold up really well uh, and, and you know I, I was kind of thinking that along the same lines it's like if you spend like five grand on a watch one it'll, it's like it's made of metal it'll last a long time and also like like it buys you a certain level of access into places so it's like if you're rubbing shoulders with like real highfalutin fellas mm-hmm. it's like and you're like and you have like a like a dumpy ass watch yeah like a cat you're like a yeah, $12 yeah, yeah. Dollar watch they're not gonna like it's not that they're gonna like kind of like they're gonna be mean or denigrate you but it doesn't stand out mm-hmm. but if you have like a really nice like rolex or a really nice whatever mm-hmm. they're gonna notice that and then it's like a point of like there's a point of um similarity there like a like a you know mm. a, a point of relation there yeah. whereas like and but then also the like the quality will kind of match so like i could buy a like my dad he's got a rolex right mm-hmm. and uh he can pass that on to me and i can pass it on my kid and it's just like it would just require like somewhat maintenance or whatever yeah but my sister was saying that like the problem with a luxury bag because she's like she's a like real she's real deep into this mm. she was saying that like why she got off luxury bags is that like there isn't necessarily a correlation with like um like price and uh, quality, mm-hmm. and 
and you could argue that for watches too where it's like there's like d- diminishing returns on like how fucking accurate the movement can get or like what kind of yeah. stones go into the face or whatever that, that's true but she's saying there's almost there's next to no correlation between the quality of the material and um the bag and the bag uh what is it called the cost really so she was saying that like louis vuitton most of their bags are canvas mm-hmm. which and she was saying like if you're not like she uh, her opinion was like if it's not like calfskin why the fuck even bother? You, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like calf, calf skin or whatever is like, that's what you want in a luxury bag. And if you don't have it, why are you even charging more than a, a thousand or, you mm. know, more than $500 or whatever? Yeah. Because the, the, the components are still dirt cheap. Right. It's right. just and in it's, a rich shape. And it's like, so calf, she was saying like calf skin is, is like uh, very, a very good material. And then also a lot of these bags, I think, I think it was Hermes. Like it's all handmade or something. Mm-hmm. So she was like, in that instance, I can kind of see like a higher, like a more than like a thousand or two thousand dollars. I mean, obviously, Hermes is crazy. They they cost like thirty, forty yeah. k. But it's like you could justify um, like a couple grand for for a bag that's like handcrafted with like yeah. calfskin or whatever. More than you can uh, that more than you can justify charging that same amount for a, a canvas bag that's stitched with by machine. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I think the the. The hand quality, the hand stitch part of it is useful just because, like, yeah, there is like craftsmanship that goes into it, and you can't mass produce it. So it is there's that supply and demand thing. But like, thinking about it as like, oh, a watch you can pass down. Like, I've seen certain bags where they restore them, kind of thing, where it's like, if you have like good leather or some mm-hmm. shit like this, like this will last you like your whole life, kind right, of thing. Right, right. And my sister was saying it's like, it, like, like, yeah, if you have good leather, you can make it work for a long time. And if you like keep it within like the dust cover and all these stuff, like mm-hmm. you can make it. You can maintain it for a long time and it'll still and, and it, it kind of like in bags for women in the corporate world mm-hmm. work the same way that watches do like yeah in, in, in the sense that like it it shows that you like care about your appearance appearance mm-hmm. and um and it, it'll get you access to people and things that normally wouldn't have looked your way well it is um so like two things on that like for the bags i've heard of like do you know birkin like what birkin i bags think that's are? her maze well, I, I like I know just like Birkin is like I, it might so be I, owned I, by I think, I think Birkin is like uh like a line of Hermes bags. Okay, okay. Yeah. But I know that there's like a uh like they won't sell them to you. Like you have to yeah. be allowed to be like and it's uh, like certain luxury cars too is like they only make 10 and they're sold out before they've ever even begun. Right, like right. it's like you have to know people and they have to like you to be right. like call you up like hey like I know you and you have to like they're like yeah you have to spend so much money just dumping money into shit you don't want and invest until they like you and they'll be like okay you're a high roller enough customer to where we'll actually sell you the good shit now. Yeah, yeah. And so that's, it's that's our maze's like MO is yeah. like, like you have to buy a bunch of bullshit till you get on their waiting list mm-hmm. and you have to buy a bunch of bullshit that you don't like and then eventually they'll get you a bag that it's like this is the good shit. Mm-hmm. Now you have the option to buy it. But that's like that's after yeah. you sunk like 40 50k into the company. And so that's kind of like their their like like then you get the ethos of like oh if you got that bag you have to know people you have to be connected and you have to have enough money to be able to spend it over and over and over again whereas like but then on and the second side of it is like i think if you sort of don't care about it you're it's almost kind of like a saying fuck you like like if you if you're rich enough to be with the businessman but you buy like you have a casio because you're like it's stupid to spend five hundred thousand dollars on a watch that does the same thing as this twelve dollar watch. Yeah, it's kind of like telling them they're spending their money wrong. Like you're dumb. I'm spending it yeah. right. Like I don't need all these superficial things. Where they'll be like, "Well, go fuck yourself." Like I don't want to be friends with you if you think I'm spending my money in a dumb way and you're like looking down on right, me. Right, right, right. It's like kind of like a no, no, no. You you have to pay to be in the club because we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Like we're all gonna spend our money stupidly together. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. also the fact that you can. So it's like. 
not only am I rich enough to be able to afford this, but I agree that it is something of value and we can kind of talk about it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's yeah, it works like a key. But like the Hermes thing, um, it's interesting because like like um, like the whole like buying club, right? Like where mm. you have to buy all these products. So a lot of the like you know how like rappers like buy their girls all Birkin bags or whatever. Mm. My sister was telling me that like the like they do, they buy secondhand because mm. it's like that that way they don't have to go through the whole rigmarole of buying like, yeah. a bunch of bullshit like like leather wallets or whatever like you know yeah, like a yeah. fucking you know Hermes cock ring so <laughs> so just so they can get the opportunity to buy an ugly ass bag mm-hmm. like, like that whole in, 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 in the, on the secondary market I'm sure the prices are fucking crazy well, it's like, I think it's like Supreme it's like oh if you're not going to stand in line or you know pay for somebody to have a bot you got to pay those like secondary market prices where it's marked up you know like 10 yeah. times for the same bullshit just because it's just supply and demand. Yeah, but like the, the Supreme thing is 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 so silly. Like I, um, I, I just can't wrap my head because it's like even the watches thing. It's like I see like the watches and the bags in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. I see the utility and there's real utility there, but it still kind of irks me to be like, okay, I'm gonna go spend like. 12 grand on a rolex like come, it's just a watch bro like, yeah like but, but it's like I, supreme there's isn't even like like if you walk into like a business meeting with supreme mm-hmm. you're gonna look like a fucking clown and it's like i can't justify spending yeah. anything more than what the material is worth well i mean it is it's like new kid money though like so if you're yeah. a rapper nobody gives a shit what kind of suit you, you shouldn't wear a suit if you're a rapper you have to wear supreme or you have to wear that kind of stuff right 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 and it, like i guess saying like the utility of it like it is still a shirt you know it, mm-hmm. it works as it you know hide your nips you know right, it does right, its job right. but like i i think personally i think supreme kind of like played their hand a little too much like their whole thing is the fact that it's like it's a limited run and so you retain that expensiveness it's the same thing with birkin like birkin bags don't look like oh wow that's like such a good looking bag like it just yeah. looks very plain like yeah, yeah, which yeah. is also another interesting thing is like it goes from like not very gaudy to like crazy gaudy right, just like right. lv by it's just like i have money written on the yeah. side <laughs> to like back down to like super plain like don't talk to me kind of like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And the stealth wall thing yeah, yeah but like supreme like I think they went through and they just oversold and made so many items and they weren't also very like picky about what they put their name on so there's a lot of shit that people will go because like i used to watch the lists of like this is the drop list like oh this is a definite cop this is cool versus all this other stuff that's just ugly shit and yeah it's like nobody's gonna buy it it's like that that to oh. just put their name on just to yeah. like just to say fuck it let's see if we can sell this and, yeah. and, and and like i think they played it out too much because now that it's like anybody can get supreme like there's a certain level of like okay like yes you have to have a certain level of money but like, there's no exclusivity. It, there's no yeah. exclusivity, and 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 while it was cool to be like, oh, they put their name on a brick, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like literally like, it it is a statement of like, look at how stupid these people are. Not necessarily saying people are stupid. It's like, look at our cred to where people will buy a brick. Yeah, like or a crowbar. Or yeah, and 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 but like part of me is like, yeah, it is kind of cool. Like I don't yeah. like I would be like, yeah, oh, I got the supreme. If, crowbar. if I had a lot of money, then yeah, it might be like, like a good idea. And, or, or, or not a good idea, but like something cool. It, it, I I get I do that does make sense. Like if you have new money, you definitely don't want to look like. Or if you have that, if you're like if your idols, like your fashion idols, are like rappers and stuff, I kind of get like that kind of style. Because it, it's it's almost like if you were like Michael Jackson, and instead of popping out in like the the bright red suede or like mm-hmm. the the white the white suit with the the hand the gloves yeah. and the dazzle whatever the fuck, you just pop out in like a like a stuffy looking tuxedo, and it's yeah. like, come on, bro, you got like if if you gotta come out with the big chains and you gotta you know well, what I mean, I, I think, and, and people want to emulate that kind of thing. The, I think there's a youth thing kind of of like rejecting the old guard because like you're like an old fogey if you're coming out in a suit. It's like no no no, you have to and 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 like Supreme right a skater 
wear like it, yeah. it was used to just be like skatewear so it's like not only are you saying like yeah i wear what the kids wear but it's now i wear what the kids wear but the luxury version of it so it's yeah. like there's always an opportunity to spend more money on some shit yeah and so you're just you're doing like i wear what all of you wear like i reject you know oh yeah big man my dad wears a fucking polo and you know new balance shoes like nah 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 i wear a baggy shirt and i wear you know like yeah. thrasher stuff but also i have more money than you yeah <laughs> yeah by yeah don't forget that you know i'm still yeah, rich yeah, yeah. you know remember and, and, and like it's and part of me too is like i want the supreme crowbar as like it's an art in like being meta of like yeah i don't like supreme i like it because like look at how our society is to where i had to spend 700 dollars on a right, crowbar right, 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 because right. of the, like and it, the ridiculous of, n- ridiculousness of it is kind of fascinating but they still win like i'm yeah. still buying it i'm still paying 700 for a fucking crowbar yeah, 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 yeah. it's like you can't you know the real winners just don't buy like stupid shit like you know, if you want to play the or if you want to win at the game, don't play. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? and, and I don't know. I, I watched like a minimalism documentary, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I don't need like all this stupid shit. Like, like where? What other country has places where you can rent storage just to put shit that you don't have room for anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just renting out. Like, yeah, I have so much bullshit in my house. I need yeah. to put it somewhere else. We. I actually, I actually want to get on the minimalism. Talk about minimalism for a little yeah. bit, but real quick, I like. With, like, the whole, like, style thing about, like, rejecting whatever, like, you know, because, like, I think people in general have been going, like, casual, like, with their fashion sense for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. And I never, like, thought of that as, like, being a big deal until, like, so, like, until recently I've been paying more attention to fashion, or not just fashion, but just, like, like, I, so, like, this this one thing that I noticed that's, like, peeved, like, really, like, kind of kind of pissed me off. It's, like, kind of triggering me. It's, like, I've gone to a lot of weddings recently, and, like, the amount of people, like, especially my cousins, that uh, go to these weddings in, like, a suit with no tie and their chest hair is popping. Like, you know, they got the collar pop, yeah. and they've, like, their chest hair coming out, and it's, like, bro, you're at a wedding. decorum. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, like, it just seems so, like, not put together and, like, mm. uncasual. When it's supposed to be, like... Like, you know, this sort of event where you're like, you're putting on your best outfit, you're like, you know, yeah, your Sunday best. Respectful. Respectful, like, yeah. And it's so weird to me that it's like, people think it's like acceptable to just like come by with your chest hair popping out. <laughs> and, like, you know what I mean? In like a bright, like, I, like there's like weird, like brightly colored, like floral stuff. And it's like, I don't know, dog. Yeah. I don't know. It is, no, I don't, yeah, I don't know how I would feel about that. Because on the one hand, it's like, yeah, show res- like, they're dressing up nice or, like, in expensive clothes, but at the same time, it's, like, gaudy and, like, kind of just, like, a, like, it's, like, this is not a time to, like, look hot. Like, yeah, exactly. You, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a time to look good, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a time to look good and respectful and pay your respects to the, to yeah. the couple or, like, at the, at the funeral or wherever you're going yeah. to. It's, like, there's not the time to, like, be your, uh, I, I, I don't know, who's a, who, who's, like, a, a, a Latin, uh, Pop star, male like Latin pop David star. David Guetta, I guess. I don't know. Is Bad he, Bunny? Is he Latin? I I think Guetta's. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I don't. Let's know go he, with Bad Bunny. That yeah. Was a bit, I don't even like, know what Geta, David Guetta sings. So like, I don't. <laughs> I don't think he sings. I think he's like a. Uh, he's like a. What is it? Like a DJ guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Let's go with Bad Bunny. But it's like yeah. Now it's not because like Bad Bunny's always got like the fucking you know like the weird designs carved into his you know his hair. Yeah. Or and that's cool because he's a pop star. But you're not Bad Bunny. And it's not a concert. It's your yeah. grandmother's funeral. So fucking put your chest yeah. hair away. Yeah, you don't go to a f- yeah going to a funeral and not wearing like a tire, like having your hair popping out or wearing something that's like brightly colored. Like, dude, like this is not shut I mean, up. Fun- you know? Funerals, it, it, I, funerals, like 
I would say also like even weddings too. Like if you're in a church mm-hmm. and you've got like fucking zigzags into the side of your head, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Well, like I think of it, um, like you, you you ever see those pictures of rappers where like right they wear crazy shit, but then sometimes they'll have a business meeting, so it's a rapper in a suit with face tats, and they're like dreads are like all like bundled up. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. You're taking the the raunchy and kind of like formalizing it or like whatever you you know kind of yeah, putting yeah, a leash yeah. on it. I like I kind of like that aesthetic, but like. I like the fact that it's like, no, I'm not going to show up looking like, yeah, like I got my $300 t-shirt on. It's like, no, put on a fucking suit. Like, yeah, this is yeah, not a place. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no, it's not dude, the like, price I of it. I love yeah. face tattoos. Like, I would get one if it wasn't, like, socially unacceptable. And I agree with what you're saying. But, mm. like, the raunchy being, like, uh, formalized. Like, mm. I think that's cool. Like, it's cool to, like, um, one of the coolest one of the coolest tattoos I've, I've ever seen mm. was, like, there's a there's a movie or there's a scene in this movie called The Outsider. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a it, it's a movie with Jared Leto. Not that good, but the tattoos are really cool in that movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like all Japanese style tattoos, right? And there's one guy, and he's got like he's got um, like Japanese style tattoos up to his knuckles, mm-hmm. and like he's in a suit, and like the way that creeps onto his hands, like when he's in the suit, looks so cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like or like to me it's similar of. Uh You'll see people in like nice suits, but then they have like hype beast kind of shoes on. Yeah, and so it's kind of like a yeah, I still like respect kind of like oh shit, you know he's got his Jordans on too. Like it is, and like it kind of works with the sneakers too. Of like it's, I think if you're a, a hip hop person, it kind of works. Like I, if I saw like Bill Gates in a suit and he comes out with fucking like you know the breads on, I'd be like, all right, like that's kind of hype. Like that's pretty dope. <laughs> like I don't even like shoes like that, but uh-huh. I'd just be like. It, it's sort of like a small rebellion, but done well. Like, tastefully being... Wow, la- wow. Like, billionaire reptilian overlord yeah. Bill Gates. You're rebelling so cool. He's so relatable. <laughs> like, I like shoes, too. But you know what I mean? Like, it's it's it, you can do it tastefully. Like, I think there's a way to do a face tattoo tastefully. Yeah. Where, I mean, like, some people will just think, like, I can, you know, the concept as a whole, I don't like of like, no, you have to wear leather shoes. Don't be wearing fucking sneakers or no face tattoos at all versus yeah. like, okay, you can have a face tattoo that says like, you know, always tired or whatever the fuck Post Malone mm-hmm. has or just like a fucking like stupid shit on have your you, face. Have you played uh, God of War? No. So in God of War or like even, like, have you seen the Viking show? Nope. <laughs> so their face tattoos, I love those face tattoos because mm-hmm. they're like really well put together and they're like, in Vikings, they don't look as good because they're, they're give off like a, because Vikings takes place in like, I think it's like 980 uh, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, so their face tattoos are very like put together and they look good in a way that's like, like a lot of modern face tattoos, especially rapper face tattoos, they like kind of look like, like this, like, you know, like the, yeah. the bathroom stall type of look. Yeah. But it's, it's, like, it's like trashy. Like yeah. But it's like, like but um, in like these Vikings or God of War tat face tattoos, it's like they mm-hmm. look cool and put together. And it's like those I can yeah. see looking cool. I like this, uh, I guess, Maori ones. Yeah. Like the yeah, chin yeah, tattoos yeah. Like, and stuff have, like that. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah. I actually followed an Instagram account a while back that was like, like explicitly basically uh, Maori guys in suits and stuff. And like mm-hmm. with the face tattoos. And yeah. It was so cool. Like these guys look so hype. Is that what you want to, would you get one of those? Because like I don't, the chin to me, I don't like. But the- Not chin personally, but like. Um, if you ever, uh, you should look this up later. But there's a there's a character in God of War, mm. and I think his name is Magni. But he's got this like tattoo that wraps around his nose and comes straight onto and then ends on his jawline. Mm-hmm. I love that like layout, <laughs> like that kind of composition is like my favorite way to do a face tattoo. Uh-huh. If I ever had to get one, I would get one very similar to that. Basically, I mean, like, do you think there's a point where you would be able to like once you like if when you're I'm on like your 60, own business, like if I'm like. 60 years old and I'm like a consultant or something mm-hmm. like like if I'm like 
like a subject matter expert in like an engineering field or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like I could probably just get a face tattoo. And no one's like because there's no yeah. one else really. Like when you're yeah. a subject matter expert, there's like only like there's very few of you in yeah. the United States that can do what you do. Yeah, it's like fuck it. Like I'll get a face tattoo. You got to yeah. pay me anyway. Like so. what are you gonna do about it? Like yeah. you're gonna call the other guy on the other side of those. Uh, yeah, it's like oh look that guy got caught for like taking money from China. Now you're fucked, and I'm the only one left. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So, <laughs> so you got to pay me. I mean, it is like yeah, it's kind of like rappers. It's like. Or, you know, there's only one Kanye West. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Like, stylistically, it's like, it doesn't matter because that music's still, like, fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it is what it is. Like, you have no other option. But, like, I, I, I thought about that, too. It's like, after a certain point, because, like, I like my hair being long. Yeah. But, like, girls don't like that. Yeah. So, I'm like, all right. I was going to say, you kind of look goofy with the Jufro, and you look, yeah. the, you look a lot better now. Yeah, but, like, I, to me, I just want it, like, fucking, like, a main kind yeah. of shit. So, I'm like, all right, once I get married or something like that, and I have, like, a good job, I'll be like, fuck it. Like, full Jufro, fucking, mm-hmm. like, let the beard grow out, look like Jesus or, like, Tom Hanks from, like, uh, what's it called? Lost Castaway? Yeah, 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 yeah. Same shit. I'll be like, yeah, the fucking Robin Williams me all, all the way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't fucking... The tattoo thing, I think, is a very, like, that's a tough, tough decision, though. Like, like growing your hair out, I think it's, like, it's, you know, every day you have to commit it to, like, yeah. I am going to look like this. And there's points, too, where you're growing it out. I mean, you say it looks goofy at the end. It's, like, there are rough patches getting there, yeah, too. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. so, um, like, whereas a tattoo, it's, like, you can just commit. I mean, like, okay, eight hours of pain. Like, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. it's not that easy. But that like, versus there, there's, five there's, months. So there's no ramp up to, like, oh, you kind of get a feel for what the attention and the, the reaction is going to be like. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and then what is it called? And you could take it back, and then that's what with hair. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? if you're starting to grow your hair out, then some people are like, ah, I don't really like how it looks long. And you're like, you can either take that and be like, oh, I guess I agree, and then chop it off, and mm-hmm. you know, you can take a step back, mm-hmm. or you can be like, ah, fuck that. Like, and then you can wait, and then you get it to the, the length you want it, mm-hmm. and then you get another assessment of like how people perceive you and stuff. Where it's like with tattoos, it's like like an on switch where it's like now people perceive you completely differently mm. and it, in a completely different light than how they perceive you even the day before mm-hmm. and there's no there's no turning back from that so it's like i could the only scenario i could imagine where i get a face tattoo is legitimately if i won the lottery tomorrow or like if i was 60 and like a subject matter expert or something yeah you know what I mean? and, they, and they and they had no option except to like give me money that is what, one of those things where it's like i want to be at a point where i can just be like fuck it i'm doing what i want you yeah. know like i'm gonna wear what i want like like, cause you know, I, I one of the reasons I would want to be a celebrity is just to be able to wear like captain suits or just dress like an astronaut. And people be like, <laughs> "All right, man." He's just he's he's uh what what's what's uh he's creative. Yeah, he's quirky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Versus if I do that now, it's like, oh, he's a jackass. Yeah, like, he's a weirdo. Like, yeah, yeah, like like I mean, like we get, like on a college campus, like you'll see. I think a lot more recently too is like girls dressed like just super crazy like you know giant ass shoes mm-hmm. all kind of makeup and like you know like goth whatever and like you know they have their own style but to me i'm just like like what do you what do, i don't i don't get it like yeah. well, like if kanye west says he hates jews yeah. everyone calls him a hero if yeah. i say yeah <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. yeah it's like you have to have a certain clout before people kind of respect it or take it seriously i right, guess right right um or just like allow you to do it without looking like like face tattoos like it goes from being like you're an idiot to oh you're a rapper it's so, okay yeah so like so like, what you were saying actually about the whole like girls don't like go, girls don't like your hair sh- uh long or whatever mm-hmm. and like 
I I was actually because I've like done a lot of research on like just tattoos in general too, not just like designs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I was curious about was like in, in like the whole perception of tattoo rabbit hole that I was going down. Mm-hmm. It was like how do girls perceive tattoos? You know what I mean? Because it's like ultimately that that's gonna be that's a big fucking deal. Like if I get a bunch of tattoos and it's like oh no, women hate tattoos, and yeah, like, they'll kill you on sight. It's like okay now I'm like. Am I just going to be homeless for the rest of my life? Yeah, like, it's like, I, it, this, yeah. this is pertinent information. I'm trying to get late. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is pertinent information. Your so I was like, it was like, okay, I want legitimately what is like, what is the perception generally? And it's pretty inconsistent. And mm. but all I can really tell from all this like stuff that I've looked at is that it's like, is the is is the tattoo good? Ultimately, is what it boils down to. Like, if they mm. think the artwork is work is good, they will perceive you in a positive light mm. and if yeah, um if the artwork is bad regardless of what the tattoo is re- regardless of what the subject matter is g- generally speaking obviously if you got like a sick looking swastika it's not going to be like <laughs> oh okay i guess it's cool it's well yeah. done <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, like generally speaking if the tattoo is well done then you come out looking better mm. than if you'd had not had the tattooed and then um what is it called? And then the opposite is true too, where it's like if you have a tattoo, but it's really bad, then you come out looking uh, like, like so say if like women were to rate you like before a tattoo and after a tattoo, mm-hmm. and like say I'm a five, and then I have a good tattoo, that might bump me up to a six. Mm-hmm. If I have a bad tattoo, it'll drag me down to like a four or three. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's an additional like statement that they can judge you on. And so if you're doing it, if you do the statement well, then you're presenting like, look at this good. Yeah. yeah versus yeah. it's like, look at this, you could judge me on this. And it makes things more volatile, I guess. Yeah. But I think, like, to me, it's like certain doors are kind of opened and closed with that of, like, like the swastika is the most obvious of, like, you're closing a lot of doors. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. if you get a girl who's really into that and she sees you're fucking so down, you get right. a swastika, she's like, oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Like, it's like the, um, like, they did a study on, like, Tinder swipes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, I, I say they very nebulously. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember who did this study. <laughs> the scientists. But, but the scientists. <laughs> the, the scientific community. Yes. But someone did a, a study on, like, um, on Tinder a while back where they basically took two women that were, like, uh, it's like, a, like, basically, like, kind of, like, uh, generally like attractive but not like uh, like incredibly so mm-hmm. like basically like around five or six yeah on just a, like a solid chick yeah just like a solid cute chick whatever mm-hmm. you know what i mean and and one girl had like hella piercings and her hair was dyed in, in a funky color and what they found was that the the girl that wasn't mm-hmm. had like a very like kind of normal distribution of like likes and dislikes mm-hmm. whereas the um the girl with all the piercings and stuff had like a kind of weird like polarized where like more people like dis like more people disliked her had like stronger negative feelings but also more people had stronger positive feelings mm. and scars uh, scars have the same effect for men where it's like it's a very polarizing feature mm. and what it'll do is like it'll create stronger reactions but a lot of times having um stronger reactions like is like it's sometimes better to have less reactions less positive reactions but those positive reactions be stronger mm. than more positive reactions that are weaker yeah. you see what i'm saying yeah and that's so that's part of why and a, a similar study showed that like men with facial scarring and also like guillermo del toro has this concept of like cosmetic scars and like cosmetic wounds yeah. where it's like if you get like stabbed in the armpit obviously that's not like a cool scar yeah but if you get like a or, or if you get like your eye gouged out and now it's like an ugly socket yeah like that doesn't look cool but if you have what's called like a cosmetic scar yeah where it's like oh just like something over the eye or something down the cheek where it like looks kind of cool and it doesn't disfigure your face in yeah. a way really it's like what that'll do is it'll make it actually easier for you to hook up with women but actually lowers your chance of like long-term partners to yeah go well because i was gonna say like if 
like personally if i see a girl like a girl with tattoos i think it's like it's kind of, it's like hotter mm-hmm. right like you're like oh she's like a freak or some shit yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. this is gonna be fun that's the association yeah. but you don't want to marry that chick who's covered in tattoos right, you right. want to just you know have a good month or something like that yeah. versus, <laughs> versus like a girl who's like classier it's like okay She's this not is the girl be... I can bring home to my parents. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean, literally, like, my parents are like, don't bring home a girl with a bunch of tattoos. So it's yeah. literally like, yeah, if I bring her home, like, that's a hill I gotta climb. Right, right, right. But at the same time, it's kind of like a, you know, I assume the girl is like more responsible or more motherly, if anything, with less tattoos or something like that. But I don't think she's gonna like, she does, I, I don't expect her to party or like have fun or something like that. Right, right, right. So it's like when I think of a girl with tattoos, I think of a lot more short term. But I like, in the short term, it's more appealing, but in the long term, it's less appealing. Yeah. Which, yeah, like you said. And it's like, like and, and on an individual level, that seems like very, um, I guess it seems like very shallow, mm. but on, but like also like we're, we're as, as a species, we're like, you know, geared towards pattern recognition and, and making decisions based on the aggregate. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't think that's like necessarily a wrong way to look at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's because it's like, like it, it, like, like the type of tattoos that women are getting it like, refl- uh, not just women, but people in general. I mean, we just talked about it a lot where it's like it reflects like what like how willing how how much are you willing to step out of society you see what i'm saying well i mean stepping out of society but also just like exposing your personality just more like up front right like, right right because i think of um like i i know this one or i don't know him but I, like there's this youtuber that i would watch and he has this giant like uh clone wars like a clone face tattooed on his neck and to that's me, insane. To me, I'm like, that's dumb. Like, yeah, like it looks like shit. It's like, well, I mean, it looks cool, but it's like, it's a product. It's like getting a Disney tattoo. It's like, I don't want to like support a company because I I love the Legos so yeah, much. Yeah, like yeah. a Lego tat, like a Taco Bell tattoo. I, I could be persuaded, maybe. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like people are so down. I'm like, Ugh. like, oh, you're that much of a Disney person. You have a Disney tattoo, right? right versus, right. I assume people who are really into Star Wars are like, oh, that's sick. Like mm-hmm. that dude's hot, kind of thing. Yeah, and and I I totally feel that too because it's like it seems paradoxical, but it's like I'm a, I'm generally a pretty reserved person, mm. and it's like so par- part of like the philosophy and like so there's kind of like a like a um like a behavioral like rule set that people follow would generally like in traditional t- japanese tattooing mm. where like you don't really show your tattoos off mm. and like basically the only times you're, you're supposed to like show them is like to your lover to your family um in like a hot spring you know because it's fucking japan so they have like their rules are japanese yeah, yeah it's yeah. like in a hot spring where like you know everyone takes off their clothes or um or when you're fighting and those are the only times when you're like really supposed to expose your tattoos. You know what I mean? Mm. Like people, like like random people, shouldn't be seeing your tattoos. And it's like I kind of taken that to heart a little bit, where it's like if people that I know, like somewhat marginally, ask to see my tattoos, I just won't show them. Yeah. I, might, I honestly, I might show them like a picture, uh-huh. but I will never just like just, like just fucking take it off. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll never show like my like I'll I'll usually won't show my back piece. But um, that's pretty badass. Like I like that. Like I think of it kind of like a. Like, um, like if you know how to fight or something, or like you're really buff, but you just wear like baggy clothes, like you're a sleeper, you yeah, know, yeah, and then you yeah. take it off and they're like, holy shit, he's ripped underneath. They're right, like, right, right. And I think it, it does very much fit your personality being that you're like a very reserved guy, but then it's like you talk to him and you're like, oh shit, I'm like assuming. what yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Like, what is all this coming out of yeah, here? Yeah. Like, oh my God. Because it's, it's, it's never been about, like, it's always been about the art to me and mm-hmm. it's never been about catching attention. That's why the tattoos are never going to get past my knee and, or mm-hmm. go past my fo- mid forearm because mm-hmm. it's like, like I want this design, I want my body to look like this way, but I don't like, and I and I know I will get some attention, especially once I once I start working on my arms. Mm. But it's like that's not why, and it's not really even like 
I, I kind of don't even like the attention that I've got from yeah. my one visible that tattoo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wonder. You know, you know, it's funny speaking about the whole like girls thing, like, like you not liking. Uh, the, like, I, I wonder if it's like. I mean, it is hypocritical, but I, I really don't like women with tattoos generally. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, that's I, funny. Well, well, here's the exception. I like. Uh, I do like a Japanese back piece on women, but like solely the back piece. Like if if she has just the back piece, then it's like I actually I really like, it's like mm. a plus. Mm-hmm. And if she has like small dainty tattoos or whatever, and like yeah, like little bits here and there, yeah, 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 then it's like a neutral. Like I don't care. But mm. if she's got like a big chest piece, like big no 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 no, no, no. or like or like the sternum ones, like under the boobs or those whatever. Are, see those are hot, but like I don't know if I would want my like because it's like kind of slutty. I mean, yeah, like it's I, a, I mean it's the modern tram stamp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean I don't want to like slut shame, but it's kind of certain tattoos that you do to make yourself look more sexually attractive yeah and it's like you know you shouldn't need you shouldn't be asking to be sexually you know i like right, a girl well, who's like yeah I, subtly like, I, yeah we don't like i mean we don't like women that like sexualize themselves in that way or we don't want women i mean that, like yeah. i would still fuck her like that's the thing is like i mean i wouldn't so it's like for me it's like i, I feel like that I, I feel like that those kind of preferences work a little bit better with me because mm. i wouldn't uh wouldn't also just fuck her but yeah. it's like like uh yeah like i like because i don't want to sexualize myself in that way mm. and so since i behave in this way i feel like it's not that like um not that weird to like expect that from the other person mm-hmm. but it, it, it does come off as like hypocritical to be like i am covered in tattoos but also i don't like tattoos yeah no it, it is funny i guess like well i i would think if a girl has a similar reason and she, you start talking to her and she has like like yeah she has a japanese back tat or like i just i would think if she has something more on the front or like i don't know if it's different for women how it is done with in the front but if she has something in the front but it's she's like oh i got this because i wanted this cohesive piece and like could explain it to you i mm-hmm. think you could be persuaded to be like all right so actually so, so there are rules around uh, the, the rules around uh, tattooing women are different in japanese tattooing mm-hmm. so it's like you generally i mean obviously there are exceptions to this because like you know there always are yeah but like generally speaking you would never go like onto the chest or onto the stomach really mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you wouldn't go like so generally with women it's like if you get a sleeve women generally get three-quarter sleeves because mm-hmm. full sleeves and half sleeves are considered too masculine mm-hmm. and on the chest they'll never go past like um they'll like never the collarbone go- or something yes yeah like the edge of the collarbone it'll never go past that like it'll mm-hmm. never spill onto the chest in mm-hmm. a real kind of way and okay so like they'll get it back and like also the full like when you look at like a japanese back piece it has a, it has background but you can also get back pieces without background where it's just the like the subject matter mm-hmm. and it's like that's considered more feminine Hmm. so it's like i would be like within the rules the the feminine rules of japanese tattooing i'm actually like okay with that on women um or at least my i'm not like i like i don't give a shit if someone has it but it's like my like we're talking about my prospective wife or whatever. yeah 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 Yeah, do whatever you want but like i'm not gonna fuck you like yeah i'm not gonna like marry you like i don't care if you have a set like anybody can get a septum piercing whatever Mm -hmm. but like when i'm looking in a relationship i don't like to me a septum piercing looks stupid looks goofy mm-hmm. and like it, it is like an expression of personality of like if you just get like a butterfly tattoo and you're like i just liked it blah 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 that's cool i yeah. like that yeah well to me uh, i mean not that i like that in like a like like because not everything has to be like of our sexual ire or whatever you know or like yeah like no to, like yeah like, I'm not I, fucking I, like, every I like girl, that like, for you yeah like but i i don't want someone that's just gonna get a bunch of tattoos but it's like i like that for you like i think that's good for you i like like i'm saying it, it, it states something about your personality and while like i like you know your personality as a friend that's not the personality that i would want to right, have right 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 and so like it, it, it's it, it's an expression of yourself and so like i think that just kind of leads you to say like oh if you're gonna get something that's like 
you know, just like a throwaway, just I like it kind of silly. I'm like, okay, well, you so you just make fast switch decisions. You don't think about stuff, and you just have it like, woo, right, 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 right. I don't want a woo girl. Like, I'm woo enough. I don't need, I don't need that. You know, yeah, me too. So like, but if you get somebody who's like, no, like to me, it's like, oh, very clean, like very like, oh, I don't do this because it's like respectful and stuff like that. Like to me, I almost like that more because it's like, yeah, you're like, I need somebody who's a little bit little more buttoned up than I am. Right, right, right. So like, and and it's all just like, like. I don't think it's just like tattoos in general. I think it's, you know, if you, the more you outwardly express your personality, the more like you're just going to sort through people automatically based on like what they see. They judge, they see your personality. Right. And and then it's just like, okay, yeah. like you don't even have to go and talk to the person. You can get a general and like, of course there are exceptions to the rule, but like, yeah. you know, if I see somebody with like a giant you know, Japanese back t- or like a bunch of like black, like have you seen the brutal black yeah, project? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, I know what you're talking somebody about. with that kind of like crazy black work on them, like it's cool, but I can already judge like you're going to be a certain type of it's person. It's cool from an artistic perspective, but mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I don't know if I want to be with you. Yeah, I'm not going to marry and, somebody and, like and, that. But, like, so what you were saying about like putting out like more information to like make a judgment call based on mm-hmm. I was talking to my friend and he was like you know you need you, like you should get your Instagram up like you should like do more need, like yeah. I barely post my Instagram and, I was, yeah. and he was like you should do more with that and I was like why and he's like you realize that like that's the dating app now right and I'm like and I'm, and he explained basically that it's like when someone because I'm on Tinder but I don't really use it either but he was like regardless like when someone goes on when someone sees you on Tinder and they're like they're gonna go to your Instagram, and if you don't have your Instagram linked, or if, if there's nothing there, they're gonna see your photos, and they're just gonna judge based off that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when you and what you and if you what you have isn't immediately appealing, mm-hmm. like if you're not like six three blonde Jack, then yeah. it's like what else? Like you know, yeah. what I mean? like there's there's no reason why they would swipe on you. Yeah, so you, you need the personality though. So you need to like throw some more out, throw some more in the ring because it's like and it makes sense because it's like um, you know on a dating apps like not just women but people in general are gonna have like this list of criteria that they would be more willing to compromise on in person mm-hmm. but because it's like on on an app where they can go through this checklist they're gonna be like well they don't fit like my checklist so it's like yeah. swipe left but it's like in a bar if you see a girl that's like a, maybe a step below what you would normally do it's like yeah. well she's cool so like fuck it you know what i mean yeah and it's like like uh what is it called like having his his perspective was like having a really good instagram is like is like doing is like being in a bar it's like um, being able to present more of your your of your personality and give them more information to say no or yes to, mm-hmm. it's like because uh, like if you have certain attributes that like they wouldn't like, but also you have other stuff that they do really do like, mm-hmm. and um, what is it called? Um, that might push you over the edge, and then yeah. and then they say yes, and so like I actually uh, I think Chris Williamson. Like, do you know who that is? The the guy on YouTube. He sounds familiar, but I don't know. Him. He's like a like a self. I don't know even know how to describe him. But he 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 talks about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But he has like he talked about in one of his episodes where he was saying that like if you advertise the fact that you have a master's degree in your um, in your bio for Tinder, your likes go up like ninety percent. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you like are not pay, paying attention and like basically min maxing mm-hmm. like your your Tinder profile or whatever like your your. Um, Instagram, like giving up every opportunity to like get this, give this person an understanding of you in your totality, mm-hmm. then it's like you're giving them less to work with. So it's like if you if you advertise mm-hmm. like all the good stuff, mm-hmm. they're will over they're willing to overlook the stuff that um, what is it called? It's like negative. Mm. Yeah, that is really interesting. Like I have definitely found that of like, well, because um, I mean it, again, it does just say more about like like 
uh, I'm like, oh, I should get more pictures on my Instagram. But I'm not the type of person to be like, let's go out and take pictures. Like, yeah, that's, me neither. That's yeah, yeah, gross. Yeah. Like, I don't like. It's weird. I, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna go somewhere just to take pictures. Like there, and there are certain spots that are like the whole like you ever see the wings on like angel wings on yeah, the wall. Oh my god. Yeah. The entire purpose is to take a picture, and it's like you're not doing anything. But like that says something about a person of like they care a lot about their aesthetics. They care a lot about like this. Okay, that's you know, and if it's you know, you're just like hot fine there you yeah. go that's what yeah, you want yeah, yeah, yeah. but or if you see a girl who's like she's going kayaking or canoeing it's like oh wow like this person gets out this person does adventures kind of shit like that's also really interesting um yeah the photos are hard man because it's like i'm not the type of person to take photos because i just don't think about it too and i don't care yeah so it's like i'm not the type of person to take photos and then it feels weird when i'm out naturally with someone and i ask them to take photos of me because it's like it just feels like inauthentic because like how am i supposed to like smile or like act like i'm like in the moment when i'm not you know because i've yeah. just been taken out of the moment or i'm like taking myself out of the moment and it's like i don't know it's just so like i know that's like something i i should do mm-hmm. but it's like something i can't really like get around to doing and you know you know what's interesting about the photos thing is like jeffrey was telling me, he told me about like his i think someone recommended to him a service that does like professional photos for dating apps mm-hmm. and he was saying like like conceptually we're not against it because it's like because dating is, like, one of the most important things you can do as a young adult is, like, mm-hmm. you know, because you have to make this decision for life. Mm-hmm. You're with a person forever. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, the idea of putting a lot of effort into it is, like, it shouldn't be weird, but it is. Like, if I saw, like, if someone mm-hmm. saw, like, if most women, if they saw that you had, like, professionally done, like, Tinder f- photos or mm-hmm. whatever, they're going to be, like, what? Like, this is. It's, like, creepy. Like, it's, it's weird because it's, like, why are you trying so hard? You yeah. Because I mean? it's, like, you shouldn't be trying so hard. You should just be getting women. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's a perspective that a lot of women take yeah. or whatever. But it's, like. It's like, yeah, like, like you should try hard. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you're not trying hard, what the fuck? You, this is one of the biggest decisions you can make, yeah. ultimately. Well, I mean, that's it. I think that says a lot, though. Like, because I think to myself right now, it's like, I'm not, I'm not up to a lot, like, personal in my personal life. And so, it's like, I'm in, like, a little bit of a space. And so, it's like, I don't have things going on that I would take pictures of. Mm-hmm. So, it should be like, oh, you have a lot of pictures because you just inherently, you know, you're inherently doing these things and then you take pictures doing it. So, this is, like, a good cross-section of your life this is what you're getting whereas like i think with those kind of pictures it's kind of like you know you're acting like wow i'm this i'm so great you know blah 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 but it's all bullshit and then yeah. you actually like go and meet the person they're just like yeah I like just just sit in my room and like do video games all day it's like uh like that's yeah. not what i saw it, it's, like, also, it's also weird like when you're doing stuff that doesn't necessarily come across on instagram super well and what like so for example like i am doing kind of a lot right now mm-hmm. like i'm uh like i'm volunteering with the count or i was i, I had to stop uh, recently because I'm about to move mm-hmm. but it's like I was volunteering with the county but it's like if I'm like like sitting there like doing work for the county I'm taking photos and being like I'm working for the for the the museum mm-hmm. but it's like that's not Instagrammable or whatever mm-hmm. and it's also just not something I would think about doing mm-hmm. and it's like, so, like and then I also train Muay Thai and it's like you can argue that I could like take photos of myself hitting the bag or like mm-hmm. sparring with people but it's just not something I think about yeah you know what I mean well that's one thing I don't like like you know I understand the the utility of it but like I don't like the fact that I had to change myself into somebody who has to document their whole life exactly it's, yeah, it's yeah. like I just want to live and like you know like just do it I just want to do it I don't want to have to and I hate that everybody's like like you go to a concert or something and everybody's recording it and it's just like you, did you come here just to show off that you were doing it it's yeah. like I don't want to do things just to show them off like I want to do them because I enjoy it and just you know go and enjoy this like like you go to eat food yeah. and people take pictures of your the food and I'm just like 
like I, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah. like I'm like stop, you know, like yeah. no pictures. It's like to me, I'm just like I'm, I want to just sit and enjoy my food. I don't want to have to like be like look at the food I'm eating, and it's like I don't give a shit if you're eating yeah. like congratulations I'm like what does that do for me like i'm so glad you ate that sandwich like what yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. is that what is what is this oh my god i i know some people and it's like every like story is like food stuff and i'm like oh my god like do you do anything else yeah, then, yeah, yeah I, well i'll get into a whole rant later about about food <laughs> and like foodies or whatever but it's like um real quick on that it's like 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 concerts and stuff like like anything that's like an experience mm-hmm. i will always take like one photo or no photos and then i'll just upload that like mm-hmm. real quick and then I'll just put my phone away and experience, experience it. Food, I will never take photos of. Mm. But, yeah. I mean, the, the thing about food, though, is, like, I don't consider that, like, a legitimate, like, experience. Because, like, I know, so I know like, a couple people that are, like, foodies or whatever. And I'm mm. like, that's not a real hobby. Like, you're just eating, bro. Ah, uh, see, now, as a, as a somewhat foodie myself, I would I would say that that's no, oh, that's not true. right here. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, full foodie level. Mm-hmm. But, like, I enjoy cooking and I enjoy, like, going to different restaurants or, like, like I have a, a little thing. Okay, I, okay, well, cooking is different than what most foodies are. Oh, okay, but, like, for, like, like I have a Bon Me, like, I, I haven't updated the list, but, like, I there's a lot of Vietnamese restaurants in mm-hmm. Orlando. And so I have tried multiple Bon Me's and right. then, like, I have a Bon Me spot. I know, like. Right. Right, right, right. But, like, I haven't been, like, bond me number seven, look at me go kind yeah, of shit. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I think you misunderstand what I'm saying. Is like, mm. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think mm. it's a pretty good thing, actually. But I don't think it's a real hobby. Because I think, like, mm. I, I, think like a, I, I think, like, a legitimately enriching hobby involves, like, creating new skills or creating mm. new depth. You see what I'm saying? Well, I see, like, like, uh, like, let, let, like yeah. you're not, like, you're not a more, I, I, I think it's a good thing, mm. but I don't think you're, like, a more cultured or, like, storied person just because you went to 10 bond me places you, mm. you see what i'm saying yeah no i get what you're saying i don't mm. like, like like these things are not in my opinion like inherently enriching so like a- another example is traveling like mm. i travel a lot i love to travel but mm. i don't think travel is inherently enriching unless you make it inherently or in, unless you mm. make it enriching you know what i mean if i go if i'm like going to fucking cabo every every year mm. to like some resort what are you really like learning or adding to your life I, and don't get me wrong it's fun yeah but it's like it's not enriching so don't like it's enriching well i think that's just yeah it just depends on like how much effort you put in like i like being a foodie isn't inherently you know like oh like it's not like building model planes where you have to like work to make the plane Mm -hmm. but like you know there's a lot of opportunity for growth where you can research oh what is a bond me what is the tradition oh there's a more traditional bond me Mm -hmm. this is a more modern bond me like oh the way they use these ingredients is different blah 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 like you can there is opportunity to put effort in yeah but it's also a hobby where it's very easy to just be like, yeah, I just go eat a lot of food and I yeah, like it and take yeah. pictures. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely, it's a very I, low I'll, barrier I'll, to entry. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it this way. If you are if you tell me that your hobbies are traveling and you're a foodie and you like hiking, mm-hmm. I basically know nothing about you and I think you're boring as fuck. Yeah. You probably have like actual no hobbies. Well, I... I or no actual hobbies. Well, I mean, I think it's similar to like tattoos. Like people are like, yeah, like I, like you'll see on people's dating profiles, seven tattoos. It's like... Right. Whoop de fucking do! Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you sat for ten hours. Congratulations! Yeah. No, I, I, I'm a guy with you. I don't yeah. think tattoos are a hobby. But but I think it is a hobby for you in mm-hmm. that like you research it enough to be like, oh, I know this shit about Japan. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what the fuck are you talking like? Okay, yeah. <laughs> like like it's cool. Like don't get me wrong. But it's like it, in my head, I'm like, I'm I'm like I would like to know that much, but I'm not gonna sit down and be like. 
Hmm, well, you're not this artist spend hundreds of dollars yeah. for like reference material. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like a book on tattoos. Like I could just, I, I can't see myself ever doing that. Or like, yeah. like I watch um a uh, cocktail YouTube channel. I don't know, like how to drink. I don't know if you mm-hmm. heard. Yeah, and like he has like a bartender book that's not just like recipes. It's like, oh, you need to mix your sours with your sweets in this balance, and it's describing like the history of the cocktail and this and that. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah. And, and like for certain things I see giving a shit but other times it's like who gives a shit kind of thing and right, that, right, but that is a hobby but like I think it's a matter of like how much effort do you put into it and so it's very easy it's a very cheap way to to buy a hobby of like I'm a foodie I go and buy a bunch of food and, yeah exactly versus and, and that's where a lot of my cynicism towards it comes from is it seems like it seems way too easy like I think like, yeah. I think people should have like legitimately like enriching hobbies like like whether it be physical whether it be like mm-hmm. like on a like in a mental, like, like, how should I say this? Like, um, like stuff that like, like, uh, like your mental acuity, like it helps with that or something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Like something that's mentally strenuous, something that's physically strenuous, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's like, if you're just going like eating a bunch of places, it's like, okay, motherfucker, I can yeah. do that too. Like, yeah. I can, I can do that and better on any given Sunday. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, cause, um, well, I think of it too is like right now I work out. Right, like, right. But, but you train like MMA, but you get a workout, or you train Muay Thai, but you yeah. get a workout doing it. Yeah. And to me, I think like like right now, like I can't afford to get like a trainer and all that shit. But to me, I'm like, why am I spending all this time getting really good at lifting weights right. when I could be <laughs> getting good at something that's useful and at the same time, it also just inherently makes you stronger. Right, right, right. Where it's like, okay, what like what is your hobby of like? Oh, I I'm just getting tattoos. It's like. What you know? What are you getting out of like like? I understand like researching the culture and like understanding, and you have like a bond with your artist or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. But versus like, I'm bored. I'm gonna just go sit in a chair and just get some random shit written right, on me right. all day. It's right. Like, so you're, you're saying there's like levels to there's like degrees to it, a, a degree to which anything beca- can become. I mean, an enriching experience. It seems like a very like no shit kind of yeah. like like different if you put more effort it can become more effortful yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, no, thanks yeah. great yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know if you breathe there you breathe there like who gives a uh-huh. shit um but yeah like that, that is what it is yeah like it's, i think yeah I, I think the only distinction is like there's certain things that are like inherently enriching and mm-hmm. there's certain things that aren't so it's like so basically it's like when, when you tell me like oh I, i'm into powerlifting, mm-hmm. it's like i know that like you're doing something that's inherently enriching mm-hmm. and so it tells me something about you whereas like if you're t- if you tell me you're a foodie mm-hmm. it's like you could be someone who like is enriching themselves in that way mm-hmm. but you could also be like the most people where it's just like they just go eat and like you see what i'm saying like what, like basically what you've told me is i'm a blank slate well, as opposed to telling me actual things about yourself i think it's a, a, the difference between something that is hard to do versus doing something really hard like you know like doing something with a lot of force or like you know like yeah okay. y- you know it's it's hard to work out every day because you have to tell yourself i'm going to do this and make yourself do it and then also like not even starting it but like the process of doing it takes effort inherently so that has its own hardness versus like you know you can do food very you know very soft and just go buy a bunch of food versus yeah. like you food so hard you're like Oh yeah, Chef Sukamama, like the way he cuts his sushi is different than other people because he uses this blade and blah blah uh-huh. blah. It's like you're doing something very easy, but you're doing it so hard to where like and and I mean that's just kind of the way it is. I don't know what you want to yeah. get out of that. I, I guess also too, like I'm kind of like um, wary of the pretentiousness of that, like of where that can go too, because I mean, it's like like and there's also levels to it. Because like like for example, like I have a friend um, 
uh, one of my friends, he, he he eats a lot. I mean, not eats a lot. I mean, everyone eats a lot. But <laughs> it's a fat ass. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, he's kind of like a fruity, but uh, fruity. Mm. No, not a fruity. <laughs> but he's, he's kind of like a foodie, but in like not in a very um, like uh, high fluting way mm. where it's like he just likes to eat a lot of food and mm. he likes to like try different foods and stuff. And it's like he's gotten to the point now where like, he was, he was telling me that he went to a rest like a, a uh, like a dinner or something with his boss and some of his other like coworkers and stuff and he could identify like the individual like oh yeah I think they use like and he wasn't even trying to like mm. put it put on or any like trying to flex or anything he's like oh yeah I think they use truffles truffles in this or whatever mm. whatever they use I forget what he said but he was like he could tell immediately what yeah. they use and how they prepared it mm. because he'd had so much like you know experience around it but then you you go you go the opposite route where it's like you go to a restaurant and, and it's like made for like this kind of foodie culture mm-hmm. where they're like they hand you like you know like a, a piece of bread with like three drops of sauce yeah. or whatever and they're like like oh this is life-changing well i think that's also similar in the like it's similar to the tender thing of paying for tinder photos where it's like you're doing this not because you like it, but you want the appearance. Like mm-hmm. this is all you're a poser. Like yeah. you're just doing it for the looks rather than doing it because you actually like it. Which like to me is it's also just like buying the bags. It's like you're buying Louis Vuitton bags because you want people to think you're rich and you want to show off. You're not buying it because oh like this is a quality product or because it's like it is inherently deserving of it. Yeah, you're buying things not because you want them. You're buying them because to, of the to, way to you demonstrate look. some sort of like yeah like some lifestyle or to like you know it's all about the look like or the tattoos like you want you know you don't want a face tattoo because like oh it's my tradition to get this Maori you know whatever they call it yeah you want it because you want to say like fuck society on it you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. look at me I'm crazy. It's it's like it's all about looks rather right, right, than right. like inherent desires. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's I, I guess that's the thing with that, like everything, and that's one of the things. Like, you know, if you're going to do that on Instagram, I, I don't like having to be forced to like. I inherently enjoy something, and now I have to turn it into something right. that's a spectacle to be seen doing it. It's like I just want to enjoy it, and then people can come and appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that I appreciate it, rather than having to show off my my just you know personal desire you know right, it's right, like right, i don't right. like don't make me do this i don't want to right but you have to or else nobody's gonna know mm-hmm. I, I you know honestly like um uh i was gonna break I, I, you mentioned minimalism earlier mm. and like how like looks affect everything too but it's like i wanted to bring it back just because it was like i'm kind of like the opposite of a minimalist i think but it's like <laughs> I, I like it, i just wanted to talk about it because like i, I find yeah. it kind of interesting but like minimalism is like on a philosophy basis, like the whole like, oh, I don't want to have a lot of stuff. I think I can totally get behind that, mm. but I hate the minimalist aesthetic. <laughs> like the like the plain white everything and the very like boxy like yeah. fucking like uh, furniture. I like hate modern it, design. Kind Mo- of. I I guess yeah, like a lot of the modern design stuff. Like like near where I grew up, mm. someone made like a house that was like one of those modern houses mm. and like you know it's like the squares and the rectangles. And I'm yeah. like, bro, I want to burn this fucking place down. Like it's so shit looking, dude. Well, and it's like mm. the lack of detail is what really gets me it's like it's like you'll get like all these new houses and like like you get these houses that are really big and they're really like nothing mm-hmm. like especially like you know where we we, we grew up in central florida mm-hmm. and in central florida there's like a lot of people have moved here mm-hmm. and there's a lot of new suburban developments and like we can talk we can have a whole discussion about like the why suburban development suck and yeah why, like why you know all the problems that come, come <laughs> along with that but it's like not like purely from an aesthetic point of perspective it's like a lot of these houses it's like they're meant to look good from the front mm. so it's like you look at the front and it's like oh, okay it kind of looks cool mm-hmm. whatever you go on the side and like the windows are all like 
weird shapes. Yeah, they're all just kind of slapped around. And like it's, yeah. it's just like a big slab wall mm -hmm. with no trim, no nothing. It's like stucco, like exterior, mm -hmm. and the windows are all like weird, like inconsistent shapes and inconsistent spacing. And it's mm -hmm. like, what am I looking at here? Yeah. Especially if you look at it from the back. Oh my God, the backs of houses, like houses that where the back isn't exposed to the road at all, look mm. fuck ugly from the back. And it, it's but like, they're meant to be seen from the inside out rather than being seen from the out. Like, you yeah. know, nobody's going to go in a backyard and look at the house of the, of the back. Right. You're right. always going to be in the in I know, the but, that's, but that's such like a cynical way to approach aesthetic design where it's like, no one's going to see it. Like, because it's like by that logic, you could apply that logic to almost anything where it's like, like, you know, like on the Sistine Chapel or whatever. Mm. It's like, no one's going to look at this tiny detail. So why put this tiny detail? I mean, that's a very like Steve Jobs kind of and also i think japanese way of going about it where it's like everything should be beautiful rather than like this is what needs to be beautiful versus you, like you can get what you, you know what's funny this. though about like the whole like but the but your comment about it being japanese is like it's actually like very different because in, in japan um even though a lot of their art is very like expressive a mm. lot of their interior design is not mm. so like there's a there's a um there's an art or, or interior design style called like I think it's called um, Japandian or something. Basically, the idea is that it's a mix of Japanese and Scandinavian aesthetics mm. like for interior design. Ooh. And it's so bland. It's like <laughs> so unbelievable. And it, it's crazy because it's like, I, like it's, and maybe like, like I'm kind of like, maybe I'm coming at, come at, yeah. it, coming at it from the wrong perspective because uh, tattoos are inspired by ukiyo-e art, right? Like woodblock art. And that's mm -hmm. a lot more colorful and expressive than a lot of other art but it's mm. a general like a, a lot of japanese art is very expressive does so to see that on a, day, on a daily basis and and then to see their interior design it's like bro where's the this disconnect because like the like the interiors look like so plain i mean i so personally i like the minimalist style but i think like you know i don't want to you know inherently stick to two ideas of minimalism and then the sort of modern minimal design exact, together that's my exact perspective yeah, yeah but um but i like one i like i like the japanese design and Scandinavian. so that sounds like that sounds like my jam kind of <laughs> but i also liked it like there's certain little places where there's like a little pop you know yeah. like like um like like somebody wearing a suit and it's just like a very plain nice suit and then they have like these popping shoes that are like you know giant bright red kind of crazy shoes it's mm. just a tastefully done bit of crazy where like you you know you have a whole house that's like whole house is oh all these like crazy furniture and it's got like oh these furnitures from france and this furniture's from south africa and blah 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 it's just this giant loud mess where it mm -hmm. all kind of like drowns itself out in like a, it's just a, a cacophony and you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. pick out one particular sound whereas like if you have like a house that's very minimal and then every once in a while you have one piece it kind of like makes everything quiet so then you can hear the one little solo right right, of right, right. like oh look at this one beautiful thing I, I see what you're saying but i think that like that's putting too much of like that like that's almost approaching a house like it's supposed to be and i, I know i sound like i'm also mm. doing the same but i don't think i am like i think you're approaching a house like it's supposed to like like are you gonna put like a central art piece in your house that the house is designed around mm. like no i don't think so so like my perspective is like you want to wake up in a place that feels good to wake up in every single day you want to mm. walk uh, and, and it's like it like a, des a more um, elaborate elaborate design doesn't necessarily have to be loud. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, like, in a lot of modern housing, like, for example, like, my cousin, she, um, she just bought, her and her husband just bought, like, a, br a brand new construction in Florida, like, uh, in Sun City, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a big house. And it's, like, somewhat plain. And her, like, reasoning for it, for it to be, like, I mean, it's also, like, you know, it's a brand new house. It's a developer built. So, it's, like, it's just going to be plain from the get-go. But mm -hmm. she wants it to be kind of like that because she wants a, a blank canvas to, like, 
uh, redo every couple of years. And I get mm-hmm. that. That's uh, that's fine with me. But it's like I think people have this like all or nothing perspective on like interior design where it's like you either have that plain white wall mm-hmm. or it's like like fucking palace or Versailles. But it's like yeah. all, you could have like a uh, like a wood panel trim and then like like a white and paint like white and then like um, white and light blue like paisley kind of mm. um like wallpaper and then maybe you make the sconces kind of nice or whatever yeah. and it's like you these just little touches that will elevate the fuck out of a space it, well like, without without it coming off as too much or like visual yeah. visually overwhelming well i guess yeah there i'm just talking about like i guess the the two opposites of right, like right, minimalism right. is like nothing no 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 versus like you know everything you know, i don't know what you would call it but just people with like a bunch of random crazy shit all over their house where it's just like it's so much that you're just like, oh, like, stop. You yeah, know? yeah. If you do it tastefully, and I think that's the same, it goes with food, too. It's like, if you just have shit that's crazy fucking spicy, it's not fun to eat anymore. Right. But if you have spice that's done well, like, you don't want bland food either. But sometimes if you have spice that's done well, that it just comes in and it just, it burns you, but it burns you just enough. You, you know, you know what's, I, I call this the... um I actually don't call anything, but it's a concept that I. It, 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 like, but, so what I mean to say is like it's a concept that I've thought about before. I don't have a name for it, but it's like I guess you could call it like the the Nutella question mm-hmm. is like is this good because it, it because the ingredients work well together or is it good just because you put a b- bunch of Nutella in it and Nutella tastes good? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like like mm-hmm. if you have something that's like got like strawberries and, and bananas and like peanut butter and Nutella and like like crepe or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. and it's like is this good because they work well together or is it good because all the individual components are good? You see what I'm saying? I see. I kind of get that, but like in in my head, it would be more of like, is it is it like well crafted or is it just like like going back to the rich thing of mm-hmm. like, is this a nice purse or is it just really fucking expensive? Like it's not like you know, there's no effort put into making all of this stuff be one thing. It's just like this is inherently good. I just slap a bunch of shit on it and then like, right, right, right. Yeah. So. Uh, um, yeah, so like, um, I, like, I think like, I get what you're saying. Like, like, cause, yeah, because like with interior design, it's like you could have like, like say you had this fireplace that's like super cool looking, mm-hmm. and then you get these sconces that are super cool looking, and you get this wallpaper that's super cool looking, mm-hmm. and individually they look amazing, and pro- they probably have nice pairs, but they don't like. Okay, here's an example. Say you had like these big, like, um, kind of green marble like uh, sides to the to your fireplace, right? Mm-hmm. But then your sconces are all like bright white, like French like um fucking you know <laughs> you're, you're like you're you're telling me french sconces right now and i'm sorry i don't know i don't know what a, okay like, like so, so, it's so, one thing to think about the fact that i know what a sconce is too it's okay, like okay, okay. would my grandpa be proud of me <laughs> for knowing <laughs> okay let, let, let me put it this way like say you have this like um like you have a bed frame right mm. that's like wrought iron and it's like kind of cool, got like in a kind of like industrial aesthetic. Yeah. And then and then you have a dresser that looks beautiful, but it's like intricately carved. It's like white with like mm. gold handles and all this. And it's like they individually they look amazing, yeah. but obviously they don't fit together. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what well, that's what I'm saying about like the chaotic house of like it's just right. so many like blah blah right. blah or like and you know it's a lot of like because I, I watched or I used to watch a lot of Architectural Digest and it's just these rich people are like and this is the Tom blah 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 piece and this is a blah it's like okay I get you spent a lot of money on it but it's not really like well thought out or yeah. I, I would see some people like oh it was this one basketball player I don't remember who it was um, but like his house was just so like it looked very Florida y like. You just—it's just expensive but boring. Like it's nah. just big and like open yeah. and like yeah, it's expensive it's, for no reason. Yeah, it's, it's also like if you—it's like like a lot of times people will show me their house and it's like really big and really like 
Okay, I don't, I don't want to call anyone out, but like someone showed me their house recently and it was really big. Mm. And I remember just walking around the rooms and they're like all weird colors. The furniture doesn't make any sense. Like none of the furniture matches with each other. Mm. And I'm like, what did you really like? What did you spend money on? Because mm. like, I, can't, I can't imagine that it cost as much as you spent to just put up a bunch of walls that are farther away from each other. Yeah. And put a roof over it. You know what I mean? It's like when you have like, when you put all your money into like just making a big space, mm. like, like who cares? I could buy a fucking warehouse in like the middle of like yeah. Dade City for like a hundred k, and it's like, what does that do for me? You know yeah. what I mean? If it looks ugly as shit. Well, that's and, and that's very interesting. Of like, I, yeah, a lot of people just want bigger, bigger, bigger houses where it's like the quality of the house. Like you know, I don't like even my own house right now. I mean, I don't own it, but like a lot of the room is not used at all. Yeah, and it's like, why wouldn't you just invest in like the parts that you're gonna use? Like, like. From what my experience, and then just like Architecture's Digest, blah, 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 blah. It's like the kitchen is like you need to make a good kitchen that a lot of people can that, be in. That makes sense. And, like uh, in terms of like how do you cook and does it make sense for you to like. Yeah. And, and, and so it's like, you know, I could go and, and have like 10 bedrooms and 20 bathrooms or I could make it just like a three bedroom worth of a kitchen where it's just like fucking and size isn't even necessary because after a certain it's like yeah you have a kitchen the size of the warehouse like that's not better it's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. stupid you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. but if you do the kitchen right and you pay the money it's like i think like maybe three thousand square feet is like all you would ever really need even yeah. with like i don't know how many kids like i want to have four kids yeah but like and, and, and also the, the square feet thing too is like kind of weird because like especially in florida this whole like open concept thing is really a big deal right mm-hmm. so like my house is technically 4,000 square feet, right? Like mm-hmm. my parents' house. And, but the problem with like kind of looking at that measurement is that like a lot of, like a lot of space is kind of unused. So like in our front, like when you open our front door, right? We have like a big open concept, like kind of living room and then like dining room. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and it's like our ceiling, our ceilings are like, like fucking like 20 feet high or mm-hmm. something. And it's like, if like, so if we had had, instead of doing that, instead, of, if we went like an old school kind of like colonial mm-hmm. style house where it's like, there's one kind of big staircase in the center, mm-hmm. but there's no like big, like open spaces with big ass, like rafter ass yeah. uh, ceilings. Like we could have probably pushed it to like five, 6,000 square feet in like the same physical area. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Cause it's like, you, you say like, uh, there's a lot of like modern design choices that limit, uh, what is it called? Square footage obviously depending on the house but it's like mm-hmm. you can make the, the, the decisions that make more sense on a, like because like having a big like like area where it's like big like almost like an atrium-esque ceiling yeah that doesn't do anything for anyone it doesn't like benefit us in any way and it's like we're losing and it's like my parents were like oh like we like we're thinking about expanding the house or whatever and i'm like for, for, first of all why mm-hmm. we you know we're all, we're all leaving the house why, yeah. like, why bother because um everyone in my family is almost in car all my siblings are yeah. in college or out about to graduate or whatever and it's like so why why are you expanding the house mm-hmm. and it's also like like if we if we had like a colonial style house mm-hmm. that matches the exact same like length and width in terms of like the physical breadth of the house mm-hmm. it's like you you could probably have more floor space yeah you, you just, just put like the floor in over right. where the ceiling would be i mean i personally i like the high ceilings though like sure, so sure i like a place where you can breathe but i also like the coziness of it too so like i i get both but like yeah i'm not saying it's like completely used like i think it's like if you like that that's fine but like what i'm trying to convey is that like a lot of um like a lot of the trends right now Mm. are are kind of wonky you see what i'm saying because it's like i think more people would be behooved by more floor space more more so than they would be by having a big ceiling you see what i'm saying i love (laughs) yeah i i see yeah it's yeah you're kind of like wasting money or you're not you're not using the space to its full like, 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 or n- not even necessarily its full potential, but you're not like, 
using like you're not uh making the right decisions that would actually benefit your day-to-day existence mm. it's kind of like oh this is cool and it is cool mm. but it also it's like you would be better off doing this well i mean i would say like because i when you said dining room i was like we have a dining room we never use it it's yeah. like what like we eat in the kitchen we always eat we, we have, have table. we have two living rooms and two dining rooms we have like a breakfast nook thing that we mostly use uh-huh. and then we have a big dining room uh-huh. so it's like that kind of like doesn't count as much but we have two living rooms essentially mm-hmm. you know what i mean we have like one area where the, for the tv or whatever and then we have another living room and it's like do you use the other one though like the other one is like um kind of like the so my parents when they first got married they invested in like these like this really fancy piece of furniture that costs like 10 grand mm. not piece it's a set right mm. and we've had that for like 25 years or something like that like mm. it's held up really well and so when my, my dad has guests over he'll take like all the all the like um the guys over there and they'll you know there's like a coffee table where they'll put the drinks like the fucking mm-hmm. you know 20 year scotch or whatever the fuck when he, what he's, whatever he's trying to use to impress his uh friends or whatever and they'll yeah. sit over there and then like the kids and the dogs and the whatever like like they'll go and sit in the other shitty yeah. sofa. Okay, yeah. So there's like the formal dining room, and then there's the, or like the formal space, and then there's right. the place where like you actually live, kind of like the White House. It's like yeah, there's yeah, a whole yeah. lot of room there that nobody fucking uses, and then yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. the house part. Right. But I, it, you know, to me, it's like I would just rather have like a house that's just like just got yeah, like a big good like living room slash dining room, and that takes up most of the house. No, or a living room slash kitchen. And it looks good. It looks good. No dining room. Like, a nice porch or something where you can go outside. Like, yeah, I want it to be... And that's kind of my style is, like, I want it to be useful and look good and not, like, just more for the sake of more. Yeah. Like, you you know, it should have a purpose. It should be, like, utilitarian, but not to the point... Because, like, talking about Japanese styles, like, I've noticed a lot of, like, Japanese appliances are ugly. Like, and you're just like, okay... It doesn't have to be this ugly. Like they yeah. all are that weird, like tan plastic, and yeah, they all yeah, look yeah. kind of like toilets to me. And yeah. like it just like, have you seen like, like these nice silver kind of like stainless steel? Yeah, yeah, shit? yeah. And it's like it doesn't like um, it doesn't like cost you that much more to like yeah l- like worry about the aesthetics. You know? What yeah. I mean? And it's and that stuff does matter. Mm. You, see, you know? You see what I'm saying? And like the one thing that really like gets me is like there's a lot of like easy stuff that i mean not easy i guess it like can get get kind of expensive mm-hmm. but it's like like crown molding like mm-hmm. th- that's like such a like you put crown molding in and it's like immediately elevates a space you mm-hmm. know you, you see what i'm saying or like ceiling tiles something like like not these obviously these yeah. like shitty office ones but like i've seen gone to places where they have like ceiling tiles like oh wow that just like that yeah. really does change and, the place and, and, and people i think people have this like concept of like I can't do that because it's it's almost like what if I have buyer's remorse or whatever. But it's like I guarantee you, it's like if you like it, 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 here's the thing. It's like people think like if I pick a style for one room, I got to pick it for the whole house. And it's like mm-hmm. no, you can have multiple styles yeah. throughout your house or whatever. And then people also think like if I sp- spend the money to have this one style in this one room, uh, I might change my mind and then want to do something different a couple years later. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they like they pick a style, they pick these styles that are like cheap to implement and cheap to remove and mm. replace you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. but it's like but then it, all of it just feels cheap and your house just feels yeah kind of like you know what I mean? you it, should just commit to something of quality rather than just buying it right because like, like, like like and, and and like my my parents with that fucking the set of furniture mm-hmm. that set of furniture still looks fire yeah it's been like 25 years and all the like the in the other area with like the so and it's like not just because like we don't use it that often because mm-hmm. we do use it fairly often because we have guests over a lot my mm-hmm. dog will sit on that couch and it's like fine mm-hmm. and like even when i was a kid like i used to f- scratch it and fuck it up or whatever and it still looks fine yeah. it still looks good and intricate but in, in like the other area where we just have like a shitty couch or whatever it's like it just looks ugly and we replace it every five years mm-hmm. with something ugly and it's like we don't care because it's like that's the like you yeah. know it, in our head 
that's the the couch that's meant to be expendable mm-hmm. but it's like like i think because we because we think it's expendable we treat it like it's expendable yeah because if it was nice we would treat it like it was nice yeah i mean and that is something too to be said of like buying goods of quality versus like cheap shit like because like being being a cooking enthusiast mm-hmm. like there are so many like one use products like like there's so many like this is just for cutting onions or this is just for like doing this one thing of like like i mean it's mainly like cutting vegetables or some shit like that or to like make it, it like, mo- like yeah. marginally easier. or like the egg cutters where it's a bunch of wires but it's only shaped to put eggs in and i'm like a knife does all of that like, yeah you just need a knife and or don't be at, lazy. at the most like, a food processor if you yeah. yeah like there's certain things that are like very useful that they like they have more than one use and you can just spend money on like a quality thing or you can get a cheap shitty knife and then a cheap shitty like onion cutter and yeah. a cheap shitty it's like like and it, and you have all this clutter and it's all garbage and like it's you can only use it for one thing rather than paying enough money for something that you can use for everything mm-hmm. and like that kind of the thought of like it'll like last you your lifetime like like I got a cast iron pan and it's like I could give this shit like and it was super cheap but it's like I can give this shit to my kids and yeah. it's like because it's just a hunk of metal but yeah. like. I can use it for, you know, I use it for frying. I use it for, like, doing shit in, like, kind of, you know, pan searing shit. Sautéing, whatever. Yeah, yeah. sautéing. I make sandwiches in it. Kind of, like, grill up the sandwiches and everything. Like, you know, you don't need a toaster. You have an oven. Just throw the shit in the oven. It's the same. It's literally yeah. the same fucking thing, but it's just smaller. And, but, and it's, like, it's like uh, hyper-specialized for, like, yeah. what, what, for what reason? Like, like yeah, like a toaster oven, I get. But, like, if you have the toaster that just puts two slices of bread in, I'm like, that is so fucking stupid. Like, no. Yeah, because it's, like, like, my toaster doesn't fit bagel. So it's like okay now yeah. now I gotta buy a separate fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, no, no, get a bagel. To- yeah, exactly. And and so I like to think of that with like um just like that's my kind of style is like you know aesthetic utilitarian. You know, <laughs> boom. Like you know, like invest the money in something that's good and get something that's very like that can be used for a lot of things. And right. but at the same time, you know, like it, it can be something that is pretty right, or something right. like and, that. And like an example of that, like, I, do you know who Rajiv Surendra is? I, no. He's <laughs> so so he, do, do, you watch Mean Girls, right? Uh, I've seen it, but it's been a while. So he's like the, he's Kevin, he was the actor who played Kevin G. Uh, like the, a, the rap, the Indian rapper kid or whatever. The okay, man. okay, I vaguely know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he's got like a, I love his YouTube channel, but like basically he's got a YouTube channel about like domestic skills, like, mm-hmm. like how to like um, do your laundry so where your white clothes get wider or what you know like all these like domestic mm. kind of things that it's like um he like does deep dives in these things that we generally kind of know but don't actually know mm. why they do why they work the way they do or what's the best way to do them you know mm. what i mean and like one of the things he talked about was like how he had a he saw like an iron like a like a i think it was a, I, think, I think it was a shirt iron he was referencing but it was like a shirt iron that had like a like a swan head on it that was like just part of the shirt iron and it was like a like a vintage item or whatever and he was like yeah why don't we just do that like mm. it's a shirt iron you know, it's like it's a very utilitarian object. Like it's mm-hmm. not like something that you're gonna put on display, but it's like fuck it, it's beautiful. Why not? Yeah, you know what I mean. Why not put a swan set on it? It looks cool now. Yeah, yeah. No, that's something I definitely. I mean, I don't know if it's um, kind of lost on us. Like I think that is, is is like I don't know. Maybe it's an American thing, but I think a lot of things are made pretty inherently. But I think some things, yeah, it's like why not? Like like you see it and it's just so ugly and you're like mm-hmm. what why it doesn't have like you're almost putting effort in I, making I, it I, I i think that like like the companies that make these products they're trying to get obviously they're trying to maximize products i mean uh, profits and mm-hmm. i understand that and i don't think it's lost on americans i think that like i think if you showed someone an iron that had a swan head on it they would think it's just as cool as like any other person mm-hmm. but it's like because those aren't really available mm-hmm. and and, and if they are they're probably more way more expensive 
there's like no market for those kind of things. Well, I don't I, like. I was gonna say like Americans like it, but I think like it's maybe something where you know you buy something that looks ugly or you buy something for its looks. You don't buy something that's exactly, useful yeah. and has the looks. Right, 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 right. And like I think a lot of because uh, like I, I like cars and looking at cars, it kind of. I mean, it definitely says something about the culture of like if you go to Italy, it'll like the Italian cars and those kind of like. European cars are like the most beautiful cars in my opinion. The British have some good ones too, but like compared to like any American car, there's no American car that looks as good as like Ferraris and Lamborghinis. Unless you're looking for like a different look, but even then it's like Well, like I, I think of like the Corvette and like okay, yeah, the, yeah. the the new Corvette is a very like it is it, and that's one good thing about it and I don't know if that's an American thing of like it's a very like every man sports car, but it's mm-hmm. also like a really good sports car. Like it's mid-engined, which is like very like high-end kind of race car-y thing. It's got a lot of power. It's very sportily designed. But when I look at it, it just looks like off. Like it's just like, it's just, you know, it looks right, like right. an off-brand, like it's ugly. It's uh-huh. in it, but it's not ugly in that like it's just like horrendous. Mm-hmm. It's ugly in, in that it's just like not done right like it looks like a a, a cheap knockoff of something that is oh, done right okay. so it's like not you know? quite italian but trying to be yeah kind of it's it, yeah. And, i mean it is like it's the poor man's ferrari mm-hmm. and it and it's perfect in every way that it does like it does all the ferrari things good except it doesn't look good and you're just like i want to buy it but it's ugly <laughs> right, right, right. And, it, and so it's like um like why didn't you just do it and but like italians do it the, like they do it the wrong way in that they make things look way too good they like the lamborghini countach i don't know if you've if you've seen I, i'm not a car guy so i wouldn't know have you seen the wolf of wall street yes yes you yes, know yes. the white lamborghini he had the one he like falls out of like yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got these giant scissor doors it looks like a freaking blade like mm-hmm. the spoilers in the shape of like an arrow kind mm-hmm. of like it just looks fast as fuck yeah that car is awful like oh, it is okay, yeah. super unreliable it is so uncomfortable to sit in because you have to like twist your body in order to fit because of the shape of it and mm-hmm. like it gives people back problems because of like right. driving it the spoiler actually slows it down rather than making oh, it go faster and like you you can't like you can't back up in it very well because like the window in the back is like Tiny. this big it's super so like a lot of people open the door and like hang out the back and drive in reverse oh, okay. and so they put so much like emphasis into the aesthetics of it that they left out any like the and, utility yeah, any like er- ergonomics to it that's or, yeah that, and then like the germans kind of do the opposite where it's like super utilitarian or like the japanese right like you know and civics do they look pretty solid but like a toyota corolla like they're not good looking it just cars. looks like a fucking it looks like you know what a corolla looks like mm. when i think about like car when mm. i just think the word car that's yeah like, that's what it comes exactly up. it's just unremarkable yeah but it is so good and like it will last forever yeah it, oh, yeah. it cars so well if you mm-hmm. just like spend a little money on making it look good too it's like oh yeah it yeah, could yeah. be perfect but they don't and you're just like <laughs> what <laughs> or like you know alexis says a lot about something but it's like you know, you want a luxury vehicle. Okay, you buy a Mercedes because kind of like you want a flex or like maybe you buy a BMW because it has like sporting heritage, but right. it's also like quality. You buy a Lincoln or a Cadillac, you're kind of like, you know, maybe you like America a little too much because like nobody buys those. Like they're just <laughs> like, they're not good looking. They're not as luxurious as it could be. They're a little bit cheaper maybe. You know, you know what's funny? is like I have, my dad has a Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, okay, the, the Escalade is like the best Cadillac there is. Oh, is it? Like, okay. or like... In that it's like it's giant. It, it was like the first big SUV that's it's just. Not, like, I'm not gonna lie, it's nice driving that shit. Yeah. I'm not a car guy. I don't really give a shit uh, generally, but it's fucking nice in that thing. Well, because if you want a big ass luxury car that's like an SUV, 
you either get like an Escalade or you can get like a Lincoln Navigator or like you can get um, you can get Lexuses, but Lexuses are fucking ugly compared to the Cadillac. The Cadillac looks way better than the Lexus. Mm-hmm. And it's also comfortable. But if you really want something that's money, you get a G-Wagon, which is right. like a Mercedes version of a Jeep. But those are like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it, you know, it says a lot about like, you know, they say Lexuses are like the dentist car because it's luxury, but it's purely utilitarian. Right. Whereas okay, you get okay. like, the, I can totally fucking see that. But yeah, the yeah. doctor's car, who's kind of like a, like I have, you know, plastic surgeon, like bangs a lot of chicks. Yeah. He gets like a sports car or like, oh, you know, maybe okay. if he's a bit more reserved, like, okay, he's already banged his chicks. He gets a Mercedes so he can still brag about it. That's so fucking funny. Like, like the, the BMW Mercedes people, cause like they've gone down in quality a lot. And like mm. so many, like, you know, you think German engineering, and like you know they have a lot of engineering stuff but certain things are just over engineered to where it's so complicated and it breaks and right. it just costs a lot of money whereas you could do it way simpler like in a, you know american engineering wise yeah um but but a lot of people buy it not even because it's that good of a car but they buy it just because of the clout that comes with buying a bmw like right. bmw mercedes are base i have money cars right like right, right. and they're not even that's like the, and it's funny because like i'm not, like i said i'm not a car guy but that's mm-hmm. like always the assumption that i had about that was like bmw mercedes are like like the like the minimum flex car yes you know it, I mean? yeah exactly it's like it's like once once you like once you get to that level it's like yeah, yeah. i have money because like if you, if you see a lincoln like you're just like Okay. It's just a big ass car. Yeah, like it's big, or it's like it, old men, old, like old American men buy Cadillac and Lincoln. Those are yeah, probably yeah. the only people keeping them like in business. Maybe your dad too, because he's <laughs> Indian. But like that's it. Nobody buys them. Yeah, because they're they don't do anything good. Yeah, like they're just and it's like the Corvette. Like the Corvette's good because it's a cheap supercar. Like, but like the Cadillac isn't even that good. And, and if you want a cheap luxury car, then you get what's called like a Genesis, which is Hyundai's version. Yeah. And like they're really good luxury wise. Like, like they're, but they're not as established. Right. So like you get all the features of a Mercedes, but none of the clout. But none of the clout, and it's way cheaper too, uh-huh. and it's probably just as good. Like Koreans know what they're doing. Yeah. But it's just not, you know, no clout. Same thing with like Hyundai or Kia, which you know, quality wise, it still remains to be seen, depending on who you ask. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Japanese people, are like you know their quality, you buy that. Koreans are just as cheap and they're good quality, but nobody respects the Korean cars because yeah. everybody has the Japanese cars. It's like, right, right, right. Like the like the um, the companies are still on the come up. Yeah. yeah, or like Chinese cars. You know, like yeah. nobody buys Chinese cars yeah. except well, Chinese people. Yeah, I, I've actually like I remember reading about how. Um, uh, in China, like people try not to buy Chinese cars because they're viewed as like the last ditch option. Yeah, like because re- they're really cheap and the build quality is really poor, mm-hmm. so they tend to go for like foreign cars. Dude, it's but it's if you go to Korea, mm-hmm. all Korean cars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They're so like, and I mean that raised them out of poverty. Like they call them like the Kaibols. I don't know if you've heard of that. Like, okay. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Chibble, yeah. Like, Ch- are like the um like the conglomerates or whatever yeah. yeah they got uh deals with the government so yeah that they could, yeah they're so like they're immune to basically like scrutiny because they're like they it's, not, the it's, it's not even like the scrutiny thing it's like bro like their market share is like it's kind of crazy it's i think it's like um i think what, what's the biggest chevel like samsung i think the samsung yeah. group or something they own i think literally like five to ten percent of the korean market yeah which is insane that's, so that's insane because even like the biggest like the biggest company in the u.s is like 
I think on paper the biggest company is like Apple, mm-hmm. and they don't own. I don't think they even own a percentage of the U.S. like market. Really? Yeah, like the U.S. The, of the. I mean, I'd have to look. Maybe I mean maybe I'm like underestimating markets uh, or Apple's market share or whatever. But it's like I don't think they even own one percent. Well, I think uh, like to my knowledge, our yearly GDP is in like the like double digit trillions number and like the worth of apple i think is like two trillion dollars now it's gone down a bunch okay but like but like that's the worth that's not like their market share like their you know inflow outflow of gifts so i don't know if that's i think it's dropped down to like it was like one trillion i think it dropped down to like 800 billion or something and it's been because they've uh lost a lot of sales but i mean but it's it's also like like the power that that affords in like korean society is insane because like you know apple sells a lot of products and they make a lot of money Mm -hmm. and they can get power in a way by like lobbying and all this stuff like that Mm -hmm. but it's like the the entrenched power that the chebols have in south korea is like insane yeah like uh like i uh, when i lived over there i knew um like i was i was like talking to this one girl she has like a master's degree right Mm -hmm. and she's got i forget what it was it was like a master's degree in like um i think it was like uh like cs or like management or something like that Mm -hmm. and so she was applying to this job and she was telling me that, like, basically there, there was, like, 900 other applicants, and they had to go take an English proficiency test. Mm. And I was like, oh, like, are you using English in your job at all? And she's like, no, not at all. And I'm like, then, what, then what's the point of the English proficiency test? And she was explaining that, like, so there's 900 applicants, and there's, like, two slots. Mm. And... Uh, but all these applicants are essentially on paper identical, mm-hmm. so they just need like more criteria to judge them off because there's too many to like just yeah. choose based off of like whatever. Uh-huh. So they're like now they're filtering based on English score. So it's like now you have this like you have all these people competing for a role, uh, competing using your English score when it has nothing to do with the role. Yeah, and it's like that's probably that's one of the problems with the tables is like you have like these companies that own all the market share and there's not a lot of competitors. Mm-hmm. So there's like. A couple of jobs and everyone is vying for these same jobs and and essentially in korean society if you don't get into one of the chebols early on like you're kind of fucked yeah like you're like they're like my um my friends are telling me like if you don't like get in kind of early like if you don't get in with one of these companies like you kind of don't have any options Mm -hmm. outside of that because there's no like small companies really Mm -hmm. because a lot of them just get stomped out by their competition yeah you know what i mean yeah no that is is really interesting um but that's why there's so much like the that's why the entrance ex- entrance exams to like mm. colleges are so important. That's why it's like and, and also they like there's a lot of context behind that too with like the whole like caste system thing where it's like you know laborers in Korea actually make like good money. And just like like I knew like the richest person I met over there was like a guy who like owned Airbnbs and like owned like a construction company or something mm. and he was telling me that like um, he was like doing like he started off doing construction work and like eventually you know it went the whole way but he was also like single and he was explaining that it's kind of like like even though he's really rich it kind of doesn't matter because he's not like educated and because he's like um, like he, he, you know you see what I'm saying like he's not in that social class oh so like even if he has money they won't talk to him yeah because of like I mean that's something like I think that has some grips here in America with like, it university. Grips. It has. I what? think it's. Yeah. I think it's a thing everywhere. It's like a human but, thing. But like, but the U. The U. S. is probably the least amount. Like they're like the focus here is way more on results because it's like if you're like if you're like a welder that makes like two million dollars, like yeah. a million dollars a year or something, and like obviously that's not a very. All right, okay, let's make it more realistic. Yeah. Maybe like he's a welder who makes like a, a hundred and twenty or something, or a plumber who has his own company. Mm-hmm. It's like people are not gonna look at you like you're some like like you know some bozo or whatever. Even yeah. if you even if you are like a like you're doing like a labor job. 
like there's still respect afforded to you whereas like uh, well i think it's it's just the the share of people who like care versus don't care is a lot there's a lot smaller yeah here. of the elites who like care but i think there is still a, a definitely a group of people who are like you didn't go no, to this university 100%. or you're new money quote unquote it's like ugh. You know, uh, yeah, hundred like, percent. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you made your own money, like oh, my father. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I think that's just I think a human thing of like, there's like the old guard kind of ethos, and like if you don't, if you don't, you need to, in, you need to measure up to like my, yeah, uh, you need to measure up to like my cast or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's weird because it's like, did do you do you did you do? I mean, I don't think you did just because you're mixed, but it's mm. like with your Indian side, do you have to deal with any like? cast system stuff or anything like that no no because we're like we're parsi too so it's like we don't like they don't give a shit yeah like, yeah. <laughs> like we are outside of all that like kind of stuff yeah because it's like my parents like even though like our ancestors were christians or whatever mm. they still still like have this like caste system mindset mm. where it's like like even my mom like she was saying like um um like she was basically saying like to my sister like you know, I'm like a pharmacist, right? Like I have this mm. le- level of degree. Mm. You either have to do the same as me or more. Mm. You're, you're like, Actually, you know what? Maybe, maybe I think we do. I, I, yeah. like, I, I, I was going to say, because like, even I though like don't it, interact with it that much, that's the difference. There's got to be, yeah, because I get enforcement from both sides. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, my dad is like, eh. Right, like, because right. my, my dad left because he didn't want to like deal with people like that. Oh, really? Or okay. like he, he didn't, like his parents were telling him what to do and stuff like yeah. that. And he's like, fuck like leave me alone i'm gonna yeah. go do my own thing kind of thing um i totally feel that because like it, it i don't really deal with that a lot just because like I'm, I'm like outside of it but like i realized recently like i realized like a, a while back that it's like damn i really don't want to deal with this anymore because mm-hmm. like i went back to my church and like so there was like a comedy show in orlando and my brother was supposed to like he we bought tickets for him to come with he's in high school for mm-hmm. context and so like we'd bought tickets for all all me and my siblings to go and we went back to um, our church and his like Sunday school teacher was like, oh, he should go to this like retreat thing, which is like, you know, like a religious retreat. Like you, where you mm-hmm. go into the woods and fucking pray on your knees for like 12 hours, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, hey. it's, it sucks. I had to do it a bunch as a kid. Didn't <laughs> like it, but it's like, so they're like, oh, he should go to this retreat. And I'm like, ah, oh, we already paid for like, you know, we already, we're going to the show, like just to get her out of my hair. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you should like not do that. Like that's, why are you doing that? And it was like, I, I was so like shocked at like the yeah. audacity of this like woman that I haven't, I, and I know her mm-hmm. and, 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 um, I know, so actually two or three people said basically the same things to me. And it's like, I know these people, I've known them for a long time, mm-hmm. but it's also like, I haven't seen you in five years cause I'm off at school. So like, why do you think you can say this to me? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, I understand why, cause it's from an Indian perspective, everyone's business is everyone else's business. Mm-hmm. So it's like for her to be like like just waste your money like you don't what are you talking about like mm-hmm. just don't go to the show it's like for her that's reasonable because mm-hmm. she's like looking out for me or whatever in like in that kind of sense or whatever yeah and it's like i don't want to deal with that and yeah. it's like I, i'm realizing that realizing that recently and it's like i don't want to like go down the path of like oh i'm not gonna mar- like i'm not gonna deal with indians anymore like because yeah. i'm not like a self-hating indian and i'm not mm-hmm. like like totally against like that whole aspect it's it's mm-hmm. just like i don't really see myself as like being a part of that and I, mm-hmm. there's no way to reconcile that you know what i mean like i like like here's another example it's like yeah. i'll hang out with my white uh with my white friends right mm-hmm. and, I'll, and i'll hang out with their parents like if their parents are there mm-hmm. and i feel like like oh these people treat me like i get along with these people and i understand these people more than i understand other indians you mm-hmm. see what i'm saying okay yeah yeah i mean it's yeah it's like not your culture like right or, right right yeah. and it's like a weird thing to say because it's like obviously i kind of grew up in it yeah but it's like but i also like 
like I grew up like actively rejecting it to the point where like now it's like eh, like it's not even like I don't even think about it as being yeah. mine. You're American. Yeah, you're not like Indian. Right, 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 right. I mean, I, to me, it's it's. I mean, sort of twofold, like talking about like the cast kind of thing versus talking about like being in everybody's business or something like that. Like, I think there's certain use, or I guess connecting them. There's certain use to that kind of like, oh, you shouldn't do this. To where like in America, where it's so like do whatever you want, fuck what anybody says. It's like uh, some people are actually like giving you good advice, and you need to listen because yeah, you're being yeah, yeah. really fucking stupid. And and people are like, no, like I do whatever I want. I'm like. What you, like you know you need somebody like kind of in the the family group to like be like hey like what are you doing sometimes yeah, yeah. and and you know I think there's a balance there of like we don't do it enough they do it too much kind of thing um, agreed yeah but when it comes to uh, like I don't know who you marry kind of thing oh my god I mean yeah. there's definitely like at least for myself like it's like I don't see myself marrying somebody who's not of like a certain quality I guess you could say yeah, like yeah. I, you know I don't you know, I don't have to be like elitist or something like that, but it's like if you're not, I mean, one, just like I can't talk to somebody who's dumb. Like, right, I, right. I'm not gonna well, marry so, a stupid so, person. So that's so that's where it, it boils down to, where it's like what the qualities that you like you think are more important. Mm. They like, I mean, it's obviously it's different because you're mixed, but it's like like the qualities that I think are important for a longer lasting relationship. Mm. My parents are like don't see as valuable. Mm. So it's like my parents, like like my mom specifically, they get crazy about it. like they have these weird like 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 specific kind of like like things where it's like my mom she's like specifically like you need to marry someone that's like five four and that's like why <laughs> like she doesn't want me to marry someone that's taller than me uh-huh. and she doesn't want me to marry someone that's like like more than like two inches shorter than me so it's like uh-huh. like what the fuck she's and, like you want to boost your height jeans but you still want to maintain the masculinity kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah 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 and, and then so she's like she's like they got to be this tall they have to be in the medical field because she thinks like she, it, doctors are gods yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so, i know yeah everybody wants a doctor kid or doctor yeah, wife kind of shit no like dude uh, the whole marriage thing they're crazy but yeah, i wouldn't mind a doctor wife but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, but, but see i would because mm. in my perspective, like I like I have a lot of doctors in my family, mm. and it's like they don't really have a lot of time. Like their schedules are mm. really weird and they're really inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't like for me to like I already make, like look I'm like I don't want to toot my own horn, but it's mm. like I make good enough money, or I will be anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm fine. Like I can raise a, like I, I can raise yeah. a family on what I make. You don't it's need like, that. Yeah, I don't need more, like I one I don't need more money. And then also, like, if the more money comes with, like, more baggage, like, a lot of the doctors that I know, like, they don't start making real money till they're, like, 30. Mm-hmm. They walk out of medical school with, like, 200, 300K in debt. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want that baggage. And also, their schedules are so whack. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, that, that doesn't add to my life. So, that's not a value yeah. that I hold. The costs are more than the benefits. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. I'm, yeah. And, and it's like, um, so, like, my parents don't understand that. So, like, when I'm, like... Like, like, because my mom is like, "What do you want in a woman?" And I'm like, "Oh, just someone who's like diligent mm-hmm. and like someone and like like um like intelligent or whatever." And she's just like, "Why would you want like Why do you give a shit?" Like, <laughs> she's like, hey, "Like you should want someone that's educated." And it's like for me, it doesn't matter. Like they don't have to be educated. Yeah. Cause, uh, like I think someone who's like diligent, like diligent and like always like willing to work and like mm-hmm. willing to do what's necessary to like you know like. Uh, keep the relationship afloat and stuff like that. It's like that's way more important than like mm-hmm. someone who just went to school a bunch. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's interesting seeing like what people value, and I, like I want to kind of connect that. Like, you know, people want the doctors just because, like, since everybody's in everybody's business, you value something that you could show off. Yeah. Of yeah. like, I can, you know, you can't just be like, my wife is super gener- diligent. Look at her go. Right. And like, but it, whereas like you could be like, she is a doctor. Like, this is a piece of paper it's that says title. I got a good one. Right. Right. And and it is like it is like a clout thing for, ultimately for the Indians or whatever because mm. it's like I don't care. Like I don't care that like. 
if I have a wife that's like a stay-at-home wife and she doesn't have a degree or whatever, that like I can't walk around and be like, she's a neuroscientist or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't care. That doesn't bother me. But for like, and, and an example of like why, like, so like my parents, like when I told them I was going to school, I was like thinking like, like and, and this wasn't like, like I was just like thinking like, oh, maybe I'll do like, like, I don't know, like something in finance, like investment banking or like, I, I didn't even fully understand what these things were, mm. but I was just like, oh, like, I'm, you know, I'm about to go into college. I gotta, I gotta entertain my options. So I was like, oh, like maybe I'll do this, and they didn't understand it because mm. even though they knew that like invest, like investment banking would make more money than like, um, like or I, I should say could make more money than mm. like being a doctor or like being whatever, because they can't like in one set like in one sentence mm. say or explain what the job is to their other people, mm. it's not acceptable to them. You know what mm. I mean? And then it, then they start saying like, oh, money's not everything. Da, 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 da. And it's like, <laughs> okay, bro, you wouldn't be saying that if I wanted to be a teacher. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like. They need something that they like. They need something with the with the catchy title, basically. That yeah, they can something tell. sellable. Like, so, yeah, because if, if if they were to, if they were going to tell someone like, oh, he's a quant analyst for a bank, mm-hmm. and it's like they're just like like you know other Indians are going to be yeah. like, what does that mean? What? Like, <laughs> you can't be like he makes a lot of money. Like, oh, okay, I yeah, get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like some yeah, it's easily recognizable. It's just boom. This is you didn't known as good, and I think it's similar to like just brands too. It's mm-hmm. like you know rather than being like. Oh, this is a tailored suit by blah blah blah, like Johnson and Buh, and you know, like if you know enough about suits, then yeah. you know it's a good one. Rather than just being like, there's a Louis Vuitton thing on the front that just says like this costs money, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's just so blatant. Right, like, right. It's, it's like a, it's like a way to buy clout. I mean, yeah. I mean not buy clout, but it's like an Married easy way to clout. It's, yeah. a, it's an easy way to get clout, like to be like a at least in the like immigrant communities to be like mm. a doctor or whatever. And it's like it's like you don't have to have this like kind of entrenched clout you know mm. this is like if you don't have like this entrenched like kind of value to your name or to your family mm-hmm. like uh, it's an easy way to like just get some to be like oh like yeah. my son's a doctor so like fuck you well it is a very like like the road is laid out in front of you like it's not like you have to figure it out like right, if you right. were like a stand-up comedian it's like oh like you might not make it you gotta get good you gotta win in certain ways that's just, true, that's true, yeah. it's like no, like you can write down pretty much every step it is to being a doctor, almost down to like the month of what you're going to be doing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a, there's like a, uh, a game plan too, where it's like, yeah. like oh, it, like there's a there's a way there's like a, a very um, um, what is it called? Uh, tangible way to get an edge over people too, because it's like oh, just start studying for your MCATs like a month or two early. Mm-hmm. It's where it's like with your uh, comedian example, it's like mm-hmm. how do I get the edge over on the other comedians, or how do I get my stuff out? It's like yeah. it's intangible. Like you don't, there's no yeah. real formula to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. the marriage thing is tough though, because it's like bro, like it's crazy. My parents are actually pushing that thing like real hard. <laughs> they want me to get married in two years. I'm 23 years old. They want me to be married mm, by 25. That's kind of yeah. It's, like it's gotten to the point where like even other like Indians that I know, like their parents, they're like, okay, that's kind of like crazy. <laughs> it's a little too much. Are they trying to arrange like a marriage? No, no, because they know I won't like. I think even my even my parents are like, yeah, I don't know if we do like an arranged marriage like in your position, mm-hmm. but they they definitely like want me to like like they're paying for me to go to like this like um, like this Indian sort of like uh, fucking event or something in Chicago, uh-huh. and it's like I had nothing better to do, so I was like, ah, fine. But it's like it's so weird, and also like my cousins are there, uh-huh. so it's like if I it, like my cousins live in Chicago, like most of them, and it's like if I don't if I don't like it, I can just leave and go hang out with them. So it's like that's how they sold it to me. It was like, mm. look, we're gonna pay for your flight in your hotel. Just show up, like see if there's any bitches over yeah, there. Yeah, and It's like if there's find not, a wife, find a wife. <laughs> yeah, just, see if there's any women. If there's not, just go hang out with your cousins. And I'm like, okay, that I can find. Okay, mm. fine, I can. That's 
manageable. Mm. Yeah, but the whole yeah the whole like the the whole that's so soon though twenty five like it's crazy. That's I like I don't think I'm gonna be ready. Like at that I don't point. think I'm ready either. Like like yeah like that's the thing. It's like I don't feel like I've got my shit together. I don't feel ready. It's like so it's like even to even get that ball rolling like it doesn't seem like a good idea right now. Well, to me like. I remember for a moment, because there have been moments where it's like, oh my God, like, is this the girl I'm going to marry kind of thing? And like, part of me is just kind of like, I don't want it to be over yet. Like, I want to <laughs> wait. Like, I want to have, like, fuck around for a while. Like, just have more kind of adventures before you settle down and commit to this one thing. Right, right, right. And there's also like a certain expectancy too of like, once you get married, it's like, you know, five years, you don't have kids. It's like, why even get married if you're not going to have kids? Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like, so, and getting kids i'm like no fucking way. like i thought like oh maybe a kid would be cool i'm like it will be but not right like nah, not at right least now. a decade yeah. before I, that they, bro they happen. like have like a roadmap in their head where it's like mm. i'm 23 right now i go to this event i find a girl we date for a year mm. 24 you know i get engaged 25 i get married yeah 26 or 27 i have a kid and then my parents get to hang out with the kid all day while i work <laughs> they, like they, they it's like it's weird how they're like progressive in some ways and then re like kind of like very conservative in like other ways where it's like they want me to have kids super young but also they think that me and my wife should work at the same time to make a ton of money mm-hmm. and then they just get to hang out with my kid all day <laughs> it's like kind of weird where it's like like where my mom is like why why, why wouldn't she work it's like i don't know dude i don't maybe i don't want her maybe, yeah. maybe she doesn't want to work maybe my wife uh does want to work or maybe like it's, it's better that she doesn't or something mm-hmm. it's like it's just kind of like no why don't, why don't you get a job you get more money yeah it's like well it's not that easy like that's the yeah. equation doesn't always you know x plus y doesn't always equal z you know mm-hmm. what i mean um dude like but also like the pressure to like like so well like why they're sending me to like it's not just like to get married, but it's also like the race thing too, where it's like mm. the reason, like, obviously they're not just saying like, here's Tinder gold, go find your wife. You know what yeah. I mean? They're saying go to Chicago. Like, go the get re- an Indian wife. Right. Yeah, 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 go get an Indian wife. And it's like, dude, that is like a whole other jar of crazy where it's like, my dad's told me straight up, he's like, I will disinherit you if you don't marry an Indian. Like, this <laughs> our specific type of Indian. And it's like, oh, so you can't even go with like North India. No, 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 it's crazy because it's like like it's like not only does it have to be from our state it's mm. got to be our same because like the type of india that me and jeff are mm. like we're like an ethnic minority in india or whatever so mm. it's got and it's got to be our ethnic minority it's also got to be catholic because yeah. it it, it's like we're all like uh of our ethnic minority there's also like orthodox and like uh pentecostals and mm. other like types of christians and stuff and it's like it can't even be the other ones either it's like it has to be specifically like Catholics. So and there's like, like five girls you got to pick from. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, because like, like our ethnic group, there's only 300,000. I mean, ethnic group is a loose term. I don't mm. like, like most likely what it is is like a, as a caste kind of mm. thing. Mm. And it's like, it's, it's, I don't want to get into it right now, but it's like, but like, if you take that as like gospel, there's only 300,000 of us in the world. Mm. So it's like, how many of them are going to be like in a reachable distance in the United States? Mm. How many of them are going to be of marrying age? Mm. How many of them are going to be Catholic? And then how many of them are, am I actually going to fucking like? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that just whittles down like crazy. I mean, it makes, I guess it makes it easier in some respects. It's and like, so it, 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 <laughs> my sister and I were actually talking about this where it's like, actually like the, um, like basically I get a bigger bang for my buck. Mm. <laughs> where it's like I can get a hotter wife because it's like because uh, it's like my pool of like the pool that, oh, that's available like, okay. like the pool of available men is smaller so in, mm. in like if I'm doing more mm. like if I'm making more money than like so if I'm making more money than most of the people in the pool or I'm like you know fitter than most of the people in the pool like I can get 
like a hot, like you know, if yeah, you want a big fish, it, small pond, yeah, exactly, yeah. kind of thing. And it's like that's a, like if you want to like quantify it in that way, it's like you can get a, a like a mm-hmm. better quality wife. Yeah, you know what I mean. For like you know less, um, you know less input, mm-hmm. and it's like in that way there is like a like kind of a real benefit, but it also is like a it's just like a weird thing for like I don't like mm-hmm. that like it's kind of a weird thing to be like well I can get yeah. a better wife if I stick with the you know stick with it so yeah. it's like I'm gonna do that <laughs> yeah it's kind of yeah like a man- creepy manipulation in it just a feels way like, like- it, it just feels like like inauthentic to like you're like you're not like going into it being like I actually care about this yeah. community or like these ideals. I'm rather like I'm gonna go into it because I can get a smoking hot wife and I can't otherwise. You know what I mean? It's like it just feels weird. I mean, there's something to be said about like the the I guess going back to the American way of things where it's like you know oh I'm finding my true love and like whatever they are like mm-hmm. wherever they're from like I'm still gonna pick it up where it's like I mean that you're just like there's so many fucking options. I mean like you know if you want to be crazy about it, it's like there's 3.5 billion options at that point because yeah. like all women pick one who cares but it's like it, it is kind of nice to be like kind of you know c- circling it down a little bit yeah, to be like it down. yeah I'd be like okay yeah you can pick out of these and it's like okay well yeah, I like and, this, and, it, this. and it helps too when like that uh, it all because it's like you know obviously as men we chase the women mm-hmm. that's like the you know that's just the way things work yeah. and it's like when they're when they're look when they're comparing like like when they're comparing you to the denominator you know what I mean like the pool of men that you're competing against mm-hmm. it's like when there's less people you know obviously big fish small pond or whatever but yeah. it's like when you like like you said when it's like when you're uh, getting compared against 3.5 billion people they're gonna be like oh well his dick is like a point is a centimeter bigger so yeah. I'm gonna go with him or like he makes like ten dollars more a year and it's like I'm gonna go with him and it's like um so yeah there's a real tangible benefit to like hopping on this whole train it just i don't think i can like i can do it just because it's like i like i don't like i don't really vibe with the culture i don't like believe in the ideals so it's like the problem also is like a lot of the people that um that so like a lot of the people that end up like trying to go like go into these places Mm. they believe in a lot of the ideals um like because for me it's like almost incidental like if i go to this event and i find a girl there that's like cute or whatever and then i end up getting and, and then i end up married to her it's like for me it's incidental it's like it's mm-hmm. not like i'm searching for this mm-hmm. but it's like it just happened you know and obviously nice. obviously Bonus. i am to a certain extent just because like my, like i'm going to this event but mm-hmm. it's not because like i want to necessarily mm-hmm. but it's like it's more happenstance whereas like for her it's going to be more like i want this mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's like i i care more about these and maybe it's like it's it, she'll be a reflection of like the way it's happening to me mm-hmm. but it's like it, it could um but it most likely what it'll be is like someone who actually cares about these values and these things that i don't care about mm. and so it's like that complicates things further i mean it could make it like it could be useful depending on like how you view it of like maybe you don't care so much but you want somebody who cares so like in general like your kids will care because they care but i also which, don't but but like but if problem, you don't like it like I, if i don't like it then and then like yeah. Yeah, then it's like I don't want my kids to care about it. I, I get what you mean. Well, I mean, yeah, that is kind of a tough situation. Although it is interesting to be like, like you could use that. Um, I mean, you're, you're kind of stuck with your parents. But yeah. You know, like they, they have what they want. But like you can use that to like narrow down your mates just in like, you know, like okay, the most easy, I guess, would be like put a swastika on you. It's like, okay, there's a lot less Nazis than like people in general. And so it's like, I can't see myself marrying somebody who's not a Nazi. So yeah. like, there you go. Or like rock climbing or rock yeah, song yeah, yeah. or something like that. Like it does make it easier kind of like picking a tribe so then you can like marry within it. Yeah. Or I mean, 
to me, it's like I want somebody who like balances me out so that we can like eugenics our kid to be better. Of like, just give <laughs> yeah, me yeah, like yeah. a tall, very like I need an neurotic. Amazon, wife. I need an Amazon bitch so my kids can come out normal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, level it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you're kind of like, oh, but do I want like a neurotic, gigantic wife? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, like it would be the worst, but it's like, you know, rather than tuning to like get the proper child. Maybe you should care about like, oh, do I like this person yeah, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. do oh, I yeah. just pick them because of their like qualities? Yeah. Like same oh, yeah. thing with, you know, like going to that kind of event, like, oh, did I pick this girl just because she fits the bill versus or, like, do I like her? Do I? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's the thing. Um, it, it's funny because like, like my parents are kind of like, they, you know, because they didn't date. They did like the traditional Indian like arranged marriage or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're kind of like looking at me like why is like what the fuck like what's you know hurry up because they because they think they don't understand dating like they don't like they think mm. of it as like an an x plus y like equation yeah. where it's like i put you in a room of women why aren't you walking out with one right now yeah, yeah. and it's like they don't understand because they think they think that everyone is also like like you know because in, in india obviously with the whole arranged marriage thing it's like very direct everyone's very direct with their intentions mm. and it's like they don't understand that people here aren't direct with their intention mm. so even if people are going to an event that's explicitly to find a partner mm. they're still not going to be direct with their intentions yeah. they're not going to be like like they're not like i'm not going to get uh like i'm not going to walk up to a girl and be like like you've got nice birthing hips and yeah. and, and your family is is like is a, acceptable yeah <laughs> and then be like we should get married and she's not going to be like like oh yeah you make good enough money and you have some and you are a patient person that yeah. you know like you on paper you work so it's like gonna, a business deal of like right and yeah like, you like, could like they don't understand that like that's not how it is which is so strange because it's like don't yeah. you see people it is weird yeah it's like it's like i guess the culture like our dating culture is very different and it's like yeah how do you like you, can you teach them or do they just need to like accept something that doesn't make sense to them because that i don't see that especially like you know like they care about their grandkids of course like it's yeah. you know it's your genetic lineage and like especially i would think indian culture there's a bit more like say meddling if you will yeah. in like oh, yeah. the, the lives of the child oh yeah so like it's so tough to kind of like be that, like all that, right that, go that, do your that, thing that's another thing is like i don't think i can take it from both sides you know what i'm saying because it's mm. like like if i have my parents like like uh, beating down you know brow beating me about mm. like say like, i don't know say i like i don't want to um, baptize my kid or something right mm. i'm gonna get my parents uh, brow beating me mm. but it's like if i get it from the other side too it's like that's just like too much like yeah. i don't want every i don't want like everyone closing in on yeah. me you know what I mean? and then it's like yeah unless your wife like you're the two rebels and you deal with your crazy parents or does she agree with your parents and then it's like well then i'm or, the only or, one who doesn't or does like she, this or does she not necessarily agree but she'll kowtow just because she doesn't want the conflict yeah you see what i'm saying yeah so it's like i like because it's like um mo- like american culture generally it's like there's a lot more um respect placed on like the parents decisions mm. like oh like you know what you are doing is right is what that's your decision for your child that's you know that's correct mm-hmm. but it's like i can imagine like a scenario where it's like I, I make a decision for my kid and then my parents are like you're fucking retarded what are you doing and then, like there's no like it, there's almost like yeah, there's no respect for your decision because it's like this is a group decision what are you yeah. like what are you doing yeah and that is interesting like the more it's a lot more collective is what like yeah. i've just heard like asian culture in general like indian and you know can you call them oriental anymore i don't know like i, I don't say know oriental because it's like more descriptive i think yeah. it's a better i think like bangladeshis nor uh, pakistanis uh what is it called indians mm. call them south asian southeast asian refers to cambodia that area thailand mm. whatever orientals will call like china like east asia but like i consider like the like the you know south orientals like you know malaysian and 
uh, Korean. They're both Oriental. Yeah. But like, I, I say keep Oriental. I yeah. think it's like useful enough. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the discrimination is. Oh, because like maybe the British called them that or something. I don't even know where the term come from or like why, why they don't it's like bad. it. Like the yeah. Orient. Like that's what they call yeah, it. Yeah. They're okay. Asians and they, you know, they have the Asian face. Okay. Like, We're allowed yeah. to be racist. It's whatever. Yeah. No last names. Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because like, you know, Kazakhs are Asian, just like Indians are Asian, and you know certain Russians are Asian. It's like these are not the same. Like, right. There's uh, the yeah. Slavs. There's the you know whatever you want to call the Kazakhs. They're kind of Slavy Muslim. You know, you see a white Muslim, you're like, what? <laughs> What's going on? I'm so confused. Um, but yeah. Anyways, we, the before we got on the Orientals, um, getting or like the, the Asians, the, the like East Asian, you know, both the South Asians and the Oriental Asians, I think, have the very like collectivist culture. Right. Whereas, like, I mean, especially America, probably most of all, is like very like do it on your own kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah. thing. And it's like there's a lot more respect placed on like like oh you should make your decisions, you should like um, take charge of things. Whereas like there's like much more of like a Oh, things are already decided for you. Kind of mm. like like way of thinking in in yeah. Asia in general. I it, it kind of interesting because to me it's sort of like just like the way the country was born is very much like a middle finger yeah. to the parent, and it's like not only is like our country is like birth from a middle finger to the parents, like each individual person has a certain level of fuck you mom. Right, right. Like, well, it's, it's, it's not just the birth of the country, it's the growth of the country too. So it's like when you think about like the whole manifest destiny and like and spreading to the West, it's mm-hmm. like every, in, like, like you know, the, the settlers would go where they went and the government would catch up, catch up afterward. Mm-hmm. So they were like, especially like, you know, in the Great Plains regions or, or in the Ohio River Valley, it's like you would have like all these random dudes mm-hmm. that would set up in just like the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. getting attacked by Indians or whatever. And they're like, like, no, I'm just going to, I'm setting up shop right here because like, I don't, I, you know, I, don't, I have nothing better going on for me at home. So mm-hmm. I'm going to like just pack a rifle and my family, we're going to mm-hmm. like stake it out here. And the government would show up like 20 minutes, like 20 years later and be like, okay, now we can protect you guys. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like hardwired into like the culture. It's yeah, like, I'm going to go and get mine. You know? Yeah, I'm going to go get mine. And like, um, the individualism, the like, the settler, like, the settler mindset, like, the man, like, the, I, I was actually like thinking about this. It's like, or I saw a video about this where they're talking about like the concept of manifest destiny, mm. where it's like people nowadays, like Americans nowadays, kind of look at it as like this kind of silly idea. It's like, oh, like they were kind of like crazy for thinking that. Mm. But it's like, we still kind of think that in a way where mm. like they were saying, like, like especially in history books or when, when people talk about america um I, I forget who said this but like there's like a youtube video or like an article i wrote where they were or not i wrote but i read mm. um where they were saying how like even like the way that like people tell the story of america like betrays that even like that modern people still believe in these ideas like mm. for and so uh, specifically to the um manifest destiny example it was like when you talk about like like oh like the um, the country like they pe- like people say like like oh the country was isolationist before World War Two and it's like no it's not mm. we were conquering the entire continent <laughs> for like a hundred plus years until World War Two and then we you know started to go overseas yeah. or whatever and it's like um like you know our entire founding like people view like America at like people view America as it is now as the natural conclusion mm. to like the outset. And that in and of itself is like a very manifest destiny concept that people don't even realize that they believe in. Well, yeah, describe that a little more. I'm not sure. Like, because like, 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 because like, you like most people nowadays think about like think about America when it's like oh when it got to like its true form. You know what I mean? Like, cause you, you know, when we talk about the Louisiana Purchase, mm-hmm. or when we talk about like the Gadsden Purchase, or like you know, like the take, like getting Texas and like getting all the Western territories and stuff, mm-hmm. and the, like the Indian Wars and stuff. Pe- people think about it as like. Um, almost like a culmination or like 
Like, uh, of course we would come to our full right album. right it's yeah. like it's like oh yeah this is like the you know the prime like this yeah. is where this is where we ended up this is where we should have ended up kind mm-hmm. of thing not necessarily like we wanted to do this but it's like yeah it's the natural culmination of of mm-hmm. things that happen you know what i mean and not and then people don't think about it as if like, like uh, we and, and, stole land or like well not even stole land, land but it's like we don't think about it as a conquest in a way but it's like mm-hmm. like people talk about like the the like the quote-unquote indian genocides or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like they almost don't like I don't know how to explain it, but it's like most people don't view like people think of the the U.S. In, at, today as it's like its natural form. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean like because when I say steal, I wasn't mean like the Indians because like you know a whole like disease shit like killed like nine out of ten or something right, like, right, nuts right. like that. But like because well, I think Texas because my my mom's Texan, she's like yeah we were our own. And she always says like every Texan you will ever meet will at some point if you talk to them long enough mention the fact that they were their own country and they yeah. might do it again. And it's yeah, like yeah. okay. All right, shut, shut, up, shut, shut the up, fuck up. Like you yeah. know, you weren't like it wasn't gonna last. The whole point was to join the union later. Like fine, but or or, or the the confederacy. Um, but like the fact that like settlers went to Mexico because they wanted slaves, and then Mexico said no more slaves, and they were like yes more slaves, and then they just yeah, like yeah. took the land. And they're like, well, this isn't Mexico anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just like, yeah, fuck you. Like <laughs> yeah. we came because you let us do what we want. The moment you say no, we're just gonna say go fuck yourself. Right, we're right. still gonna well, do what I, we I mean, want because like so like. And then part of the reason why, like, Mexico even said, like, oh, we want settlers over here was because, like, they didn't want to – because they wanted to pacify the land. Like, Texas, mm. Texas was mostly run by the Comanches at the time. And they were mm. like, we don't want to send our own people to get killed over there. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just invite these fools over here? Yeah. We'll tell them we can – they can hold their slaves or whatever. And then – you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, as uh, like, as soon as, like, the uh, – and, like, I mean, what is it called? And then eventually, like, the, the Mexicans were like, you can't do that. And they're like, um, oh, we want to do our own thing. And, you know, they left, obviously. Yeah. But – yeah, the whole area, like that whole like area, is fucking crazy. Like the whole Indian wars over there, like the Comanche wars, like it's crazy to read about. But like, I, yeah, it is interesting to see. And I think because um, it was earlier when you were saying like manifest destiny is like hidden in our modern culture. Because I think about like uh, like you know um, containment and like the spread of democracy. Yeah, and it's almost like we can't take them over actually but we can just make them have the same government as us and make them all be yeah. our best friends it's, it's like the framing in in and of itself shows that we all like inherently believe something to a certain extent mm. like this like um like the whole russia thing it's like like the um uh what is it called the fact that we're sanctioned like most people like most liberals and conservatives can generally agree that it's like like um that putin shouldn't be able to just invade ukraine or whatever but it's like to operate from that idea that concept is kind of like it's kind of like you're just like uh, presupposing that like our idea is the correct one. Mm. You see, you see what I'm saying? And which is like, I don't think it's a bad thing to, cause I think it is the correct one. Yeah. Frankly, <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, uh, but it's like, for example, like I was, I was watching this debate between like a Muslim guy and, um, I, I fuck, I forget who, who, who they were, but it was like a Muslim, like cleric or like a Imam or something. And like mm. a, this kind of, this guy who was like, and basically the, the topic was like, can like Islam coexist with like liberal democracies? And the, the Muslim guy was like, you realize like, cause the other guy was like, why can't we just like get along and we like, you know, we can have this kind of forum where like, you know, the Christians do their own thing. The Muslims do their own thing. And then we kind of like, don't bother each other. And we just like have, 
you know, our own things or whatever. And then the Muslim guy was like, like two for, for me to like, for us to coexist in that way, I would have to presuppose that you're like, I'm already living in your presupposition. Cause like the whole concept of like a liberal, like neutral playground Mm -hmm. of like, of like ideas is a liberal idea. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, I don't believe in that idea. I don't like, I want to take over and I want to kill you. (laughs) And like, you you see what I'm saying? So he was saying like, he was saying like, just that, that concept in and of itself is submission to your system. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. No, that is a really good, that's, that's a really good point. Um, like it, it, it is kind of funny. Yeah. Like not being like, assuming that like all conquering is done Yeah. to me, that's, that's, I mean, it's not exactly your point, but like yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. of it is, and it, I've heard it from somebody else, you know, who is, you know, smarter than me. They were like, yeah, this, like, Europe has never been this stable before. Like, the fact that it's been, like, 100 years without any real changes in borders, especially, like, compared to, like, Germany, France, and England. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. France and England, who have been at, were at war for how many years? Or, like, are the now, Holy Roman Empire, yeah. Empire or whatever. And, yeah. like, now and, and now that everything's settled down for a while, we're just like, oh, that's how it is forever. Like, no country is ever going to change. And Russia's like, we want more. Like, we want back what we had before. Like, give it to us. And we're like, what? You're taking over land? Like, yeah. How that's who would ever do such a thing? Yeah, yeah, Meanwhile, yeah. it's like we everybody's been doing it yeah. forever. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's like I like I'm not gonna pretend like we have to stop Russia because mm. like like all oh, what they're doing is bad and they got like because like we do similar stuff like with Yemen and whatever. Like yeah. we, we're doing like I like I try to be as transparent with these things as possible. And it's like we're doing what we're doing to Russia with the sanctions and providing Ukrainians with weapons, mm. not because of, out of like some sort of like moral sense of duty or whatever, mm. but because they're our enemies. Yeah. And we want to fuck with our enemies. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think it's a bad thing to be like, um, what is it called? Like open with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, like, um, when I was in Korea or whatever, some, some woman asked me, she was like, do you like, do you dislike any country? And I was like, I don't dislike any country or group of people. It was, like, it was a kind of a strange question, but I was like, mm-hmm. I answered it anyway. I was like, I don't dislike any country or group of people. I think they all have like their merits and their, like their pros and cons or whatever. But like, if I like, like, but obviously, like, my country has beef with Russia and China. Mm. So we got, like, we got a scrap. <laughs> and it's, like, and it's not, like, it's not, like, the average Russian or Chinese. I'm going to be, like, I don't like you guys. But yeah. it's, like, at the end of the day, our our countries are, like, op- like oppositional. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, we like we can't, like, that's not, like, in a vacuum. Mm. Like, we can't just ignore that that's not a thing. And it's, like, it's those, like, that were, like, on a crash, like, a tr- like crash course trajectory. You know what I mean? Well, I... See, to me, though, I wonder, and, like, my thought on it is that, um, like, well, I don't understand, I guess it is the back to the liberal idea of, like, why can't they be communist over there and we be, you know, capitalist over here and just, like, like, why, you know, why are we getting involved over there? And at the same time, it's interesting to see that it is a level of competition. I think of it, like, specifically between the U.S. and China as, like, it is a competition of like ways of living yeah. you know like who is going to prosper more based on like your presuppositions of like you know oh yeah capitalism wins and democracy wins because like we pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and we do what we want when we want and it's the most efficient meanwhile like capitalism leads to like a lot of just inherent like bureaucracy or like corruption of like you just pay for what you want and once you have a certain level of money you can do basically whatever you want and like you're not meanwhile like in china at the same time it's like the communists like if you don't agree with the ideas like they just fucking like red code you and you're like you can't go to the grocery store anymore yeah yeah, it's like they're both shitty in their own like different ways Uh, but like for some reason we're comparing the two in what i think is a bad way of like 
who can make the most money and then at some point which i think there's going to be a war who can you know is the best at making war right right and it's right. like why are these our grading systems like why is this right. going to determine and, and, and like and, and I, I i see your point and that's pro- that's like that's why i don't like try to prescribe a sort of like like overarching kind of motivation or goal or some sort of like like um like this idea of like oh we're like like a on a cause or like mm. a just cause or like we're, we're like fighting for something it's like bro there are enemies like obviously because on, on and there are there are enemies because there's like they're similarly powerful mm. and they want more influence like every country in the world wants influence and power mm. like it's just like the way of nature and it's like i don't mm. i don't think we need anything more than that to be enemies honestly and to be oppositional to each other that's uh, see like to me i'm like i'm like you know we don't why are we even doing this and you're just like no, like this is a good reason. Like, like this, yeah, no, this no, no, is no, real life. Like, because it's like they're gonna take our lunch. Because it's like, because here's the thing, bro. It's like if I'm like, like say I'm like a chimpanzee in the in the in the forest, right? Mm. And it's like, all right, like, and I have a group of people with or a group of chimpanzees mm. with me, right? And then there's another group of chimpanzees, right? Mm. And it's like they like, um, and then like they start incurring into our territory. Mm. It's like like I could I you on one hand you can say like oh well they're not doing anything, mm. so like. Why, like, why, like, it's not right, wrong, or it's not correct for you to kill them. Like, why would you fight and die potentially over this just, like, sliver of land? Mm-hmm. But it's, like, but that represents something more, too. So, it's, like, mm-hmm. like if you show weakness, then they will pounce on that weakness. So, it's, like, mm-hmm. it's, so, even though on a, like, very surface level, you're fighting over a piece of land, what we're actually fighting over is way deeper than that. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, a lot of these, like, oh, like, these people died in so many wars that make, it's, it, like, are, like, oh, like, they fought over this little piece of land, like, it's, like, uh, it's so stupid, and it's, like, no, it's not stupid. It, like, kind of makes sense in a, in, in a, when you, when you look at people, it's you, the frame, because there's, like, because when you look, because when you frame people as, like, as if they're, like, these, like, beings of higher intellect and not mm. just animals that, like, have certain things, like, have certain, like, quirks or whatever, yeah. it's, like, then, it, like, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. It's, like, not everyone is, is like, not everyone has this like has the same ideas about what's going to happen. So obviously, it's like if your idea starts to take over, they're going to take issue with that and try to enforce their ideas. Mm. See what I'm saying? And it's like I don't think like like obviously there can be stupid wars. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it's like like this like a lot of people like uh, that that don't like allow for like nuance. They're like oh they're just like this European war. They're like oh they're like they just died over like a piece of land. And it's like it's pro- more complicated than that probably. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And it's not stupid. Not re- like if, like if like for in that chimpanzee example, if I killed a bunch of chimpanzees over, or maybe like a couple of mine died, it's not stupid. We're enforcing mm. our borders and we're protecting our own. Yeah, yeah, because it is like you know, it, it, at the end of the day, we're like yeah, while, while you're fighting over what might be like a useless part of land, it's the fact that like if you let them take that, they could take more, and they could take resources that'll lead to like the death of your children or something like that. Right. And also like thinking about um, sort of like the whole like. Well, the borders are drawn. Why would anybody want to change it? It's like, you know, we're pretty happy because we're on top right now. Yeah, exactly. But it's like yeah, yeah. if they, they want to be on top because it's better to be on top, you know, like they're they're not going to get it out of nowhere. We could have two people on top. That's not how it works. Like yeah. they got to beat us in order to be on top. And it's like either, okay, let them beat us. Right. But then we don't have that luxury of being number one anymore. We don't we, have the control. We got, we got a lot of benefits for being, like like you said, on top. And yeah. it's like, why wouldn't they want that? It's just natural. They yeah. want to be better. They want it's to better, do more. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, of course, we're going we're gonna to come into conflict at some point, like mm. in, the, in that regard. And the best way to like approach that, I mean- at least in like probably in, in like my perspective it's like like you gotta like stomp them out essentially mm-hmm. you know what i mean <laughs> what well, is it's, it's interesting too in that like 
you know, because it's like, okay, picking top monkey. How do you do it? Uh, you t the two monkeys fight, and whoever's the stronger monkey, or maybe the more clever monkey, they end up killing the other one, and then they win because mm -hmm. they have like the best system, or they or the, are, or the or the most allies, yeah, or whatever. They yeah. are the most fit for the situation. Their their unit as one does the job better, and that's yeah. why it was able to beat the other one. And so, if you look at it at you know it through a scope of war, it's like you know it tests things not just of like. You know, our guys are bigger and stronger, so they can kill your guys, which it might have done before. But now it's almost like, you know, is your economy structured and is robust enough to be able to handle like changing all the manufacturing? Right. Or, or do you have enough people who are on the side of like the idea of the country to actually go and fight it rather than rebelling? Do you have the resources and like the, the you know the friendships to be able to still you know get resources that we need that we can't produce ourselves? While yeah, during, during, during wartime. War. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's it, I mean it is really interesting like because uh, like you know you're saying like yeah a lot of people say it's stupid to go to war and I'm like like so many people have gone to war like such high levels of our country are devoted to going to war it's like it's like how much smarter do we really get like yeah. you know it's like you, you know you can say like oh physicists are so smart it's like what are they even doing like they just like math so they do it like they're not like geniuses of like i'm doing this job because it is like the most efficient best thing it's like no everybody's actually pretty stupid like yeah. they're like stupid in their own weird way right, like right right well like, they, they have like they're susceptible to their own motivations yeah and whatever you, yeah and like yeah it's not i can't really say it's stupid because it's as smart as it gets so like what isn't right. stupid because if everything was like you know like um if everyone did exactly what was like the most optimal thing mm -hmm. for human and it's also like people argue over what is optimal mm -hmm. it's like made like uh, like like I like back to the Islam example. It's like maybe like like a lot of people in the Middle East would be like the optimal system or whatever. The one that we gotta fight for is where everyone except Muslims are subjugated. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. and it's like obviously we disagree with that. So we're gonna go to war. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like it's like my idea is better. You can only pick one way. There's more than one way to skin mm -hmm. a cat. So how are we gonna skin this cat? Well, I'm gonna shoot you in the face. Then right, I'm gonna right, skin right. this and cat. I, I, obviously, like I'm not saying like well we need to go over the Middle East and change their ideas about stuff. Yeah, but it's like the whole uh, like oh like if they want to be communist. They should just be communist. Let them be communist, and it's like mm -hmm. it's not that simple because it's like because I know like because like China's going to try and like convert the people around them and like the whole domino mm -hmm. theory or whatever. And then uh, you know, I don't. It, why it, can't we be allies with the with a communist country? Like I think we can, but like so like especially now because we're like kind of tight with Vietnam um, mm -hmm. and we're getting tighter a little bit, and they're like yeah. token. Let me just say. All right, if you can get a hamburger in Hanoi, we won that fucking war, all right? <laughs> but it's like, like I, I think because like a lot of these places too are like very like token, like com like they pay lip service to like communism or whatever. Like for example, like China, like China does not have like social programs like that. Like they don't have like social security. They don't have like welfare really. Mm. So it's like when they say like they're communist, it's like it's all lip service. So it's like, mm. um, yeah, it's not like Russian communism, how it was like, or like the USSR like version of communism is very different. And like, I mean, like China is very, capitalist and like look at all the markets and shit like it, it has to have capitalism in order to f survive right 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 and that's why like um like even like north korea for example the mm. part of the reason why they're still like surviving is because they have a lot of <clears throat> from what i understand i don't know too much about this but they have a lot of like black markets that they basically let go like mm. like kind of unnoticed because they need the money mm -hmm. yeah right? I know not like necessarily need the money but they need the trade and they need like goods coming into the country have you heard about them like selling meth to everybody and like oh are they oh they because they're like we can't sell and like nobody will buy our shit so we'll just sell all the illegal shit that's already that, so like yeah they sell meth to like everybody they make like missiles for everybody who's not supposed to have them kind of shit like yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're very much like fuck it like we don't care you know mm -hmm. break all the laws um but um yeah it, it, like 
It is interesting to like you know. Actually, I don't know. I kind of lost my train of thought there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just think that like, I, like I think it's kind of silly to think like, um, like like you can't like I I see a lot of people that like like up until Ukraine didn't really believe in this concept of like America World Police kind of mm-hmm. thing. They're like, oh, we shouldn't like be in all these other countries, and it's like, okay, then why? How can you also turn around and then justify? Mm-hmm going into into ukraine and it's like you could justify that by saying it's like oh we're, we're trying to like prevent war and all these things like that mm-hmm. um and it, it is like like you want to like a, a, like a system where like people aren't just allowed to invade each other is a good system mm-hmm. we don't really abide by that system that much because we invade you know like we are we we arm saudi arabia they fuck up yemen and then yeah. we, we invaded like iraq and whatever but it's like like i like i think a lot of people are like like oh like I, I don't know how to explain it, but I think they're like surprised that we would act this way. Mm. Or like, I, I think they're surprised that Russia or the U.S. would behave in the ways they do, and it's because they come from this perspective of like, like, oh, they, they well, they said that they wouldn't do this, and, and they're, or they're, or their their central ideology doesn't uh, believe mm. in this. But it's like people are human; they're gonna make like, um, they're gonna make. I mean, whether you consider the mistakes or not, right. they're gonna do things that are not necessarily within the purview of like. Mm. Um, well, I think what they're supposed to. Morality is a luxury to a certain extent. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like all it's all fun and games. Yeah, you can flag wave and say like, we believe in every country's you know autonomy. Blah 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 blah. And then you know, hey, we need oil. You have oil. Give it. Right. You know? Actually, so it's interesting. Like, I, I um, what is it called? Um, Azerbaijan is like a a, a big. Uh, I think it's a uh, ally. It's, yeah, ally of Russia, right? And there's, mm-hmm. I think, it, I don't. Yeah, they. I, I think they're selling gas mm. to um, Europe, right? Because Europe needs like the gas for their um, mm. electricity needs, and they're invading Armenia right now. Or I don't know if they still are, but they were mm. invading. Last time I checked, they were invading Armenia, and it's like Europe is happy to buy gas from um, Azerbaijan because they're not scared of Azerbaijan mm. at large. They're scared mm-hmm. of Russia at large, so they'll sanction the shit out of Russia and quietly buy Russian oil from mm-hmm. Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's that's because they don't care ultimately whether Ukraine or Armenia survive. Yeah. What they care about is their enemy at the door, which yeah. is Russia. And since Azerbaijan is not a big threat, they don't care that they're like doing their own like conflict right there. It is really it is really cool. Like like the very human, you know, like you can see that it is like a very it, it's at the end of the day it's a product of people so it's like you know sometimes they act very cold and clinical and very calculated but at the same time some people act just like purely just stupid just like i want it give it to me or like in the maybe in the middle there's a little bit of idealism but at yeah. the same time it's kind of like oh you know we need some gas like yeah, come yeah, on yeah. kind of shit it's like it's and, and it's just like that but just you know like leveled up and you can see it, it it's so amazing yeah like, oh yeah because it's like yeah it's like like anyone that's surprised that the U.S. is acting the way it does towards Russia, it's like, mm-hmm. why? They're enemies. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're going to take any chance we can to spit in their eye. Mm-hmm. It's like, of course. I think we need to be, like, I guess kind of correcting our culture in that way and that we've gotten kind of like – like, to me, like, America is a fat country in, like, so many ways. Like, you know, our people are fat. Yeah. You know, our houses are fat. All our yeah, cars yeah. are fat. Like, everything is – like, the food is fat. Everything uh, – you know, fat. I, fat I see what you're saying. You know, yeah. we have too many resources for our own good. Um, and I think that has also bled into like our morality or like we have a fat morality of like we'll be moral and just about everything and I remember um, this is like one news podcast I was listening to where it's like every country will like you know will be very upfront about like we are our priority they're self-interest like, yeah yeah and why can't we be upfront yeah, about ourselves but like no yeah. of course yeah we, we, like we're like oh it's so bad that America's putting America first it's like you live in America. Like, yeah. come on, man. Like, why, yeah. why, why, why should yeah. we put ourselves first? But it's first? like, we're so like, 
like we've just sat on the throne so long that it's almost expected that we're going to be number one forever. Like it's like yeah, of course we're going to be number one. So like yeah, we can we should be nice to these people. It's like hey, like if you're nice to them, like we're not going to be number one anymore. Yeah, like, you don't realize if, if you're nice if you're too nice to them for too long, they'll yeah. wait till you turn your back and yeah. drive a knife in. Yeah, and it's like it's like like you got like people have to stop look, like with that with certain exceptions. Like countries are only friends with us because we benefit them. You yeah, know what I'm saying like if we didn't benefit these places at all, why would they like throw their lot in with us? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, and and people don't treat like I, yeah, and people view like countries as if they're not like a thing. Mm-hmm. They like they almost like I, I see this a lot with like expats and like people that travel a lot where they're mm-hmm. almost like I'm a local of everywhere, man. And it's like no, you're not. <laughs> hey, like hey. you have a very like specific mindset that comes from the place you're raised and like mm-hmm. all these things that like influence the way you see the world. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if you went like. Like, like if you went to an, like if you went to a place where like now we're oppositional to the U.S., mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't matter that like that oh like we're we're actually the same man like we're actually like, we we're, we have more in common than we do different. It's like okay, well who cares? Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're we're oppositional right now, so it's like whatever. Yeah. It's like that's like largely true. It's like yeah, we're all human, mm-hmm. in, but it's like in in a um, in a real sense, it's like mm-hmm. no, we're not all the same because it's like I have different ideas, yeah. you have different ideas. You want the borders drawn this way, I want the borders drawn this way. We're gonna fight over it. Mm. It is because like thinking about applying like um, like spreading democracy everywhere. It's like I think there's certain cultures where it just does not fit. Like you can't you can't apply to my. So it's actually interesting that you mentioned that point because it's like I was think I was um, reading about like how in Japan. So Japan is like a democracy, mm. but they've they've had the same exact party in power mm. for like seventy years. So it's like, is it really a democracy? Mm. Like. Or is it just nominally so? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, I think like maybe East Asia is one of those places where it's like, it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it just doesn't work in the Middle East. And maybe it just doesn't work in East Asia. Maybe like, yeah. like, like same with like Singapore, for example, like, like the, like, like Asians, I think largely do not, because like, because here's the thing about like, uh, and, and, I'll, and I'll go on, uh, I'll explain a little bit afterward too, like why I think this, but it's like, like, for example, Singapore is essentially a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a one-party rule. You're not allowed to, like, if you're part of an opposition party, you're technically allowed to exist, but you're not allowed to uh, campaign, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's essentially de facto one-party rule. So it's, yeah. like, a dictatorship. And it's, like, people are okay with it because the money works. Mm-hmm. Or, the, or uh, part of it is, like, part of it is that, like, the S- Singapore is a nice place to live mm-hmm. and the party makes the right decisions. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, like, an accepted, like, like benevolent dictator-type situation. Mm-hmm. But it's, like... Like, uh, and here's an example of like, kind of like the opposite and how it still kind of works that way. So it's like when I was in South Korea, like I was in South Korea, like right after, um, like, or right when COVID was like really heating up Mm -hmm. or like, well, it was like right after the, like the big scares or whatever, but it was still like in the consciousness of the people there. Mm -hmm. And like, so like when I was there, like the rules would change wildly every single, like, like almost on a night to night basis or a week to week basis. Mm. Like it would, we would literally get like messages from the government like apps or whatever being like oh like these are the rules like from now on and then like 12 hours later it'd be like oh actually <laughs> actually we rescinded those and we made them stricter and it's like and i kind of talked to some people like i knew uh i kind of kind of talked to some people and i'm like are the businesses like cool with this like do people like are is no one angry is no one like asking the government like where their like thinking comes from because mm. like I, I i like they had this rule where like if you walk into um Basically, like, you know, because Korea is very small, like, all the all the restaurants and stuff are really small. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't have to put, like, um, distance requirements on anything. So, it's like, if there's, like, tables right next to each other, they didn't have to, like, spread them out. Mm-hmm. But, you, basically, if you walked into a, um, uh, into a restaurant, right, you would sit next to these tables, but you couldn't know them. 
And so, like, if you had two tables next to each other, within like within six feet of each other, mm-hmm. you could sit next to them, and that's fine. But if you if it turns out that you knew them ahead of time and you walked in like kind of together, mm-hmm. then it becomes an issue, which is like silly because it's like if you have uh, COVID, they're yeah. gonna get it due to proximity, whether you knew them ahead of time yes. or not. So what difference does it make? And it's like like no one ever thought to like question these decisions or like or even ask like why are you doing this? Like why do you think this way? Mm-hmm. And it was because like and I asked my Korean friends and they're like. And they basically explain that, like, the reason why is because Koreans largely believe that, like, even if they, they, they have this, like, mentality of, like, even if I don't understand why the government is doing what it's doing, I believe that they're doing what they're doing with the right intentions or, like, with my, um, like, my, like, what is it called? With my safety or whatever in mm. mind. So I, like, they ultimately think, they ultimately believe in authority. Almost like a parent kind of thing. Yeah, like, they, like, and, 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 like, in the U.S., like, respect and authority have to be earned. Mm. Whereas, like, in Korea, it's, like, you get automatic authority from the title or from, like, mm-hmm. your position. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, when someone of that position tells you to do something, even if you don't, dis- you, even if you disagree, like, you're not in that position. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you just do what they tell you to do. And I think that that like I think wow. in places like that, it's hard to say that like democracy can f- uh, for sure work because mm-hmm. it's like how do you know that it's not just nominally working or like on a, on a surface level looks like it's yeah. working? You see what I'm saying? I mean, like I would say, being that I am a pro democracy guy, like give them the option, like make it a democracy, yeah. and then if they choose through democracy to have an oligarchy, you know, you can have it where it's like yeah, everybody chooses that, but I guess then it's like you know you can't give them the option to like refuse the oligarchy kind of thing with democracy like it has to be an oligarchy and it like well to, you don't to, get to, the choice to, to be fair for the, the south koreans like um, the chebol system came about when they were under a dictator mm-hmm. and he granted these things to get foreign investment but it's like like uh like places in the middle east and stuff it's like um and obviously some, some of that has to do with our own intervention but it's mm-hmm. like there are plenty of places where it's like naturally like especially in africa and like in the balkans and stuff where it's like naturally just over time like a dictator will prop up and it's mm-hmm. like like russia for example it's like they have the opportunity to be, um, what is it called, like dem- democratic or whatever, and they keep choosing. I mean, well, I say they keep choosing like a di- essentially a dictator, but it's like how much of that choice is legitimate. So it's like, yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, like it's like they they inherently go towards it. It's almost like instinctual. They don't even realize it, but then they just kind of like stray and then end up boom back to dictator. Which I mean, I think that is just kind of like um, like it's a very humany thing of like just wanting like the one good big man like king to lead the yeah yeah like and and so like i don't know if that's necessarily just culture or if not like instinctual to want i think i think i think it's a human thing in like at large because i think like that's that's why rome had their caesar because it's like you want this one guy who's Mm. charismatic and in charge and he's a baller Mm -hmm. that's why like characters like trump work like Mm -hmm. where it's like he's like this kind of like strong figure like Mm -hmm. he cuts a strong figure he's not like a calvin coolidge who's just going to be like like a nerd like, i'm gonna make the economy really good and yeah. like i'm gonna shut up and not and just do my yeah. job and it's like no he cuts a strong figure yeah even if like these people love trump and it's like if you look at his presidency like a lot of the stuff he did it's like very like like i would say like very like middle of the road like kind of mm-hmm. policies like very like it's like, like okay he did an okay job i guess i don't even like, I, I don't even know if like uh uh well i don't even know if i would say like okay job but it was more so like the way I would describe it is almost like he just comes across like a moderate in the mm-hmm. in everything he like did, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with certain exceptions or whatever. But it's like a lot of the like real policies that he implemented. I guess mm-hmm. it's like w- like where's the real like big conservative bent? 
or like you, know, uh-huh. you see what I'm saying? So it's not like he's a fast car; he's just a fast-looking car. And everybody's yeah. like, "Yeah, it's so fast." It's like not really. Like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it goes about the same. He's speed. just like kind of a strong personality, and, and but that doesn't translate to the work he's doing. And then yeah. like think about Biden. It's like like the idea of like because like he just like wrecked the like um, he's done certain like he's done certain things that like a lot of conservatives would like, mm-hmm. like the whole like taking um, like he's bringing a lot of microchip production. I think like if like. I might be incorrect on this, but like mm. he had this whole thing where like he basically made it really difficult, or he made it so that Taiwan can't sell like their um, their parts of the microchips to China. So China is basically cut off from the world supply of microchip uh, parts or whatever, mm. like whatever part that because Ta- it's hyper specialized. Taiwan makes their own part or whatever or one piece, mm. um, and that it's like one of like one of the pop pieces of the puzzle that you need to build microchips. And they and uh, Biden administration banned. Taiwan from selling it to China. Mm. So it's like he's doing stuff that I think conservatives would like, but because they care so much more about like the ethos of like mm. of attached to the figure than rather than what the figure itself is doing, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like, yeah, it's 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 hard to like get real shit done. Yeah. You know I mean? Cause like, I, like I've, I've got a couple friends that are like, like, oh, like fuck Biden. Da, 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 da. And it's like, I think, dude, it's like you would probably like some of what he's doing. Mm. Like, and I'm not saying he's like the best. I'm like, I'm, I, I didn't vote for Biden. Yeah. I didn't vote for Trump either. But it's like, I didn't vote for either of them. I'm not like particularly in with either of them. Mm. But I think there's like something to like look at it for both of them. You mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah, that is really interesting. I keep saying interesting. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, that is very intriguing. Um, like, I don't going into that of like just i think it's one of the dynamics is like the party system of like right you want to just say like they bad me good and like you don't want to go into all the minutiae of like well their fiscal policy is actually pretty good but their right. immigration policy is a little bit too loose for my preferences blah 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 yeah. blah and like i don't and, and even if you go into that too people are like yes immigration no immigration it's like well actually certain immigration if you're a european come on down but if you're mexican now it's like yeah, yeah yeah well what you know like and I, I think honestly, what like obviously, like obviously, we have this two-party system, and the reason why we have the two-party system is because there's a big concentration of power at the top, mm-hmm. and you need to win. And the way the system's set up in a way that you need overwhelming support to win even a modicum of power, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like the problem with that is that it's like that's why we have a two-party system where it's like if if you can only get a little bit of power by like by amassing such like a and i don't think it's a bad thing i think it's a good thing actually but the problem comes where it's like well then the the power is never intended to be concentrated at the top because mm-hmm. now you get like these very general or like kind of like um like the, you can't have nuance because you're not really supposed to like a mm-hmm. lot of these ideas and concepts are supposed to be like uh decided on a state level like a lot mm-hmm. of this power is supposed to be decentralized like if if you have like a like a nuanced idea of like what should like what we should do as a country or like say say like I have an I have like an idea for like an import tax or something that would work that would benefit I don't know like some some sort of law that would benefit Florida right mm. but the country as large it would it would hurt right mm. or like a policy like applies to anything right it's like I would then apply that in Florida but the problem is is like everyone's so focused on like applying their politics on a national stage mm. that they don't like they don't like focus at all on like local elections yeah. Yeah, no, that is... And, and people, too. Like, mm-hmm. like how many people care or know about, like, their local politicians or, like... Yep. And it's, like, I'm, like, you know, I'm guilty as charged. Like, I don't know too much about, like, my local politicians. I mean, I know... I probably know a little bit more, like, slightly more mm-hmm. than, like, the average person. But it's, like, I don't know that much. Yeah, I have no idea. About, like, the I local have... issue. Because it's, like... Because here's the thing. It's, like, if you told me, like, oh, we need, like, um, I don't know, like, a federal, like, uh, like system, like, surrounding 
I don't know, like, like if, if you told me, like, oh, we need, a, like, a federal sort of program to, because there's also a concept of, like, degrees of separation, right? Mm. So, it's like, if, like, I don't, I might not be opposed to, like, a, a like, a, a uh, like, a government program that's funded by taxes in Florida that does a very specific thing, mm-hmm. but if then you take that to a federal level, well, now, like, there, there's issues with corruption where it's, like, now, like, there's so many degrees of separation with that money mm. where it's, like, now I no longer support it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even, like, on a conceptual basis, I don't really support it because I don't think we should be enforcing maybe this particular idea on all the other states. Yeah. And let them decide what they want and then people will vote with their feet. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And it's, like, not everything that works in Florida. Like, like if I'm, if I'm like, oh, we should be, like, say, like, in New York, right? Or say like a lot of like liberal states are like, we need to build subways everywhere. So federally mandated subways. Mm. That doesn't work for us because we can't build underground. Yeah. But now we have a predicament where it's like, we by law have to build subways, but we can't physically. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and yeah. that's like a- It's too like, blunt of a tool. It's, exactly. It's too blunt of a tool. And then there's too many people fighting for power at the top. And there's too many degrees of separation where the money's going to get lost mm. and it's going to get like- because if you look at the states on an individual level, they're like most states are actually very fiscally responsible outside of like a couple of um, like notable examples like Chicago or like Illinois at large. But Chicago is the corporate yeah, exactly. basically like, like <laughs> Illinois, Chicago, or Illinois, California, New Jersey, New York State. And then I think um, I don't know what the last one is, but they all have like very poor credit score, credit ratings as like as like, as like a state. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the country is very like, you know triple a double a whatever like they're doing well financially mm-hmm. and it's because there's less of a degree of separation where it's like yeah like to a, to a certain extent if the florida government is being fucky i can walk up to tallahassee and like you know we can talk about it mm-hmm. whereas like if like no one's doing the same thing with dc because there's so many layers of bureaucracy where it's mm-hmm. like i don't even know where the money's going and i don't have the time or uh, wherewithal to figure it out you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah no that is that's how do we fix it yeah i I mean i think ultimately like we should decentralize more but it's Mm. like that's a very like easy convenient answer and it's like okay well how do we do that it's like i mean one central authority to decentralize it all yeah yeah yeah, that doesn't make any sense yeah yeah yeah. Um, honestly like because like an example like an example we might have to honestly just like start to cut ourselves off from the federal system more off more and what i mean by that is like um like um like for example, like the school system, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of schools, especially in Florida or whatever, but most I think most of the country is like this. It's like they they take significant funding sources from several different locations. Mm-hmm. So say like what like you know this like the numbers are not are not going to be accurate, but say look we have a local school down the road, like twenty five percent of the, the their budget will come from the federal government, twenty five percent will come from local taxes, twenty five percent will come from like grants or whatever the fuck, twenty five percent will come from uh, like. Uh, like the like the state government or whatever, mm-hmm. and the problem is is like when you when the state like say the state government or the school wants to do something right, and the state government's cool with it, local government's cool with it, the whoever applied the grant is cool with it, uh, but the federal government's like no that goes against our policy. Mm-hmm. Now they can't do it, mm-hmm. and then now they're like kind of stuck in a limbo where they're like not being able to like really test what's going to work mm-hmm. because otherwise they lose a big source of funding. Mm-hmm. So like I'm like like and like healthcare is one of these things too where it's like I wouldn't be necessarily opposed to like like a government funded option for healthcare, mm. but there's gotta be like serious restrictions on it. And it's gotta be like on a state basis. Cause like every successful like public option in the world mm-hmm. is like state based. Mm. Like in Switzerland, it's based on their cantons. In France, it's based on like their uh, state. And um, in every like non-successful place, it's like there's no, pri- every every place where it's like slow and like it's famous for being slow and underfunded, like Canada and the U- UK. Mm-hmm. Like part of the problem is like it's run from a federal level where there's, like I said, these degrees of separation where mm-hmm. people don't know where the money's going. Yeah. And then also um, there's no private option. So there's no competition. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? 
And so, like, uh, I think it should be run on a local level. Um, and then that way, if the Florida system's shitty, then people are just going to leave and then not contribute money to it. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And then, like, and then we can, you know, we could talk about, we can, on a more minute, minute level, kind of assess, like, where, what, are, what are our problems in relation to the other states? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, that's... Right, I thumbs up, Shane. Good work. <laughs> you figured Gold it out. Star. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I think that's a good solution. I just don't know, like, I guess you know, the corporate interest. Right. Right. Because because yeah. because ultimately, like, to do something like 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 for example, if we wanted to unhook our, our schools from this kind of like like piecemeal system where like we take funding from all these different sources mm-hmm. and now we have to listen to what every individual has. like because the thing is is like if everyone's got an idea and they won't like you know think about it like a group project right. If everyone's got like a, a, a vast, diff, vastly different idea of what they, of what direction they want to go with something, mm-hmm. and you've got four people pulling you in four directions, you got you can only do like the bare minimum to satisfy all all four of them. Mm-hmm. But it's like maybe one person's right, and you can't test out to the full extent their idea because mm-hmm. then you lose funding from the other three, and you so you have to do something that like kind of vaguely satisfies everyone else. Mm-hmm. You, see, you see what I'm saying? But so I it's think- like the only way to avoid that is to like unhook yourself from that system completely. Yeah. And, and but it's like but then that would. But then you have to tell all these like uh, all these people in Florida. It's like oh, we got to raise your taxes, and it's like mm. they don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Well, I think that also puts you at risk of like um, just kind of like the the localized power where there's no central authority that will like fix stuff. Right, so, like right. if it is a school that's like actually we're gonna go back to segregation, and it's <laughs> yeah. like well you know the federal government's not giving us any right. We right. do what I but, we but want. Then, but then but then uh, and then so like the argument I would say to that is that like well then pe- then people can choose not to like. Um, what is it called? Do that, and they can mm-hmm. vote with their money and their feet and leave, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't get funded because it's like a lot of you know a lot of funding comes from uh, the local communities or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like people can just leave, and like if you don't want to support, because it's also like some people kind of want that, and it's like mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe there's an argument that like like that should happen, like a lot, like for example, a lot of black people are like you know they believe in like oh we should promote our own community, so we mm-hmm. should have like black owned stuff, we should mm-hmm. have black only stuff, and it's like. Is there an argument that like segregation can, or like not segregation in like a like in a real sense, but like kind of like de facto segregation, mm-hmm. where like all the black people go to school here and the white people go to, go, go to mm-hmm. school here and the Indians go to school? Is there an argument that like if people want it enough that they should be able to do it, mm-hmm. even if every even if a bunch of other people don't like it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's like. Because, you know, saying if other people don't like it, I don't know that their opinion necessarily matters in that fact right, because right, right. it's like they're not the ones doing it. Right. So like, so, like, we don't like it. But it's like, say a bunch of black people wanted to open up a school that only admitted black people. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, like, like, should we step in and be like, you can't do that? I I get. I mean, it's funny because it's like, if you said it for white people, it'd be like, yeah, that's yeah, bad. It'd be like a, but oh, if, like, yeah. for black people, it's like, yeah, I guess it is bad, too. I mean, yeah, well, I don't know why I'm, yeah, like, I guess. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's bad. It's, yeah, bad. it's bad. But, like, at the same time. But it's like, it's not even like the, oh, is it bad argument. Mm. It's like, it's bad. I, I will outright say it's bad. Mm. But should we stop them? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, is it our, one, our legal prerogative to stop them, but also, like, like, uh, like, like, can we do it legally? And should we, like, why do we want to? Well, that's something interesting that is, I think it's, it can be a advantage or it was it is a feature of america just in the fact that we are like the land of immigrants it's like okay when you're saying especially like your own individual culture right mm-hmm. you have your indian culture cuz and you're living in an indian community and so you have that like thing and like if my case like i'm not in like an indian community like i'm an american like right, I, right, you know right. it's broad american quote unquote i mean you're you're american too but you know like yeah no i get what you're saying taking it where it's like part of you wants to maintain the culture 
from the outside source because that's part of the advantage of America is you have all the different sources and you know it's very useful to have different perspectives diversity blah 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 mm-hmm. but at the same time it's so hard to like make that work with the cohesive overall right. when it's like okay like the you know they want to have their Indian school it's like well like you're separating yourself from Americans like we need to have like an American school right right because if, like, if you don't even consider yourself part of the social fabric why would you contribute to it yeah you see what I'm saying because it's like why would I why would I like why would I donate money to like a town in China they're mm. not like I'm. That's not my. That's not yeah. my people. But it's also like if you think of your people as like only being people of your skin color, then like mm. uh, then you're even your local that that concept like can't work in America. Mm. Like it can't because it's like if you own like because I'll give you an example, right? Mm. So like there's in um in like the Tampa area, there's like a um, there's like a guy who's opening. I think he's I think he's done it already. But like there's a newspaper article about this about like an Indian guy that opened up a a, a, a fucking what's it called um. A nursing home for indian like elderly people mm-hmm. like solely and they they were refusing admittance for like white people black people like other people and mm-hmm. it's it's like um like these people see themselves as their own um as their own community so why would they give back to everyone else because they mm-hmm. they're like that's not my community all mm-hmm. these people that i live with that yeah. i live next to and i interact with and do all, they're not my people so why would why would i give to them yeah you know what I'm saying? and it's like that puts us as, as a society in a really kind of weird position mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like if we want to be like we can't on one hand be like oh we're all different and we celebrate that difference and then also be like oh but we're also all the yeah. same because it's like you have to participate in like the thing everybody is right, participating right right because and like I, I was talking to a couple of my cousins about it because they were like they were saying how like they wanted to teach their kids so like the language that my parents speak is malayalam mm-hmm. they're like oh we want to teach our kids malayalam and have them wear saris and stuff and i'm like I get the like desire to do that, but I think it's a bad thing. And they're like, explain. And I'm like, cause it's like, uh, cause it's like, yeah, like I get, you want to like maintain this cultural thing. And it's like, I, and I know people are, people are going to think like, oh, you're self-hating Indian. And it's like, that's mm. not like, I look at things, I'm looking at it from like a macro perspective mm. and it's like, it's just a negative in the, like in the long term. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you have all these people that don't consider themselves part of the whole. Mm. They part of, they think of themselves as like part of this different whole. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? But that's, I mean, you know, but then if you take that to like all the way, then you just go back to Korea as like, you know, like we're all part of the whole, the whole knows what's best right, for right. everybody. And it's, yeah, well, 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 it, it was, it's different because like the culture, like the cultures there value different things. So it's mm. like, I, I would never get to Korea, like a Korean level just because our, <laughs> our, our concepts around like authority and stuff are not derived from like this kind of like mandate of heaven type shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like, um, fuck, what was I going to say? I was gonna say something about the um um the Indian thing where it's like uh when you when you don't have it's like we have different sources uh, of power. Uh, uh, I, so I'll give you an example. Actually this is what I was gonna say is like like for example, like if someone like died down the street or like in like the town over, my parents will be like like or like got murdered or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then my parents might be like, Oh, that's kinda scary because like, you know, there's a murder loose or whatever, but they're not gonna be like like you know like oh that's sad because he's like part of our community or whatever but it's like if some random indian dude dies in alaska they're like oh that's so tragic like da, 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 da. And it's, you see what i'm saying like because they don't consider this guy down the street part of our community mm. so they don't even like they like it's not that they don't care that he died that's not like what i'm trying to say but it's like if some guy just dies in like mongolia mm-hmm. you don't give a shit and you're right to not give a shit because he's yeah. just like a random guy from a random place but if a guy dies down the street yeah. he got murdered it's like that's a big deal because that's your community mm-hmm. now there's like some there's concern something to be concerned about you know what i mean yeah it's distributing i guess your resources because there's a quote um 
from this guy who's like in the gulags and he's like when you live in a graveyard you can't weep for everybody yeah it's like you gotta you you have to at a certain point like you have limited resources you have limited emotions so you have to decide who is going to be part of my exactly. community who yeah. am i going to actually give a shit about yeah and like saying okay i care for everybody in america like that's i don't like i guess you would want everybody to care about just america but then you would say like fuck all the other cultures and then you have all those other cultures that you're saying go fuck yourself and now they come here and you're like uh like yeah, go yeah. fuck yourself but welcome like i don't know how to like yeah, 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 you gotta yeah, yeah. balance the two it's just like 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 you have to assimilate like mm. you, you like there's just no way around it because otherwise how do you function as like this whole like like they're, they're like paradox like they't they make any sense this mm-hmm. whole like we have to be a melting pot but we're all one like we're either like uh, like we're either one thing or we're not you know what I mean so, so is the US system inherently flawed is that like no. we, we, well, <laughs> I, I, well I don't even agree that like the whole like well f- first of all I don't even necessarily agree with like the concept that like um like that America is like a land of immigrants or like mm. I don't necessarily agree with that concept I don't agree with the I don't I like accept the like the cultural melting pot concept either because it's like like for, and an example of this is like like take like a like a Chinese girl living in California she's like a second or third generation Chinese girl you think any part of her like outlook on life is influenced by Confucianism mm. at all no it's like they've yeah. just, they're basically just ethnically one thing. Yeah. Uh, they're ethnically like a, like a, like something, and, a, and they but with a with an American value yeah. set. Like like every fucking like every one of my cousins is just as fucking liberal as every other white girl on campus. Yeah. You know what I mean? I it's, mean like I take myself like I'm not Indian. Like yeah. it, like I am American. My dad's from India. I'm not. Yeah. I don't give a I, shit. I, I, we walk yeah. and talk like every other American. Yeah. We think the same. Like our, we are like, American. Our, yeah. our concepts around like rights and stuff. Like like go to India and talk about like. Like like oh every like or go to Afghanistan like, for an example like mm-hmm. say you have like an Afghan Afghan woman and be like women women have the right to education and the, and the Afghanis would be like well, I mean obviously not all of them but it's like they'll be like no they don't <laughs> and it's like their concept of like civil rights or like mm-hmm. these concepts of like freedoms that we have over here like like if you go to like India or whatever and you're like and you're talking about someone's mom crazy it's like it's like our it's like kind of like an, our, I shouldn't say India specifically because I don't actually know too much about that but it's like there's certain places in the world where it's like if you like talk bad about someone um and they like like fucking punch you in the throat Mm. that's like an accepted reaction Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where it's like here it's not yeah you know what i mean and it's like those like built-in concepts are like uniquely american Mm. and i think people think they're more different than they are Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying like people think like oh like i'm like i don't know like i'm an indian guy from like like virginia or something and like oh I'm an Indian I'm different yeah. from everyone else and it's yeah. like no you're not dude you're just brown yeah you know what I mean you think you think like every other fucking white person yeah you know what I mean just because you eat butter chicken doesn't make you so different like, butter oh, chicken is well. not even Indian yeah, too. yeah. oh <laughs> <laughs> like there you go man I am American oh fuck yeah. like you, you know what you know what's funny too is like like it, it's funny when you because ha- some people like want to hold on to that culture too right mm. they want to like and 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 so like that that's where you get like people that are like oh I'm eating butter chicken and I'm being and, and I'm, I'm, I'm Indian but it's like I, my like uh, my like uh, the thing that I found the funniest too was like you know the whole boba thing how like mm. Asian girls like in the U S are all like really into fucking boba for some reason mm. like maybe there's not another thing outside of Florida mm. but I I suspect it is but it's like everyone's into fucking do you like boba by the way. I, I like it, but I think it's overpriced. I think it's stupid. No one, no one wants like rubber balls in your fucking drink. It's That's like a drink with texture. Yeah, like, I, I don't like it. I think I it's like stupid. It. One, I think it's stupid, but also like there's definitely like um like an association with being like asian or east asian in that mm. but it's like i remember i went to korea and i didn't see like a fucking single boba place <laughs> like some cafes had like a one or two boba options on mm. the menu but it was never like oh here's a boba like cafe or whatever mm. like from what i understand and i don't think it's a thing in, uh, in japan either i think boba is like strictly a taiwanese thing mm. but it's like 
Asians at large here, like Filipinos, mm. like people that have no like real connection to it, will do it because it's like got this kind of like in the U.S. It's got like a kind of like Asian like kind mm. of connection to it, even oh, though it's not like part yeah. of their culture. Yeah, you know what I mean, I think I think it's uh, like we almost use it as like a piece of clout because right. like I I'm like definitely guilty of being like oh like I'm half Indian and then like even I'll go like a step further because like I know Indians mm-hmm. and like I'll be like well actually I'm like Persian and it's like. Okay, buddy. First yeah. of all, like they migrated like hundreds of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have like you like I'm barely even related to India, much less like Iran. And yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, even yeah, Iran. Yeah. It's you know, Persia. Actually, you know, actually, technically, like, I, uh, like actually, technically, I'm um, my ancestors are from Syria. So okay, like, yeah. Like, but, but fuck, let me look yeah. at me. I look like a fucking every other. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like to me, I'm like okay, I'm like a little racially ambiguous, so I yeah. can be like actually I'm Persian, blah blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's like. I'm American. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm a fucking Floridian. Like, it's, it, like I am not Persian in, in, like, almost any way except, like, my last name. And then, like, I know what Zoroastrianism is. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, it's the same thing as, like, you know, like, saying Chinese food. And it's, like, it's not, like, or, like, pizza. Like, people are like, oh, pizza's Italian. It's, like, uh, like, pizza. Okay, okay. Let me, let, I mean, if you, uh, yeah. let, me, let, let me say this. I know right. you're let me say this, right. I, 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 like, let me say this, right? Okay. <laughs> you, so, the ladies and gentlemen, he like, grabbed the mic. Like, <laughs> like hold me down. Let, let, me say, let me say this. Spaghetti, okay. If you if you couldn't do it till you got to America, mm. it's American, bitch. Mm. All right? Mm. So, like, spaghetti and meatballs, for example, like, anything with tomato. Like, yeah, any, like, the spaghetti and meatballs, like, they didn't add the meatballs so they got to America because the bum ass fucking poor ass Sicilians could afford it alright that's American bro yeah. that's fucking American <laughs> you fuck off right. fuck yeah. Italian <laughs> but like okay like yeah it's it, it, how Olive Garden like yeah no or like that's ours now bitch yeah panda express like it's 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 like we want you know like we have american culture and we like to just like have a little spice of like yeah. oh like oh this is this flavor of american food it's like oh this is chinese flavor yeah, american yeah, yeah, food. yeah it's like no it's not really chinese like yeah. at all yeah oh yeah you, you know what's funny though about like the, the chinese food thing is like it, like especially like the associations with like the food cultures mm-hmm. it's like italy has a very like i, I mean aside from olive garden mm-hmm. italy has a very like high class highfalutin kind of like associate like contact or connotation with their food culture right mm. so does like france so does like um you know all these other places or whatever mm. but chinese chinese food got got this like kind of weird context where it's like it's like mostly not fancy right mm. so it's like if you go to a chinese place and they're charging you more than like like nine dollars for a plate of like whatever and rice it's like you'll, you'll like burn the place fucking down you know mm-hmm. what i mean but it's like i one thing i kind of hate is like like i hate that Japanese food has like this weird like, like they they have like some weird kind of like clout association where like now food is food like Japanese food is like considered fancy. Like I'll yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go to a Jap like my sister because my sister loves sushi. I don't know why, but she loves sushi so much, and so we'll go to these Japanese restaurants, and I'm like, okay, I'll get some like I don't know udon. Like I I like Japanese food. Don't get me wrong, I mm. like Japanese food, um, but like I'll get like some udon, or like I'll get some like ramen or something, or like maybe like some um, some kat- like chicken katsu and rice or whatever, whatever the fuck. You yeah. know what I mean? And it costs like eighteen dollars, and I was like, this is like th- this is like if I went to like if I went. Um, if I went to Italy and they're like, here's your cheeseburger, this is going to be like $24. Mm. It's like, fuck you. Like, it's not like, it's not high class food. Like a burger is not, high. it can be, you can like elevate it to that certain yeah. level. But it's like, generally speaking, it's very common food. Yeah. But like we treat, for, for whatever reason, we treat Japanese food like it's like this kind of like, like, 
crazy I mean, I, mind. I feel like it has like the tradition or like the honor about it. I don't but no, like it, but, but saying it, it sounds no, like stupid. No, like, that's but, so honorable but, but, food. They, but like, they don't because it's like, for example, like chicken katsu, oh. that's just a schnitzel dog. Like yeah. a schnitzel and some rice and some. Well, like different. you know, like frying wasn't introduced to Japan until the Portuguese brought it there. Right, like right. they they didn't even have tempura. Right. So it's like you can't like I kind of get it with like sushi to be like ugh, like because it's like you know so much of that is like dependent on like the, the quality of the fish. So I can understand charging a little like, bit for that. That yeah, that's because it's yeah you it has to be fresh, it has to be clean. You know, it's raw, so it's like you know th- it actually matters. So I can see why it's expensive. Yeah, but like for example, like I went to a, a Japanese restaurant one time and I, I I think it's like called like beef gyakudon or something, mm. but it's like it's it's like thinly sliced beef, uh, like an egg mixed with cooked rice, and then like I think some onions or something. And I'm like, what am I eating here? And I, it, they charge me like $16 or something. And I'm like, I am eating an egg, mm. some white rice, and some thinly sliced beef. The only thing that costs more than like, like you know, fucking dust in the, in the wind mm. is the beef. Mm-hmm. Like this is cheap as shit. Why are you charging me $18? Mm-hmm. And the but like, and it's fine. Like it's like if you charge me like. It, it, like eight dollars for it, nine dollars for it. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. But it's like the only reason why they can get away with charging as much as they do is because Japanese food has this like kind of association with it, yeah. like this kind of connotation that it's like fancy mm-hmm. when it's not. Like it's very like kind of sim- like kind of simplistic sometimes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. Especially like thinking of sushi is like it's fish and rice. Like okay, fish is expensive, but like it can't be that. It's a, a bite of fish. You know, right, you right, give me right. six pieces, six bites. I, like I, it's I, not what, twenty bucks. Are, are you like fresh catching the fucking yellowtail every yeah. day? It's like. I mean, it, and if they are, okay, I can justify the price. But it's mm. like, bro, thinly sliced beef. Like, they don't even use... They, I guarantee you, they're not fucking using, like, top sirloin. They're using, yeah. like, like chuck meat or whatever for the thinly sliced beef mm. or, like, the ramen. It's like ramen is, is fucking, like, what? It's like soup, noodles, and, like, like three little slices of pork belly. It's like, mm. you're going to charge me $16? How about I hate you? Like, go fuck <laughs> yourself. I mean, I will say, like, like, food prices in general are... So I've heard in America, like, they're lower, like... We spend a lower percentage of our overall budget on food. I think, to other I, think, I think on average it's like 7 or 17% or something, which is mm-hmm. way lower than most places. But like, I, I mean, I've definitely noticed it going to restaurants, like the food char- prices have gone up like oh, a yeah. ridiculous amount. And then seeing what you get, like there's this place, I don't know if you've heard, it's um it's in Brandon, it's called Stein and Vine. Stein and Vines. Ah, um, I don't know. Okay, well, it's it's like a um, German place. No, it's it's like a American. Like they just have like a bunch of bar. They have a, like a bunch of beers. Oh, like bar and, food. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, we have a burger, and they like quote unquote change the menu like every week. It's like. And, like, I'll go there, and I remember they had, like, tacos, and it was just, like, a maybe weird version of fish. And it was just two fish tacos, and it was 16 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, like, it doesn't matter, like, how fucking, you know, stupid of a name you give it and you shred your lettuce in this weird way. Like, you're charging me $16 for two goddamn tacos. Like, what the fuck? It, and yeah. But I guarantee you it's, it's like a white fish, right? It's, I guarantee yeah. you it's like a tilapia or yeah, something. Yeah, it, it's, like, they're selling bullshit. Like, yeah. it's literally just like a, ooh, this is kind of like a, like, oh, our quirky spin on food. And it's like, okay, you put a weird sauce on it. Congratulations. Yeah. No, not, the, the, yeah. va- the value for your money in a lot of, uh, like restaurants nowadays like most restaurants nowadays like they're not trying to like actually give you some like like a good meal mm-hmm. they're like how many how much how like how can we bilk as much money from you as we can yeah. and give as much as little as we can to you i think it's it well like i think clout comes in like it is a very like how instagrammable is the food that matters more than how good is the food right because that's what brings people like, yeah and, and, and it sucks because it's like like I'll, I'll go i'll go to like some like local puerto rican spot and they're like 
fucking blessing with the food you know mm-hmm. what i mean they're like, like filling that plate up and i'm like yeah. yeah buddy yeah and then and then like and then they like kind of look rundowns and they like the food doesn't like isn't like prepared in an aesthetically pleasing way mm-hmm. so they don't get like the bit the type of business that some of these fucking yuppie spots around town yeah like they oh my god dude <laughs> I, bro, I like I went to this one place in Orlando, like with my cousins one time, and my my cousins are like deaf, like yuppie, like personified, <laughs> like they just like to spend money to spend money, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like they 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 took me to one place, and I remember I got like a steak breakfast bowl or something. It cost like eighteen dollars. It was like some eggs, uh, like maybe like two ounces of steak, mm. and then like some like what was it like some potatoes and it's like i could make this at home Mm -hmm. and it's like uh, like i could like it's not even like oh you could make this at home but why didn't you it's like (laughs) this is like this is so simplistic it's not even like worth making Mm -hmm. out i uh, that's definitely like going to certain places where like the food isn't that good but like it's the thought around the food like like because we go to like there's mexican restaurants me and my family go to and like my favorite mexican restaurant in our area is like a taco truck yeah and like and going there versus going to like the quote-unquote mexican food which like it's all like super bland it's all just like oh it's a tostada and it like we give you and i hate the fact that they serve beans and rice with everything in mexican rice to me i'm like it's not not that good either yeah like it's it's never good i'm never like eating it like i'm so glad i'm eating this beans and rice i'm just like they gave it to me yeah like it it, and but like their food versus like the street food is just so much more bland so much more like oh it's ground beef in a taco shape like it's like like home cooking flavors of mexican food it's like why are you paying so much money for something that's worse and it's 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 also not the case that it's like like oh like you like because i I also kind of like don't like this discourse of like oh like if you if you're like at a mexican place and there's mexicans working the grill Mm. you know it's legit and it's like no like i've been to plenty of mexican restaurants or not specifically mexican Um, but i've been to a lot of places where it's like like they're like um, the pro- the quote unquote proper ethnicity is the one preparing the food, mm. and it was just as overpriced and just as like like bland or whatever. Yeah. It's like my f- there's two Cajun spots on Colonial, and they're both run by Vietnamese people. <laughs> I might be being <laughs> racist because they're just vaguely Asian, mm. but one of them one of the v- uh, one of the Cajun spots also sells pho, and the other one d- doesn't. But like I- they're both Asian, so I'm gonna assume yeah. they're Vietnamese. But <laughs> point being is like it doesn't have to be like a like. I think it's like this, like, I think it's weird that, like, people are kind of openly racist in that way, where it's like, this food's I, the only not, time you can be racist. I'm, in not, I'm not touching this food unless a Chinaman sweat yeah. got all over it. And it's like, okay, bro, I don't know about that. Well, I like, like, um, I think it's funny, like, food's the only place where you can, like, name an ethnicity and say it's disgusting, and people are like, yeah, that's okay. You can be like, French food? Ugh, like, yeah. goddamn French. And you're like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I don't, like, I've definitely like i would disagree partially on that just in my personal experience um although actually it doesn't really make sense but like i i went you know like chinese food restaurants here like it's not chinese food yeah and there's always chinese people like working there and it's funny because they all look the same but they're not and you're like you mean he's referring to the restaurants not the people (laughs) (laughs) thank you yeah you say my ass but yeah like every chinese restaurant that's american chinese food is okay one they don't believe in air conditioning for some reason yeah two they have pictures of food above the thing that nobody has ever ordered same yellow tint same pictures their children are always working the cash register Mm -hmm. it's true sorry nobody there's no dine-in does not yeah. they have tables there but that's just for their children to do homework on yeah and you go in and you get served and it comes out in a brown bag and they all use the same boxes yep, they all yep, have yep, the same yep. menu they all have the same paper and it's some 
you know, fucking what like uh, like name generator of like what's your birthday, what's your last first letter of your last name, Ming Garden, you know, yeah, Golden yeah, yeah. Castle, blah blah Jane blah. Dragon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stupid shit. But they're all completely different, and it's like, like I'm not completely different. But it's like they're not a chain, and that, yeah. that's really weird. But um. My point was that, like, you go there and it's always Chinese people, pretty right, much. Right, 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 But, like, I went to a Chinese restaurant, I remember, in Philadelphia with my friend, and I was like, we are the only, like, white people in this restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this shit's legit. And then, like, I'm looking at the menu, and I'm like, oh, this shit is legit. Like, I had duck blood. And I was oh, like, yes. I was like, Sick. and I was, because I was just like, all right, let me get the freakiest shit I could find. And it was actually pretty, like, reasonable. Yeah. And it was like congealed duck blood. <clears throat> it was like a weird, like, uh, like a jello y experience or something like that. That is not bad. I've, I've had, like, blood sausage in Korea. That shit's actually pretty oh, good. Oh, I love, like, black. Black sausage, I love. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But like, it shit runs right through you. That Chinese food stuff. Oh, yeah. But like, I, I don't know. When I was there, and I saw that like we were the only white people, and I was like, I was like, yeah, like this shit is good. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, 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 and it yeah. was, but like, yeah. it so worked there. Right. Where, like, I don't know. Like Indian food places. Uh, I'm, I'm just like, like I, like I agree for the most part. I just like. I'm not super sold on like the whole like that whole concept. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it's like I've I've been to places where it's like these people are white and they're doing it good. Mm-hmm. Like for like for example, like there's an Indian restaurant like nearby campus mm-hmm. and it's run by a Nepalese dude. And it's like obviously it's close or like he's either Chinese or Nepalese. But it's like um, Nepalese Nepal. Oh yeah, like so it's like like he's it's close and it's close, mm. but also it's like. Like, but also the the food culture is different. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's even though like on a geographic sense, it's like, oh, you could argue like, well, it's close enough. You know what I mean? But that's like, <laughs> hey, but then by that logic, why, why can't Americans do tech um, Mexican just as well as, you know what, yeah, you see yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, like, and his Mexican, his Indian food's fine. So mm-hmm. it's like, like, uh, I'm just not super sold on like, and then also, I've also been to tons of like Indian restaurants. Mm-hmm. I, cause I just, cause I guess I can speak to it more about speak to it better but it's like i've been to tons of indian restaurants where it's like indians running the show mm. and it's not good you know what <laughs> i mean i think well maybe it's uh my guess is like it's an artifact of the old days of like you know it was you can't just learn a recipe online like yeah anybody can learn how to cook food and cook it well but i think it was like okay you know that like these people come from like the motherland so it's like and they got like their mom's recipe so right, that's right, how you right. know like you're not you know some white boy's not getting passed down a really good curry recipe right, like, right, right. like it's just like okay there's no way he could have learned this how do you learn it you have to be from there and so you find the people who are from there it's like okay they're gonna have the real shit that's like accurate and it's gonna be good yeah versus somebody's like i tasted it one time i think i can make this there, there is like like you know what's interesting is like i was i was watching this video and they were talking about why filipino restaurants don't do well in the u.s mm. even though they like his filipino feels pretty good mm. but they're saying that the reason why is because there's like as compared to other cultures there's very little standardization of like like the ingredients like the like the quantity mm-hmm. so it's like it's all like like uh, filipino food is apparently and maybe i'm wrong this, but this, is, this is according to the video i saw is way more like um like you kind of make it to your own preference so like they have general guidelines about around like what is considered like chicken adobo or whatever you know as an example but like a lot of it since a lot of it was up to personal like interpretation Mm. there's not a lot of standardization around it so like 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 filipino restaurants are very hit or miss Mm. where it's like the the chai like the the those chinese restaurants that you're referring to it's like largely you know what you're getting with each of them because they all prepare the food in the exact same way um Orange so, chicken is orange chicken. Orange chicken is orange chicken, like without a doubt. But it's like uh, a lot of these Filipino places, apparently, and like you know, and I, I don't have any personal experience with this, but it's like mm. they were saying that like the reason why some places are like fucking banging mm. and some places are kind of whack mm. is because they all kind of like have their own ideas about what you know what these recipes should be like, mm. and they're very different from each other. 
I think there's also something to like the American palate. Like it's definitely because my uh, my buddy's dad he goes over to China for work sometimes, and he's like the food is shit, and like (laughs) and like you know I don't know exactly what he eats and all that stuff. But like there's definitely been times where like like um we have a Chinese uh, supermarket, Maze Market down here in Colonial. Yeah, but and like their food is shit. Yeah, but like I've heard it's bad for Chinese food. Um, Mm, Yeah. But like, no, I, 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 I agree with that. Cause it's like, I remember the first, like when, um, when I lived in Korea, I got like a bacon, egg and cheese one time. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, I bro, I was like two months in. I was like, bro, I haven't had like some real ass heart attack food in a mm-hmm. while. Like, let me get some bacon, egg and cheese. And I, I bit into it and I was like, they got like a, like, why is it so sweet? Mm-hmm. And I was like, they got some sauce in this. Right. And I showed my friend, I was like, what sauce is this? It's like fluorescent yellow. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, that's not sauce. That's like a cheese sauce. Like they put a lot of sugar and water in it to like loosen up the cheese, but that's the cheese in the bacon, egg and cheese. And I was like, what the fuck? And it's like, and I found out that it's like, um, a couple things about the Korean palate is like, they like, they like sweet food. They like desserts that are not, that are very, very light. So almost every Korean food is not very, or every Korean dessert is very like, like a lot of pastries, a lot of like very light, not very, not very sweet, mm. like kind of generally sweet. And then also they like a lot of really spicy food. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause like it, they, but they adapted, like they took American things like a bacon, egg and cheese mm-hmm. and they like would adapt it to like, yeah. you know, well, I mean, I guess it is kind of like taking like Chinese food and bringing it over right. here. Although orange chicken, I love like to me, orange chicken is like the most American food. It's uh-huh. like, all right, we fried chicken and then we cover it in sugar. And yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. like, boom, China. Like, <laughs> like, all right, perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we put some rice and now it's Chinese. Yeah, now it's Chinese. They love that shit. You know, mm-hmm. orange. They got oranges over there, right? Yeah. Orange blossom or no, something. They don't. <laughs> I don't think they do anyway. I don't, I don't know where the fuck oranges come from. I thought China had oranges. I think China, I don't know. Maybe they when they imported it from California. I, they do. <laughs> I have no idea where orange comes from. I would think I, I, it seems like a more traditional kind of flavor, though, than like like just. I don't know. Americas. I feel like I feel like the primary like maybe it is like an American thing because I feel like almost every mention of citrus is lemons. Yeah, lime, like a lot of like, lemongrass. Like, like like when you think about like any like traditional European um, uh, what is it called recipes or like like European like whenever in any like kind of European context like mm. and, and obviously we're talking about Europe because it's like that's the cultural heritage of America and like that's mm. the, obviously the lens that we view a lot of yeah, things yeah yeah German food yeah 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 but it's like French like food. almost everything that refers to uh, citrus is like lemon Mm. So like, is it like a new world thing? I mean, we could look this up and figure it out right now. Yeah, but it's much more fun to speculate in yeah. ignorance. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thinking about like limes, like uh, only thing I think limes are in is like Mexican food. Yeah, yeah, Mexican and Caribbean food. Like yeah. mojito. That's you know you're not getting a mojito over there. Yeah, like like I don't even think like thinking about their liqueurs or their like their cocktails, like a daiquiri or uh like a margarita like those are not european at all yeah versus like i don't know what they have over what the fuck is a european drink fucking chartreuse wine. I, no, no no what's uh what's the, the um the aperol this uh yeah aperol yeah. yeah or like campari campari's oranges and that's a mm. uh, i don't know how old that is but that, yeah that could be a newer thing too yeah because lemonade is like i know like, I, I know lemonade is like like been around like at least since like the roman times really yeah holy shit it's a classic. It's just fucking like lemon yeah. and sugar, bro. Water, but fun. Like, yeah. fucking put sugar in water. God, I love lemonade. Dude, it's so, like, thinking about Coke, like, the power that Coke has, like, Coke is, like, transcendent. First of all, you know, America number one, we yeah. made the best drink ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, God water, bless. suck dick. <laughs> but, like, it's like, it's a weird flavor. It's like cocaine flavored sugar water. And yeah. it's just like, 
everybody yeah, loves yeah, it. Yeah. Everyone loves Coke, dude. But it's I don't, like I actually everywhere. don't like I don't I don't like soda at all. Oh, but, right. no. oh, you because you don't like carbonation, right? Yeah, like, yeah. But like if they had but a flat well, the taste Coke. itself, the taste itself, I don't really like either. But that's I I don't like. Sometimes I'll just like look at a Coke. I mean, like this is not that great because diet, but I'll just be like. Mm, I could mess up a Coke right now. But I was like, no, no, no. It's like, it's like the sugar. The Like, if you look how, like, this is like, oh, how many ounces? A uh, 20 ounce bottle of Coke. It has 129% of your daily value of sugar in it. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, why not, you know, keep it below 100, guys? Yeah. Like, what, like, what the then, fuck is going on? But then it would suck. So yeah. What, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, What's it's so much sugar. And people drink multiple a day. You're like, yeah. holy oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, you're, like, you're dying. Like, I, I think, like, I, I watched, like, I think in, like, um, you know that show my 600 pound life i think it's called uh yeah i think a lot of like like the because it, it's like like the amount of weight that these people have it's like an insane amount of weight mm. and like part of the like and it's like you you reach a physical limit where you can't consume that much food mm. i think a lot of like the reason why these people are as big as they are is because they also like get the calories via liquid so mm. it's like they're just downing cokes after cokes after yeah coke. you know what i mean like big like big gulp fucking you know yeah it's so and like but like going back to just the ubiquity of coke like there is not like like i've traveled a bit and i there's always been always been coke yeah always like maybe thumbs up but like thumbs i think i, I mean i've been coke, to, i've been like, i've been to like some like third world ass places that have like just sprite or not sprite what's the uh pepsi but oh. it's like they know coke like they know even yeah. in those places where they don't get coke they know pepsi is like like this discount <laughs> they coke. can still feel the shame yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn right that's right you know you know what's wild is like i've been to a few places where they have like tropicana really i bro i went to like like near my parents like my grandparents village or whatever in india mm-hmm. they have tropicana at like some of the stores it's Holy like shit. so it's so wild when yeah. i'm like what it, cause i think because even some of the bottles say like product of florida or whatever i'm like what mm. the fuck <laughs> i saw i saw it in another place too i think it was like some like random ass like uh it's like an island called udo like mm. in um in in south korea i think i saw tro- like i saw tropicana there too yeah i saw tropicana in like i think it was switzerland i think too and i was like what the fuck are we just taking over yeah <laughs> we we're t- it's like you can't but like you can't escape coke oh yeah no like, no, no. like the you, ubiquity of coke is different it's like where like is there any place on earth that it's like it's like that's how you know like besides the north sentinel island like everybody has access to coke like you, you there is no escape <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure we're overplaying it there's definitely places that don't have access I mean, to coke maybe like in the middle of the sahara or some shit like that or like north <laughs> or like korea Mongolia or something north korea definitely like they know coke and there's definitely coke yeah. there I, I would say i would say the ubiquity of coke comes more from like knowledge of coke i would say there's probably a lot of places that don't have access to coke mm. but they definitely know what coke is mm. like i think north because it's definitely it's like it's like apple it's like it's definitely it's very uh, ubiquitous or um, it, yeah ubiquitous of the American culture. Mm-hmm. So it's like people when they think about the U.S. a lot of times as from a foreign perspective, they're like, oh Apple, you yeah, know, and like iPhones, whatever. You know well, what that's mean? something like because I want to talk about that too. It's like you know iPhones are like very overpriced for what they are compared yeah. to. I mean, like some Samsungs are very expensive too, but like there is a lot of just paying for clout when it comes to Apple and the fact that like if you go to a lot of foreign countries, like there's not that many iPhones except for like in richer countries and people yeah. buy it just because of the clout and yeah, like yeah. the kind of like walled garden that they have with their systems so it's very like uh, i don't i don't know if I, like i've heard that they're like i mean and maybe this is not true i haven't looked into this at all but i've heard that their sales are going down by a lot really yeah do you know like why like who knows i mean maybe people just don't believe in the cult anymore. i mean like i don't have an iphone although like i wish i did but like <laughs> yeah i mean i don't i don't care either way i just like i i, I dislike the privacy like or the lack of like customization and mm. um privacy features so i just 
uh, moved over to actually privacy is pretty decent with iPhone. I, like yeah, that. I don't know if I trust Google to be yeah, you know no, providing no. privacy. But it's like I mostly like the customization thing, and, and also privacy for my parents because like when you have the like because I switched away from iPhone when I was like in, like I think my first phone was like an iPhone in like eighth grade, mm-hmm. and then I switched as soon as our uh, ninth grade I think freshman year, and then I switched to um, an Android as soon as I could. Just, I, I'm gonna pause real quick. Okay, we're back. Sorry, uh, <laughs> call from my dad. Um, but yeah, Coke is, you, you can't, I mean, like, I guess America, like, Android is American, like, like Facebook yeah. or, like, Meta is everywhere, which is kind of good, you know, so we can stay on top, like, we own everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, It's like, kind of like the whole, like, um, like, like people are, like, the you know, the recent, like, the TikTok thing, mm-hmm. where they're, like, trying to ban TikTok, and, yeah. people, and people are, like, like, why would we ban TikTok when Google and Facebook do the same thing? And it's like, that's also bad, but that's also like our bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like our team. <laughs> it's like, it's like our team doing bad shit, but also like, we don't want like, like if our dog is untrained, we don't also want someone else's untrained dog in our yard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like, yeah, they're also bad, but fucking hours. Yeah. It's our own. Yeah. It's, um, it's like farts, you know, like everybody yeah. likes their own brand. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. I don't want to smell somebody else's fart. But yeah. Like, mine is like, eh. You know, yeah, you gotta, get, you gotta check. You know, yeah, it, it, it's, it's so funny seeing like, uh, like, it, it, and people have like are so attached to these social media things that it's like I, I've seen so many like Zoomers, especially like the younger ones, that are like, like, wh- why is the government like, like, why do they care? Like, are they like are defending this fucking like multi billion dollar company mm. so hard? And it's like, bro, like, relax. Like the 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 whole like formula of TikTok. Huh? You can hear like the little. Oh my bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the whole formula of TikTok is not like like on like replicable you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if we ban tiktok and just make an american version what's wrong with that i mean like to me it's just a copy of vine they just like yeah. didn't throw the idea away because or were... musically or whatever like i think it's yeah i, I mean i would say vine just because like older but like musically it just never like diverged from music the way that tiktok did yeah because like tiktok was music but then it just became so much more yeah but it's like yeah like like what's wrong with like like we should just want we should one hundred percent like ban TikTok in this country, make an American version that like you know isn't susceptible that isn't a fucking backdoor to the Chinese Communist Party. You yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. like it's kind of insane. Like people simp for this fucking company so hard, and it's like, dude, like things are more important. Like obviously, like, yeah. national security is a little bit more important. But I think that is like going back to what we were saying before of like you know we think we can afford to be moral. Like who are we but, to say that this other country can't come in? It's like. Hey, whose team are you on? Like, yeah, yeah. be on it's Team America. Like, we spy on our yeah. own people. Because it's, it's, it's also like you might think you're being neutral. Mm. They're not. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not neutral. They're on. They know what team they're on, and they're fighting for their team. You yeah. Know what I mean? It's like if you're not on our team and you're not fighting for our team, like you're kind of a liability. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. like yeah. And it's like obviously I'm not gonna like be like, oh, you're if you're if you're not with us, yeah. you're against yeah. us. But it's like yeah, it, It's like it, it's like I think like every like everyone acts like especially Americans like they have this like weird kind of arrogance that like everyone's on the same page as them mm-hmm. and it's like no like you might like 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 for example like um like i i read this like thing about how in greece after 9-11 like a lot of greeks were like yeah fuck you all like you deserved it or whatever <laughs> for like meddling or whatever uh-huh. and it's like e- even if that's like even like it's like yeah. oh my god <laughs> e- even under the assumption that's like 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 i think a lot of people would be like surprised to hear that and like you were probably yeah, yeah i'm like, it's like like what and it's like i, I but it's like yeah because at the time i think we were fucking with greece a little bit i don't know too much of the, the context but it's like like i don't like yeah of course like mm. like why i don't give a shit if something happens in greece i'm like why would i care yeah so and why would they care if something happens in the u.s like yeah. 
Like they're they're just not gonna like make some fake plea about it. Yeah, they're not our people. They're, they're not, not yeah, Indian. They, they don't they're care. <laughs> they they they're we're not theirs. They don't care. Yeah. So it's like I I, I think people have this like like uh, as Americans have this idea that like because we care about everyone else that everyone else cares about us and it's like no they don't mm-hmm. they absolutely do not yeah they're tired of us like, yeah kind of like and that's something I saw people arguing about like in uh, like the EU or in um, like talking about the war in Ukraine they're like like stop listening to America like it's not all about American interests like hey like we don't want to have this war like cut it out kind yeah. of thing and it's and it's very interesting to think like we don't realize how much we are kind of influencing or imposing our ideas or our problems on everybody else. Like my um, my dad has a friend and he and he's Canadian and he focuses more on American politics than we than we you know I don't know pretty much anything about Canadian politics. But yeah. It's like like we are so America centric that it's like we expect everybody to know our politicians. Like right like. I went to Israel and like he was talking about Donald Trump. Like they were like, you know, kind of poking at us with Donald Trump kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't know, like oh, BB or something like that. Like that's my, there you go. That is Israel politics for me. Yeah, something, yeah. something BB. Netanyahu. Yeah. Net, what is Netanyahu? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's so funny, like you know, just like Coca Cola is everywhere. We just expect our politics and our culture to yeah. be just you know, everywhere. You no, know, actually, I have an example of that too. I was in Switzerland just riding the train, mm-hmm. and I heard. Uh, uh, some two people talking about Trump or like talking about American politics, mm. just like random Swiss people, and it's like you would never, you would never hear two random like Americans on a bus being like, "I wonder what's up with this," you know, the yeah. Swiss. Like, they're, they're gets a shit. Their elections. <laughs> I don't even do they even have elections. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. They but probably I think do. they have a king still. No, 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 they no, do king. not. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. You're very, yeah, I'm, oh I'm, yeah, aren't they like a bunch of people like a bunch of tribes like merge or something? They're like shit, a like. federation that like broke away from the Holy Roman Empire. I'm pretty sure. Okay, that sounds fair. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they don't have a king, but um, but it's like yeah, like I don't know shit about the Swiss. Like I don't sh- know shit about like what their politics are because it's also like they're re- they're irrelevant essentially. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's like it's a cool country, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, I mean the people. Are, I was gonna say the people are cool just because it's like a default thing to say, but they're not that cool. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's like it's a cool country, but it's like like it's kind of like just the thing that's there. Like it's not really like yeah, it doesn't affect my life. It doesn't affect my life, and it's also like not like he, he, here's like a like a a way to think about it too or like an interesting aside is like um it's like whenever people say like oh we like we've done so like we've done so much bad or whatever in our history and mm. it's like point me to someone who hasn't done quote unquote bad mm. and i'll i'll show you someone who's fucking like toothless yeah you know what i mean like if, if the caribbean like like if, if you went to the caribbean and they had like, actual power they would have like made the indians and the chinese people their slaves a long time ago or, like, they, <laughs> they would have had like apartheid 2.0 or something like yeah. that but it's because of, like those uh, those islands are poor as shit and it's like toothless it's like mm. none of that happens you know what mm. i mean so it's like every place that's like every place that's like quote unquote like a good place mm. is like either former bad or they're just like don't have the capacity to be bad anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like people talk about like Norway and Sweden, like 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 these like these just moral paragons. Like they weren't like raping and pillaging just like, like yeah. a, a thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah, that is. Cool. Which is like to be fair, it's a long time ago. Yeah, like a thousand years ago is a long time ago. But it's like like yeah, these people are not div- like these places are not devoid of sin. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they're still humans. Yeah, they're yeah. not they're not better than us or you know any less any more pure any and less. If, if you asked like you know like just staying sticking with like the Scandinavian theme or whatever, it's like if you ask people in that time frame, they would have been like, yeah, it's justified. We we go and raid because we can't grow anything or whatever. It's like mm. yeah, it's justified. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
and also like like they don't have these concepts of like oh this is like mine because you know you should like you like they don't have these concepts of like you shouldn't invade just because you shouldn't invade it's like might is right you know what yeah I mean? yeah it's like i want to eat you know yeah i don't give a fuck about oh it's immorally wrong so i'm gonna let my kids starve yeah go fuck yourself like yeah, i'm gonna yeah. go and take what i can yeah, yeah, yeah because i can like if they were you know better than me they wouldn't or like, like and they had a lot of concepts around like glory and death and stuff mm-hmm. and it's like i'm not gonna sit here and just farm and like feed my family it's like yeah. i'm gonna go get some gold by killing you yeah yeah there's no honor because it's cool yeah and our our culture like praises that right? how you get pussy like, <laughs> i'm not gonna get laid bro like come on yeah i mean like that's what it boils down to dude like so much of like like uh what is it called like when you start like reading about attraction science and stuff and like not just attraction science but it's like there's so much like like so much of what we do on a daily basis, it's like, is this gonna help me get pussy or not? Yeah, you know what I mean, and it's it's so funny because it's like, like I was ta- I was actually talking to my friend. Um, do you remember Albie? Yeah, I met him a couple times. Yeah, so we were talking today, and he was basically saying that like he, he like his oh my god, like I'm gonna flame him in it right now, but it's like mm-hmm. his workout routine is the funniest thing. Like I, I, it's so fucking funny. He basically he when he, like he was telling me for a long time, he's like, yeah, I go to the gym. Like, I've been going to the gym, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then he's like, yeah, should I, I'm going to the gym uh, today, and then I'll talk to you afterward. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I'm like, oh, cool, what'd you do, like, afterward? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, like, uh, usually what I do is, like, I'll go on the, tr- um, the treadmill for 30 minutes, and then I do tricep pull-downs, uh, bench press, and then I leave. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And, like, his philosophy is essentially, like, what good looks good in like a shirt is like all that matters and it's like beyond that like it doesn't fucking matter you know what i mean and then and like the motivation entirely is like for women and i'm like you know like if you want to make like the like kind of like how and i, I if you want to make like health goals mm. like you should your motivation should probably come from somewhere other than like getting women yeah because it's like that like because that sort of mentality will lead you to like letting go of yourself yeah. once you find and secure that woman or like doing steroids because you're like i don't give a shit about yeah, being yeah, healthy yeah. Just, I, I met another dude like that that was like oh my god he was like kind of annoying but i met him at some like function like some indian function mm-hmm. and he basically and he showed me how like he only worked arms and he just had like these massive arms and like it was so goofy <laughs> i mean i think that's like you know that's that's the way though like you know pussy comes I mean, first and, i mean it it works for what he wants because all he wants is like is to get women and it's like but it's also funny because he was kind of like denigrating me and my friends because like i've been getting kind of into lift, lift or i've been getting into lifting since january because mm-hmm. a lot of my friends lift and one of my friends he's like he's like uh i think he's doing either done it already or he's doing a competition soon right mm-hmm. and so he's like he can almost his to combined lifts um, essentially equate to about like a thousand pounds and he's like five four which is very impressive yeah you know what i mean and so like i like and so i was talking to this guy and i'm like and he and i was like oh yeah like my friends like got me on this like uh like this lifting sort of regimen or whatever i've been doing it. it's cool and then just like for chit chat and then he was like oh sh-, like show me i'm like okay and so i showed him a video of my friend lifting he's like he's skinny like he wears his arms or whatever <laughs> like it was like, so fucking weird to like talk to this dude and it's like dude we're not like we're not trying to like go to ebor and fucking blow up money on a table and bring home some woman yeah some trashy girl from like if you're picking up women from ebor like god bless you you know what i mean like you 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 need the help of a condom and divine intervention amen it's everybody's got their niche you know yeah i mean like he's like he's like i got a formula down he's like i i go to like i go to ebor i go to a club this is all him he's like i go to ebor i go to a club i pay 500 600 dollars for a table i'm bringing home a girl that night and i'm like okay bro like like if that's the formula that works for you bro like god bless yeah bro he's like i only work out arms at least he's like you know i i appreciate the fact him and albie where they're like i am doing this for pussy 
period. Yeah. There is no masking it of like, oh, yeah, like, I just want to be healthy. I want to get jacked. When it's like, in reality, you're just trying to get laid. It's like, they're honest. They're like, listen, I'm not going to work my fucking calves because I want to get laid. Okay. Uh-huh. Abs, buys, chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah. home. <laughs> like, that, I, I can appreciate that. I, I it, it, it's funny because, like, because uh, one, one of the other guys I was sitting with mentioned to the guy, he's like, okay, then he's like, let's see, because like, he, he was walking around flexing. Like, he was belligerently drunk at this point. And he's walking around flexing, being like, let me see your arms. Let me see just random people. Right? And, like, to, like, my friends and stuff. And uh, one of my friends, he was like, He's like, okay, bro, let me see your calves then. And he's like, who's the fuck about calves, bro? They're in my pants. You're not going to see them. And it's like, I mean, that's kind of true, but it's also like only kind of true if you if we accept your like presupposition that like yeah. that's what matters. You know what I, mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, I, th- I think that might be a good place to round it off. Like if, yeah. you're, if you're, you know, if you're not doing it for pussy, why are you doing it? <laughs> yeah. kind of you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. All right. Well, th- thank you, Shane, for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's been a lovely time. You're welcome back anytime. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, I guess like peace. I don't know. <laughs> All right.